save the Queen. No, don't forget. Your government loves you. Let's turn that down. Ah, come on, do that. Bit better. Bit better. Bright sunny day. And uh, what, what can I say? The uh, the heat has broken. We're getting into one of the uh, nicer. I have a beginning of stream with fucking weather. What is this? Twiv? Twiv? No, this is Jihad. Uh, Jihad Science Show, uh, if you're new, hopefully uh, we'll be uh, picking up some peeps from Ryan Dawson's uh, community, uh, if they're watching here. Um, what I can tell you is that as far as I'm aware, I had a booking, or, or, uh, I had a date set with Ryan for 9am uh, uh, JST at 8pm on his channel and uh, you know what did what did i want to talk about i wanted to well it's ryan dawson anti-neocon project i think there's uh, room there to really uh, expand on the uh, the biowarfare component some of the race specificity that we know is associated with sars cov2 and um really try and um hammer home to people people who again as i was discussing yes oh yeah earlier today um that you uh the covid fatigue it's what they want it's what they want this is a slow anaconda like choking out of uh a lot of a lot of humans a lot of humans that don't carry the uh, k26r uh polymorphism uh the advantageous polymorphism and um oh yeah dj you, you got modded sir you got modded uh let's see so i'm waiting to hear back from uh ryan um hopefully Hopefully it'll work out. Um, let me just see this. Do this. Do this. So there. Um, uh, anyway, that was the stream, and it, oh, that was me talking to him yesterday. That uh, and in his telegram uh, he's got he's actually got quite an active telegram so um uh, if you if you want um if you're uh get bored how, how could you be bored of our community um you can get over there there's uh as we say lots of uh, jokes about bleaks uh that i found uh quite amusing the casual racism is uh quite spot on i have to say um let's see oh it is ryan scott's brother who lives in japan um i don't know who scott is but yeah uh, ryan ryan is in japan and um I, you know look I, I, I like i say i used to be on his discord i don't know if he has a discord anymore but um when our last big uh nuke uh, happened i i lost a lot of uh links and what have you and i just um I never never managed to find my way back to uh, uh ryan's but um you know what do i know about ryan i've i've watched a oh, i don't want to say oh, everything but 
I've seen his work with respect to demolition teams, Israeli demolition teams being working on the upper floors of uh, the Twin Towers. Um, I'm, I'll make the presumption that he thinks that these were, say, uh, our greatest ally in the Middle East, uh, help it get always lending a helping hand when needed. And well, I've got to say, hopefully, we'll get into that and talk about that a little bit. And, um, you know, what I would like to try and do is to convince Ryan that there is this thread from 9 11 to, uh, well, it, we obviously know it goes from before then, but I think 9 11 is a real sort of uh, kickoff. Uh, moment and the emergence of SARS, the programs that spawned it, are all all part all part of the same. Well, you could argue this the neocon <laughs> the neocon machinery that's uh, got a uh, chokehold on, onto the United States, and you know, I I think that the the U.S. needs to needs to get a grip with uh, certain certain dual nationals uh, that it has in the uh, in its ranks. So let me just keep uh, Skype open. Um, I still I still don't see him, and uh, he says he's green on. not twitter what's it called skype yeah i had a bit of a late night uh last night let me i'm gonna shout at waifu bring uh bring the doc more coffee <laughs> uh bear with me just uh oh i can uh always use uh the peppy peppy stinger wait one second whilst i go and make sure i've got enough Enough drugs coursing through my veins. Go put that here and do this and do this and do this. I need this on. Uh, I just need it on stream. I'm such a lazy bum. It's a TV. Um, right, let me just get more coffee, folks. I'll be back. Here. I've literally just rolled out of bed. Um, but no, I, I haven't slept much, and I was I was up talking to people who've gone three a.m. So I had like four or five hours sleep. Um, wait, you're not supposed to do that, Pete. I will be back. In Oh yeah, and of course Ryan's work on uh, Epstein as well, and um, the Epsteinization of science. I think there's a lot of cross-pollination that we can have.
smells like weakness, says Charles. Hi. <laughs> getting old. Getting old, dude. What can I say? Um, but Charles, good to see you, bro. And uh, I, I was speaking with Joanna yesterday, so she's been very busy um, off offline or not offline in meat space, uh, trying to get um, how should we say dealing with the politics of a medical board. But um, the message for the roundtable sort of got relayed, and um, I, I hope we can do something and get uh, as as many of us as possible to i don't know can condense the information that we have right now into a, into a format that people can go uh sit down for a, for a cup of coffee <laughs> and, and uh take on the um well the latest the latest download all right i don't know um i don't know it's gone nine o'clock where's ryan What's going on? Uh, let me just do this. Let me see if his um, his where is it? Discord, Discord. Let's see if his channel is streaming right now. Discord. Why did that go? Oh god! I, I'm telling you, I have I have so many tabs. It's a nightmare. And. If uh, if Ryan doesn't um, doesn't come on, maybe I can purloin. I can purloin uh, Commander Rixie to uh, come on, give us a download of him. Um, what say you, Charles? But uh, yes, I'm, I, I I agree. It smells like weakness. <laughs> he starts at five Pacific time. Um, well, he told me, um, do, 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 do. so Odyssey, now what's the, what's the channel that he's on, on, um, Catboys, uh, Catboys, uh, Cozy TV, is it? Cozy.tv Dawson. All right, so I don't know if he's live there. Let's just have a look. Uh, not yet. Um, oh, uh, there's uh, a uh, shout out to Ethan Ralph in the chat there. And uh, banned. We're all banned. Um, so anyway, what 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 can I do? Um, ah, let me uh, let me see if I can convince Charles. Come on, Charles. <laughs> Jump on stream. Otherwise, uh, I don't have any. Um... <laughs> I've got no, uh, got no, uh, no uh, content. What I'll be doing is, what I'll be doing an interview, nine a.m. But uh, Ryan, Ryan's still sleeping in. Too much, uh, too much sake. Um, yeah, uh, let me, let me um, zoom, zoom you, Charles. And you know what? There's no reason why. You couldn't um, join in with this um, this meeting um, if Ryan does come on board. So let's let's call let's call Charles and uh, uh, 
meet with video. Boom. See if we can get Charles on board. Come on, Charles. Go, 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 go. And yeah, may, we'll introduce uh, Ryan to Charles. Um, I'm not banned by Ethan no more. New Twitter. <laughs> Look, man, I like Ethan. Um, I, I get it that there's this uh, Metaka Ethan schism, and uh, I just, I just feel like my mummy and pappy fighting. <laughs> Let's uh, let's see if we can get Charles in. Come on, Charles. Otherwise, otherwise, I smell weakness. I smell weakness, Rixie. <laughs> if it needs to be about twenty minutes from now. Oh yeah, no worries then, dude. I can uh, I can shoot the ship for uh, twenty minutes. Um, I wonder why that screen flicker is so bad. Maybe that ISO just is better. I just I, I look like a heroin addict. <laughs> Ah, that's what I think when I look that pasty. Sing for us, baby, sing. Uh, God save the queen. What did What did I tell you? What did I tell you would happen uh, yesterday uh, when uh, we found out old Lizzie, Lizzie had cocked it. I like I say, I think she'd been dead for uh, quite, quite some time. And I don't know if they were waiting. I don't know what. Why would they wait? Maybe they're just trying to keep her alive, hoping that she would come round. Keep pumping that remdesivir into her. <laughs> I doubt. I doubt she. Um... Let's see. Ryan Dawson is a fighter. If anyone fights him physically, you better be prepared. Um... <laughs> so what? <well. laughs> I can fight too. <laughs> I don't want to fight Ryan Dawson. I want to speak to him. Want to uh, want to uh, exchange information because, uh, like I say, there's some there's a, this chance to um, connect up. I think a whole bunch of dots, and you know, starting from nine eleven and the uh, the Amerithrax you know, was a, uh, a new. I mean, Amerithrax was, um, I should say, being discussed prior to the planes, and the shit-stained web that led that it, it comes directly from nine eleven, and I, I don't think that there's any doubt now that we can look at SARS-CoV two, and I'm sure um, Charles w will agree with me that there's. Every, everything about SARS screams not live attenuated vaccine, not a um, science project for a uh, PhD or a postdoc. Um, there's far, there's far, far too much. Uh, how should we say physiological indicators in there that would um, put it into the area of dual use research of concern uh let's see my shekel is on dua twine dua twine um dua twine um some worshiping buffalo says i'm true heir to the throne <laughs> you don't want that I i'm telling you man you, you wouldn't want to be part of that zoo that is that cloying um 
yes but that's basically supremacist class in the uk that uh, again just uh clamor and try to always always just make sure that you can see their little co you know the bell pins of which order they belong to and uh, how they were how they were uh, touched on the hand by uh, the royal bloodlines such that their their heart and zeal would keep them warm on cold winter nights I, I'm <laughs> telling you man it's been a long time since I lived in the UK but it's 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 that reason <laughs> those bastards exist that I don't want to go back there and lit literally I can't go back there because I, because of the way that I'm so critical of that class and you know we had this discussion yesterday um for all her what would appear to be just symbolic power right she's not writing laws she's she's there people would make the argument as a it's it's um it's uh what do you call it like old-fashioned lights once that make lots of carbon dioxide and it's bloody hot. So, uh, Ryan's wife can kick his ass. Um, look, look, I'm. You know what? I'm happy that there's a there's another gaijin in Japan that probably thinks like me. I, that's great news. <laughs> it's a, it's a lonely path. Uh, Doctor Kev's uh, Zen, Zen <laughs> trek, <laughs> the spiritual trek, like Monkey King. And I don't, I don't have uh, Pigsy and uh, Fish Brain, whatever his name was. Uh, Dawson is not a joke, but it's going to be fucking interesting. Um, well, let's say I hope he, uh, I hope he comes on. Um, we did have, uh, we did have a time set. <laughs> Just. Uh... <laughs> Check uh, check this out. Um, oh, you can't see it. Uh, shout out, good doggy. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh my god, typical through always. Nineteen eighties. That's Kanazi from the nineteen eighties. Ashkenazi from the nineteen eighties. Uh, L seasons list. I don't know um, what that means. Uh, I guess Kev didn't like the Bowden speeches at the BNP. Look again. I I've never been to a BNP meeting. Uh, I like I say my claim to fame was literally bunging them fifty quid for when they were getting dragged through the courts uh, in the UK for talking about Islamic rape gangs. I grew up in an area of um, how should we say high high density islamic migration and i i got to see it up close how how they operated the um the violence that comes to the streets when you're not uh you're not a, not a slave to allah and um you know the the well, when your next door neighbor is part of a gang that beheads a young lad or virtually beheaded him, I don't think there was, there was just a few tendons left. Um, f 
three weeks after 9-11 and they're they're screaming cherish the blood uh <laughs> eulogizing eulogizing what they thought was uh the muslims striking a blow against the great satan when literally they were being played um and of course there was the rape gang issue where where i grew up peterborough was uh, one of those towns that just had a big problem everybody knew about it and so when Nick Griffin and Mark Collett were doing the rounds and they were gaining political foothold in the uh, in the Midlands, Yorkshire, those areas, Burnley. And these, these were towns where this rape phenomenon was, uh, you know, again, uh, a, well, you could... <laughs> You could rank it up there as a sort of war crime, I guess. Um, uh, let's see. Road Trader says, my granddad was an old labor, got me into the BMP. Yeah, and look, I, I would argue this. That's that's what the BMP were, as far as I could tell, politically. They were more to the left with respect to... Um, Like to, the, they wouldn't have sold off strategic assets like gas and electric and all, all the all the infrastructure that had been built by uh, Britain uh, by literally just the the scum class that I came from, and uh, that they they had a viewpoint that well you could make you could make the argument that oh. They just uh, they want to try and keep Britain white. Okay, um, is there is there anything wrong with that? Um, I'm down with trying to keep India brown. Same, same with Pakistan. I I support their right to uh, maintain in group preference. Uh, my nationalism will. I'm so pure in my nationalism that I'll extend it to uh, Israel. Right, they've carved off a little bit on the edge of the Mediterranean. Good, let them have it. Wall it in, let them have it, and make sure that they abide by international weapons treaties. How about that? And uh, everyone, everyone should, everyone should just simmer down a bit. Uh, the uh, <laughs> say, the uh, excitable jihadism on the borders maybe maybe tone it down a little bit but again what what do we know we know that israel is isn't sitting there passively um they're being very proactive in trying to um assert dominance in the area i think a lot of 9-11 was uh about bringing the us in to um physically dismantle the the countries that surround israel and uh what they perceived as a threat to their existence. I, I, I do think that there was a lot of that. And they're still clamoring for it now. They want they want Big Daddy uh, America to um, go in and uh, start war with uh, Iran. Let me just check that. Um, Skype. Boom. I'm banned on Discord. Uh, let's just see if I can call right this way.
Yo, Ryan. Howdy ho. What's up? How's it going, bro? Um, I was going to say, nice to speak to someone in the uh, same time zone. Yeah, for once, right? It's just like <laughs> you and the, some of the Aussies. Yeah, it's it's um, it's a bit of a dead time. Uh, well, actually, right now, usually it's okay. You can catch like the late night drunk crew in the US. And, um, That's my audience. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you, bro. <laughs> I hear you. Um, I'm I'm actually streaming my end as well. Um, I don't want to uh, um, sort of I don't know split audiences or anything. Um, but are you are you going live today on your stream or? Yeah, I was going to show them uh, how terrorists formed a nation today. Uh, how terrorists form a nation? You you mean Israel? I was just talking about Israel. Yeah. That's how terrorists formed a nation, and that's the nation of Israel. Yeah. So, um, well, so what's what's your sort of time frame, and uh, what would you? Well, usually this time, any day. Uh, well, not. I, I'm doing shit for 9/11, obviously, but like mm. after that, uh, I'm very. Oh shit! I think I'm supposed to do a show today. Yeah, with me, dude. <laughs> no, another no. I think I'm supposed to be on with uh, Rise to Liberty. Oh, well, I got you first. Did you? Yeah. I have no idea. So am I, am I doing a show with you now? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, well, I, like I say, I'm streaming. I thought it was your. We were your stream. I thought we were going to be doing, but I I just streamed it anyway. My my audience is. Um, excited to hear that i'm talking with you um, yeah we can stream let me um you want me to restream it uh up, up to you dude i i don't mind um are we talking about it again is this september 11th so i have so many people ask me for interviews i don't even know what it is this yeah. is real shit or what, what are you yeah. Doing? <laughs> yeah no this is the real deal um so we can we can start from 9 11 this is about how we're in essentially next generation warfare right now um you could probably look at 9 11 as when it really began to kick off you can look at the bio patriot act um how it deals with uh what they defined as um bio warfare terrorist terroristic acts think merithrax etc and um you know i'm conscious of people having covid fatigue right now but um there's a whole bunch of uh how should we say molecular fingerprints in sars which would indicate that they're um there's a but let's let's put it this way there's a particular group who are at far less risk than other so there's a there's very much racial specificity component to SARS and I'll talk about that in PNAC the goal of making such a thing oh yeah yeah and it goes back a long way Project Coast um, this is uh, it's it's been a let's say a dream for a long time and they they're probably they probably got to the point where they, I don't know, you know, how much their hand was forced with respect to timing, etc. Who knows all the, all those details? Maybe maybe you can explain those to me. Um, but uh, yeah, there's there's one group who are who have what we call advantageous polymorphisms in their genome, which would um, provide some degree of protection. 
um, against the spike protein. And um, have a guess uh, who that might be. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> so, do it, we have to do that every time we censor. It's the uh, we. It's, it's the Zog whistle. Okay, that's it. I, I was uh, I used to be on your Discord, and then my Discord got nuked. Mine too, twice. And uh, yeah, I've, I've had a few few nuked, and the I still use it. I find it. I still find it a very useful tool. Um, and you know, so I I speak about SARS-CoV-2 from the biowarfare perspective, um, and. Yeah, it's it means constant um, bans from it, all, all the platforms. They pulled my banking with PayPal mm -hmm. not so long ago, and you know I I, I think that this is important um, information to get out there. People need to understand the mechanism of what it is that you're fighting, and I would I would put it in the it's it's not so much the acute effects, but that there are longer term. It's cumulative. Yes, yes, very much so. And people people need to understand what those disease mechanisms are. And I can tell you that um, it it revolves around. You, you understand what Creutzfeldt, um, Yakov, Macau, those types of diseases are. Um, they're called spongiform encephalopathies, chronic wasting disease, that type of thing in deer. I'm trying to set up cozy home. Yeah, no worries. I, I, I'll, I'll just keep. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, all, 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 all my chat saying is is uh, is Dawson on? Um, yes, I'm speaking to speaking to Ryan right now. He's he's trying to get his his stream uh ready and um whilst whilst we're doing that i, I get fuck it up i'll just i will send me a link when this is done and i'll just upload it to all my stuff because like sure. I, sure. I will i don't have a tech person i do but they're not awake till like 4 p.m japan time so it's, <laughs> okay. it's useless because like well i always need someone in the morning when i stream you're never there um do you, do you want to just throw out the link for this street and then yeah, give me the link on skype and i'll pass it out yeah so let me just uh do that um do, do you have a preference of because uh, i stream across a whole bunch of platforms there is youtube and uh rumble and my own you streaming talk about this on youtube are you insane um i do it all the time dude they just if they just keep schwacking accounts i just keep making new ones um mm. but Okay. I, I'm not promoting YouTube. Let's give me the uh, Rumble link, I guess. Uh, yeah, just with me. Fuck YouTube. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you a funny one. Uh, for... So my last sort of larger channel, I just sort of crawled it back over. I was getting up to a thousand people. And um, I, I didn't have... I had one strike on it. And then they they just blew the channel out of the water. And the reason given wasn't... Um, usually, usually they try to um, 
pin it on sort of uh, medical misinformation. If I'm if I'm speaking about the gene transfection technologies for your chats do this so there's a there's a whole bunch of links and boom um so i have my own it's been it's forced me to build my own streaming platform it looks far cooler than that cozy tv um, yeah it looks pretty cool <laughs> let's rumble all right let's see i'll share that in telegram hold on <clears throat> Uh, so whilst um, Brian is doing that, so look, I, what I, I'll say to people, I, I've I've sort of spoke to Ryan before um, a few times, like on on his Discord when it was still active, and then uh, in Telegram, and you know, I was saying, oh, we need we need to stream, etc. And um, it just you know, when you when you're doing this as a uh, full-time gig uh, you, you, you're just swamped with um, stuff to do and as Brian was pointing out it, you know you, you need pe other people's help just to sort of put links out and um, well even things like uh, moderate channels etc the um, I'm ready to go. For me, it's all the haters, like from Alex Jones. Like, if you don't tell people there's a bomb in every window, they're like, "Oh, you're a fucking government shill." <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, what can I say? The the that part of that world is um, they they they're, they're looking for the adrenaline of it all the time, right? Uh, of the, the I I call it sort of Armageddon fetishism that yeah, these people have. Some of it's gym stairs, but a lot of it's like, ooh, I heard this first, and I went and told everybody I know. And mm. then if you have to walk that back, you look like an idiot, so their only choice is to double down. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And we, we see that around but SARS. Like, you don't look like an idiot. You are well you know it's a it's, it's a sign of um you know, cognitive flexibility that should you realize that you've made a mistake that you can course correct right that's that's the whole point of trying to do objective well, me, before we start a show yeah. uh usually i got three kids one no, me too dude just, what are you yeah, well, my well, like baby though he's supposed to have school today but didn't because one student got corona, so they canceled the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, they're so doing I, that. I just have to watch him long enough for my wife to go to the bakery and back, and then we're ready to roll. Yeah, no, no worries, dude. Um, we're in the the same situation here. So my uh, wife's um, teacher and um, free free teachers last week went down with COVID. All all within a day of each other, and some kids as well. But they didn't close. The, the schools from what i understand so they they i think they sort of finished early that day but then people were back sort of the next day what have you so they've been they've been pretty chill uh about it here and uh, you know just as well osaka and tokyo have lost their minds so i have to watch him so she can go to the store and as soon as she gets back i'll skype you and we're ready to roll 
sure. And uh, dude, yeah, it's you know three kids in Japan. Um, I'm I've, I feel like I might have. How old are your kids? Uh, so the eldest is eleven, then uh, eight and seven. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a good age because they they they'll do they'll still do as they're told and uh, they're um, you know they 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 want daddy's attention still so it's kind of uh, um, yeah it's a, it's a good time so yeah, you you want to hang up and then uh, I'll just wait for you to call back um, yep. in in a minute so all right I'll speak to you in a minute bro see you. Um, let's just see, let's see if I can just, um, bring on Commander Rixie. Maybe, maybe we can bring him into the conversation. Uh, where did, where did, uh, where did I go? Zoom, 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 zoom. Charles, are you there? Uh, if not, we can. Um, uh, we'll, we'll we'll wait on. Does that work? Does it? Copy email, I think. Yeah. Just just say just say hi to Charles because Charles is, um, well, he's up sticks and um, moved <laughs> moved across the country, so I haven't been able to speak to Charles in a while. Um, there's four kids in that house. <laughs> Cheers, Punjabi. What? what can I say? Uh, get Burgle in. He will. Uh, I don't. I don't want to um, crush right. I, I want to have a discussion with him. It's um, it's kind of funny how people get, you know, the I, I don't know the a viewpoint about someone and you know if if it's my first time talking with someone i'll be perfectly polite it's like um dipshit hippie sasha stone right first time i spoke to him when it was just me and him um I, it was perfectly cordial conversation um put us into a situation where you're going to try and jam scientific uh absurdities down my throat well, then, then we're talking about a uh, different, uh, different beast, as it were. And uh, anyway, I don't know. I don't know if Charles will, will pop on, but um, it, it'd be kind of cool because, again, Charles, Charles has been on a mission. Basically, Charles is in there speaking to the top of the top of the food chain with respect to people who want a proper investigation into SARS-CoV-2 origins and the from my perspective as I as I said on the TNT interview yesterday was that we um, that debate is done once once Jeffrey Sachs admitted that they were all colluding they all had conflicts of interest um but we know that they're lying through their teeth and this is a um the the, the debate should move on right right now it should be about getting these people into courts courts of law or whatever 
uh, what's the what's the mechanism in the US? Uh, where Senate, like Senate hearings. What's that called? It's got doesn't it have a special name. Um, let's see. Uh, I get it. Everyone gets free strikes. Uh, yeah. Look. Um, and I I've watched a lot of Ryan's work, right? The stuff around 9-11 and yeah, people reminded me of the stuff about um, Maxwell and Epstein. And that plays into SARS-CoV-2 as well. Um, I don't, I don't think there are, uh, you don't have to warp the hypothetical frameworks like Robert O. Young does to squeeze in his hobby horse of 5G and uh, graphene oxide antennas being pushed into your body. So um, the, how would you say, the, I can learn a lot, right? And if there's a, if there's a chance for you to learn something from someone who's, who's done work, who's literally spent the time reading source material uh, that I haven't read, I want to sit down and I want to learn from that person. I say, I would consider it just damn rude. If you, <laughs> I was talking to you, you hadn't read the scientific papers and worked on the biology like I had, and, and you just ran off. Like I said, you did a sort of Robert, Robert Young. Um, then, you know, it would be, it would be bad form. And, like I say, I've I've got questions that I can ask of um, Ryan, and you know what what does he think about this? And we know we know that Epstein had all these links with Harvard, MIT. Um, you know, of course, we can probably drag in a bit of uh, Charles Lieber and that sort of thing. Um, uh, no worries. Let's see. Rogue Trader says I might be able to get you on a stream with Morgos Review and James Dellingpole. Yeah, look, I would I would happily speak to James Dellingpole. There is someone who's had to swallow black pill after black pill to uh, and is now finding himself in a world that is uh, completely alien to him because ev every institute that he'd um, ideologically aligned himself to has shown shown itself to be utterly useless and basically contemptible uh in how they behave and act and look i don't i don't have to be sitting here getting sweary all the time i do that as part of the more um casual like I said, casual racism and misogyny um it's funny for me it's you know it's low denominator um humor but i'm not i'm not sitting there working out jokes minute i'm not doing a fucking joe rogan <laughs> writing down joke after joke right so off off the cuff um as you say um the, the casual the casual uh dip the casual dip into the uh the anti-woke uh pool is makes for easy uh humor and people people seem to like it so 
Um, DJ says writing jokes and planning them is terribly gay. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But then look, look, if it's your living, right, and y you've got to make a polished, uh, I don't know, 45 minutes, an hour long um, set, I, I kind of get it. You you want to sort of work out premises, and you know I'm I'm pretty sure that there are some comics who don't need to do that. But then I I kind of imagine old uh, old Joe being uh, as you would say very uh, he wants to be fastidious and organised uh, in everything in in his life, disciplined, right? And you, you sort of see that in his uh, devotion to well what whatever sort of hobby it is that he, he he gets into i guess and I, I don't think you can blame him uh too much uh in that respect but the uh, for, for what i do which is just flop down in front of a camera and um start oh shit i've got to um let me just do let's go send a message uh real quick because the kids are supposed to have supposed to have um, religious class let's do this let me just do uh, this Bear with me, folks. Um, and you know, look, there's there's another example of you know why why I've come to love doing what I'm what I'm doing, which is, you know, there, there are people that step forward to help in, in, in a myriad of ways. And, you know, Miss Gale, who, um, you know, she, she came on and she gave as good as she, she was going to give Burgle a piece of her mind. She's volunteered to sort of um, sit with my kids to do um, Bible study. Um, sort of Sunday school type activities. We do it on Saturday mornings. Um, but she she devotes some time uh, every week to teaching kids, teaching my kids the stuff that I learned culturally. And um, I, I'm not in a position to be able to do that for my kids, right? I could I could give like a two to three sentence summary of a few Bible stories that I know and maybe maybe spin out the Christmas yarn uh, a little bit. But, you know, again, when you do this, you meet lots, lots and lots of people um, who help in all sorts of ways, whether it's sharing the links, uh, chucking me a coffee, uh, chucking Simon a uh, Mackie D's. Um, I think he's got to stop those. And um, don't you slack off that burgle? How why would I slag off burgle? But the um, that you know that that was a sort of epic discussion after speaking with um, Christopher Bjorkness, 
and you know i i understand the uh, the idea and premise that Bjerknes brings which is that when dealing with this sort of multi-generational conspiratorial entity i guess for want of a better description have they set it up because we've maybe repeated this cycle a whole bunch of times that they've convinced they've convinced uh, the rest of the world that they should but you should all be you should all be bowing down to uh <laughs> to to a jew who tells you to turn the other cheek when someone's coming and uh <laughs> reaming your missus <laughs> just turn the other cheek here have that one i just cuck myself a bit more um i i get all those arguments i find it incredibly fascinating i'm not a uh religious um scholar in any way whatsoever and but i do like those metaphysical debates and um burgle has some very strong opinions in in that domain he, he understands and can quote from the scriptures in this instance, his um, how should we say his his um, he's our bookkeeper, he's our ar archivist, and that debate was fascinating to me. And again, Miss Miss Gale and also Paul, of course, um, being part of that um, very very epic discussion, Sufyan as well, um, all bringing a component of. Uh, experience and uh, perception of the oh, well, very, very, very complex um, problem, and I, I see the strengths, merits, and weaknesses in in every side. Now, look, my kids are culturally isolated here in japan okay they don't um we don't have family here we'd, we're, we're just a little nucleus of a of a family just trying to put down roots and um they don't get involved in what would be uh, what i would consider the normal japanese uh i, I don't know like holiday type uh, cultural events that are baked in uh, to japanese society and so, um, you know, I'm thoroughly grateful um, for people like Miss Gale who, who will spend time to explain these stories that I had explained to me as a kid. I still have, you could argue, an Abrahamic framework through which that I perceive much of the world. Now, it's been eye-opening to me to live in asia where it's not a thing well unless you're in korea then then it's a then it's a issue but um ryan has said he goes to church i guess for the kids um yeah the only churches around where i am are all brazilian so there's no english um churches and so i'm i'm happy that my kids are learning these bible stories right because it's a point of contact that I can say to them, oh, when I was your age, I had to learn about that. Can you? And, and I, I ask my kids to tell me about the Bible story that they learned that day. 
and then you know they'll ask questions and I'll, I'll try my best to answer and usually it's a case of well I don't really know and but that's you know I, I, I want my kids to have an understanding of God and I you know it's possible to look at that concept through varying prisms but I, I I think it's important to establish in the in the mind of a child that there is this greater moral framework around which we operate. And me as the father and the family head, as sort of uh, as the personification of that in in their worldview. And I tell them that Daddy has a father too, and I'm. I'm not scared, but I want to, I want to please my father. Like my kids want to please me. And if that means putting it in, in the context of, um, the biblical studies, I'm okay with that because I don't have any other options. I'm not, I'm not going to be there, uh, teaching my, uh, kids, um, I don't know, Shinto, Shinto rituals and mindfulness and how to bonsai garden. I can't do that. Uh, Brazilian churches are the Catholic or Protestant. They're, they're, uh, they would say, I would say that the majority are Catholic where I am. There's a lot of Brazilians in Japan and they're centered around where I, um, where I'm based and which is kind of a blessing in disguise because it means that the civil um, structures, the, the municipalities, etc., are um, more helpful in dealing with people who don't speak Japanese. So I can go to the city office and there will be an English translator there for me who will help me navigate anything that I need to do. I mean, I try to um, try to avoid it as much as possible. Uh, DJ says, it's eye-opening to learn about what the OG believes the Bible is based on and how they're not always accurate, like heaven that was originally just a king in earth ushering a utopian age with dead being resurrected from their skeletons. Um, I'm not the only round eye. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I'm, I'm hoping so. Uh, so I'll just keep the thing up for Ryan and hope. Oh. Actually, you know what? I don't have, all, all I've got is coffee and I'm, I feel myself getting hoarse. So um, just allow me to run and get some um, stuff to actually, <laughs> normal, normal, normal fluids water let me just uh, quick quick commercial break folks give me two seconds
Thank you. Uh, uh, right, where were we? Water is for plebs, coffee all the way. Look, look, I've only just started drinking coffee again. I'd given it up for quite some time and but I realize uh, if a, a good jolt of coffee in the morning, I get more done. <laughs> I do get more done, but uh, Ryan's streaming on Cozy TV, Dawson. All right, so is he just started? New York carrying 15,000 illegal immigrants stopped in Venice for outfitting. There was an underwater explosion. Haganah immediately blamed it on Arab terrorists, but it wasn't the case. On July 18, 1946, the SS Exodus, which was carrying illegal Jewish immigrants to Palestine, was intercepted by the British HMS Ajax and returned to Haifa, and then the refugees were deported back to Europe. In 1951, it was revealed to David Balfour by the first director of the Mossad, Rovin Shiloh, in a report signed by Menachem Begin, plans for the Pallium, the naval unit of Haganah, to sabotage HMS Ajax. It was to show the British that British intelligence was neither omnipotent or infallible. However, perhaps they underestimated British caution as a ship was moved from its berth in Haifa to Malta. Menachem Begin, who in 1946 was the leader of the Stern Gang, famous for shooting up Palestinian villages, which also blew up the British embassy in Rome, destroyed half the building, became Israel's sixth prime minister. He is also the founder of the Likud party. You see with Ben-Gurion and Moshe Sharet and Menachem Begin all having terrorist roots and all being Israeli prime ministers, that Israel's terrorist beginnings were not just a few bad apples. With the IDF flowing neatly from Haganah's Palmach and Burcha units, with all the same officers in charge, Israel did not simply start with terrorism and then switch over to form a state for Holocaust victims. Israel's founders are all terrorists at the core, and their activities never. What else says? This seems like recorded, so maybe. Um... Ryan still getting ready. Einstein, who was offered the first presidency of Israel, I assume for credibility purposes, steadfastly refused it and spoke out against having a Jewish state. Having a Jewish state was as silly as having a Jewish bus or Jewish chair. Whatever early Zionist movement seeking a safe homeland for Jewish refugees that had begun was quickly taken over by religious fanatics and psychopaths. Einstein and other prominent Jews all signed a letter to the paper of record, the New York Times, which called Menachem Begin a terrorist. On December 4, 1948, Albert Einstein, Hannah Arendt, Sidney Hook, and other prominent anti-Zionist Jews wrote a letter to the New York Times stating, among the most disturbing political phenomena of our times is the emergence in the newly created state of Israel of the Freedom Party, Likud. 
a political party closely akin in its organization, methods, political philosophy, and social appeal to the Nazi and fascist parties. It was formed out of the membership and following of the former Ergun Zivaligam, a terrorist right-wing chauvinist organization in Palestine. The current visit of Menachem Begin, leader of this party, to the United States is obviously calculated to give the impression of American support for his party in the coming Israeli elections and to cement political ties with conservative Zionist elements in the United States. Several Americans of national repute have lent their names to welcome his visit. It is inconceivable that those who oppose fascism throughout the world, if correctly informed as to Begin's political record and perspectives, could add their names and support to the movement he represents. Before irreparable damage is done by way of financial contributions, public manifestations in Begin's behalf, and the creation in Palestine of an impression that a large segment of America supports fascist elements in Israel, the American public must be informed as to the record and objectives of Mr. Begin and his movement. The public avowals of Begin's party are no guide whatever to its actual character. Today they speak of freedom, democracy, and anti-imperialism, whereas until recently they openly preached the doctrine of the fascist state. It is in its actions that the terrorist party betrays its real character. From its past actions we can judge what it may be expected to do in the future. Attack on an Arab village. A shocking example was their behavior in the Arab village of Dir Yassin. This village, off the main roads and surrounded by Jewish lands, had taken no part in the war and had even fought off Arab bands who wanted to use the village as their base. On April 9th, terrorist bands attacked this peaceful village, which was not a military objective in the fighting, killed most of the inhabitants, 240 men, women, and children and kept a few of them alive to parade as captives through the streets of Jerusalem. Most of the Jewish community was horrified at the deed, and the Jewish agency sent a telegram of apology to King Abdullah of Transjordan. But the terrorists, far from being ashamed of their act, were proud of this massacre, publicized it widely, had invited all the foreign correspondents present in the country to view the heaped corpses and the general havoc of Dir Yassin. The Dir Yassin incident exemplifies the character and actions of the Freedom Party. Within the Jewish community, they have preached an admixture of ultranationalism, religious mysticism, and racial superiority. Like other fascist parties, they have been used to break strikes and have themselves pressed for the destruction of free trade unions. In their stead, they have proposed corporate unions on the Italian fascist model. During the last years of sporadic anti-British violence, the IZL and Stern groups inaugurated a reign of terror in the Palestine Jewish community. Teachers were beaten up for speaking against them. Adults were shot for not letting their children join them. By gangster methods, beatings, window smashings, and widespread robberies, the terrorists intimidated the population and exacted a heavy tribute. This is the unmistakable stamp of a fascist party for whom terrorism against Jews, Arabs, and British alike and misrepresentation are a means and a leader state is the goal. In light of the foregoing considerations, it is imperative that the truth about Mr. Begin and his movement be known in this country. It is all the more tragic that the top leadership of American Zionism has refused to campaign against Begin's efforts or even to expose its own constituents to the dangers 
to Israel from support to Begin. Well, you don't have to be Einstein to know that Menachem Begin was a terrorist. Eight days after Ajax had intercepted the SS Exodus, Zionist terrorists bombed the King David Hotel, killing 91 people. It was at the time the worst terrorist attack not at sea in the 20th century. It wasn't surpassed until the Oklahoma City bombing of 1995. The King David Hotel wasn't the last hotel bombing either. The Samiramis Hotel was bombed two years later, killing a couple dozen people. In August 1946, a Pelham terrorist operative with the codename Marshalik bombed the British ship Empire Haywood while it was in Haifa Harbor. Haganah had set up a company called TAS, which smuggled dynamite into Palestine. Many American Jews willingly collaborated with Jewish terrorists to illegally ship arms to Palestine. Hashtag, they in always come through. Nissan Leviathan, the Pallium commander in France, who had also worked in a human trafficking unit, the Birchaw of Haganah, chose one Dove Mills to set up a bomb on the ship named Empire Rival. Dove recruited one Gerald Ludeau as a cohort, and they snuck dynamite into the ship's kitchen, similar to what Mardor had done with his first bomb attempt on the Patria. They then moved the dynamite into the ship's bilge area. The plan was to blow it up after it docked in Hamburg. However, the British sent bomb squads onto the, all three ships that arrived and discovered the dynamite before the timer had blown them up there was about 10 kilo of dynamite. Of course, we all know that after becoming the State of Israel, that the terrorist gangs now formed into the state institutions did not stop committing terrorism or blowing up ships. Old Lyndon Baines Johnson, the nephew of a ZOA member, was sleeping with Matilda Krim, an Ergun terrorist, the night and morning of the Six-Day War. It was in that war that the Israelis covertly attacked an American ship, the USS Liberty, in unmarked planes and tried to blame it on the Egyptians. But that's a topic for a future film. Fascism. Yo. Yeah, names and documents right there. That is just sort of a precursor to Numec. If you didn't see the first day on Cozy, Numec, N U M E C, is on Rumble. You can watch it over there. You can tell also as time goes on that the production value of the films keeps getting better and better, culminating with the Numec, which is the most recent film. What does 07 mean? People keep saying 07 Dawson. Is that I don't speak Zoomer or Basement, so I need somebody to translate. But that film, The Jewish State or How Terrorists Formed a Nation, you know, until we had things like Bit Shoot, Cozy, uh, Rumble, Odyssey, there was nowhere to put this stuff. I got kicked off Vimeo for it. Stole my money too. It means salute. Oh, I get it. Like a head and an arm. Okay, cool. 
yeah you know i don't know this stuff uh y'all are gonna have to teach me the the emoji lingo and whatever what i do know is history you know and mardor and these bastards Benguria and the rest of them uh you keep seeing these names over and over again you like as this was going on as jewish terrorists were blowing up hotels and boats and embassies you had more of them over in the united states stealing highly enriched uranium and none of this is in your school ever not gonna be none of this is on tv uh you're not allowed to talk about this on twitter facebook youtube right to learn who rules over you, just see who you're not allowed to criticize, right? That's Kevin Alfred Strom quote, often misattributed to Voltaire. Voltaire's still Chad, though. You know, the only way you're going to get this info is through true free speech, true alternative media. Now, there are books written about it. I mean, how the hell did I come across it, right? But you, how do you even know what you don't know? You don't even know to look for it until somebody can at least put their foot in the door these people terrorist groups created a state and they're still committing acts of terrorism they're bombing Syria this week again there's a foreign state bombed another country not in the news not in the news not on ABC was it on CBS not on Fox not on CNN not on MSNPC they're not going to cover it someone just posted a spinning squirrel I don't think they're ready for squirrel level. Let's, let's get a rainbow frog in here. I talked that over with the A&C people. Like, should we should we drop some squirrel, squirrel knowledge on the cozy kids? And we're getting there. We're, <clears throat> we're building it up. I don't think they can handle that yet. Like, they're red-pilled on a lot of stuff. But, you know, that is like knock you out of your chair level stuff so we'll hmm. I think we can work up to it um, but I asked around and everyone's like no nah they're not ready you're not gonna not gonna be able to deal with that yet but if you see this squirrel behind me some of you know what I'm talking about some of you don't we have to speak in code we have I have my little gab frog here had that a long time too gab's been good on free speech the problem is, you know, people are addicted to Twitter and it's hard to pry their eyeballs off of there. You know, Parler got banned, Getter bans people. Gab's the only Twitter-esque type thing with free speech. Should I not call them cozy kids? Well, you know, if you're a Zoomer, I could be your father, so I get to say kid. <laughs> I, I won't, I'm not doing that in a patronizing way. It's like the boys, the kids, it's, uh, you're not really a boy, you're a man, whatever, but you know what I mean? We're not going to do language policing here. It's a cozy and odyssey. We don't do that. Yeah. A lot of people watch me get censored in real time. Okay. So we had some power chats. I think that's what the super Mario coin noise was. There's nothing on entropy yet. Uh, I don't think we're streaming on odyssey today. I don't know. Maybe we are, but in the power chats, we have. Mike C. <clears throat> Mike, and then the letter C says, Good to see you on here, Ryan. Been following you for over 10 years, but lately haven't till now. Well, it's because I disappeared from the everything. Even Raina Kawa had her YouTube destroyed. Chalkboard Warrior was destroyed. 
all our backups got wiped out of the same day. It was a blanket ban. And of course, I'm already banned on Instagram and Meta and Facebook and Twitter and Vimeo and PayPal and Patreon and MySpace and LiveLeak and just on down the list. It's like 32 things. Dale Frickentree drops in a dead Andrew Jackson and says, monetary elbow drop on Cozy. If you're going to do an elbow drop, you're going to have to summon either Randy Savage or Kyrie Zane because those two did it the best. If you Zoomers don't know who Randy Savage is, you're missing it. <clears throat> he was uh, <laughs> quite the character. Why aren't you banned on TikTok? I've been banned on TikTok a bunch of times. I don't think my current one's banned, although it has had three videos removed because I practically never use it. Um, and if you don't put any videos on there, it's hard to get banned. But yeah, I've been booted from TikTok. Yeah, I was like, why even put the effort in? If I put the effort in, they're just going to erase it. So I put very kosher, super safe things on TikTok. And they already removed a video I did on, uh, I think it was September 11th stuff. You know, we can talk about the Saudis, but you can't talk about the Israelis. So I have stuff on there about the Saudis. But I don't have stuff on there about the Israelis because they would get the boots. Here comes the power chat. Uh, well, I heard the coin, but it hasn't showed up in the thing yet. Oh, here it is. Would you ever speak at AFPAC, AFPAC, America First Pack? Well, if I was invited, but the other th issue there is, uh, you know, I live in Japan. I guess some of you don't know that, but <clears throat> I'm pretty far away. It's a pretty expensive trip, so there'd have to almost be something else I had to do in the U.S. that I could make money on. Um, but if I got asked, I'm not going to go. If I was asked to speak, yeah, I would do that. But that's not up to me. So, you know, I've been saying America first, second, and third. Mark Rivera and I have been saying that on RBN before that GCN for about 17 years. Um, that was the slogan for a long time was you need to put America first, second, and third. You can go back and look at my 4th of July videos. I always burn an Israeli flag every year and say, put America first, second, and third. So that is an ideology that we would agree on. I think some of the other uh, speakers don't really like me, but I don't think they really know me. I think they're getting information from shit libs, uh, and it's all lies. I hate liberals. I think it's a disease, it's a mental disorder. They should have America first in Japan. No, that doesn't make sense. Japan first. Well, Japan does put itself first. That's why it has a functional first world country. They yep. shore up their borders. Yep. 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 They don't have a welfare state. <clears throat> yep. You know, they're not going to war with the Middle East. They actually aided Syria. Yep. They aided the PA in Palestine, too. Yep, yep, yep. They have cucked on Ukraine a little bit, though. That's because they've had conflict with Russia since World War II when Russia annexed a couple islands north of Hokkaido. <clears throat> Do we get another power chat? Well, I heard the bell, so... Come on, folks. Send Doc a power here. chat. You can do it. Streamlabs. Streamlabs. Let's take on uh, 
Stuck on yes, um, from somebody says any dollar idea dollar. when the next meetup in the states will take place I have an idea um, depends if I am chosen to speak at the next uh, libertarian Ron Paul conference which Daniel McAdams you know kind of said off the like off the cuff on four horsemen yeah you should come because it's the anti-censorship conference and who better than myself to talk about getting censored it's in texas it's not until november and i don't think they're even decided choosing speakers yet but if that's the case i definitely would go talk at the ron paul conference definitely want to talk about censorship and i have a place to stay in lake jackson texas for free which cuts down on the cost i just have to pay for the flight so the next meetup would be in November, whenever that conference is, if I'm speaking. If not, then I'm not flying back to the U.S. There might be a meetup in December, but not in the States. It would be I'd be going to London and then Dublin. Same thing I did before trying to get my YouTube channel back, which worked last time. So we'll try that again. Got to meet with Sean Atwood and some other people who live in Britain anyway. Maybe I should give them the Patria film. That's one I'd like to remake if you're a graphic designer or do that kind of stuff. Like, it's not bad how it is, but we could sharpen it up. Del Frickin' Tree sends in 20 and says, All hail Varg. Yep. Varg from Norway was or is a moderator for ANC Report, but he's taking a break and he'll be back uh, in October. So, I mean, he's been doing it all year, so he's got to take a break. But yeah, Varg is awesome. Uh, Norway is going to have a rough winter. All of Europe is. With the supply chain down and their sanctions on natural gas, which affects fertilizer, their shortages on wheat and other agricultural products. Uh, and then, of course, they're really shooting themselves in the foot for their electrical needs, both with the sanctions on Russia and their cucking to ESGs uh, with your BlackRock and your vanguard they'll make a lot of money but europeans are going to freeze they won't be able to pay their electric bills you're going to have to have power outages brownouts blackouts and food is going to be extremely expensive bravo that's what you get for following ukraine but hey man you got to help zelensky and groisman and seven of the governors of ukraine you know, because that's in European interest and everything. They shouldn't have bombed Donbass. The, the U.S. openly, blatantly had a coup d'etat in 2014. Okay? They put Yatsnik in there and Poroshenko after that, Zelensky after that. Ukraine doesn't have its own sovereignty. It's sold out to a particular tribe, we'll say, who's sending... Ukrainian women down to Tel Aviv to be locked in brothels and forced into prostitution. We haven't done the f talk on the sex slave trade from Israel yet, have we? Well, that's, I don't know if they're ready for that either, but yeah. Uh, we're going to have to have to do an Epstein show. We're going to have to do a Ihor Kolomoisky show. We're going to have to do a Peter Nygaard show and get into all the kitty fiddling and blackmail in the U.S. I have a nine and a half hour marathon on that. Uh, talk and a giant Epstein map that you can get from a website, which, which I'd really appreciate you buying the maps because 
that's how we finance the whole operation that's how you get the movies and stuff so <laughs> yeah Larry Flint whatever <clears throat> alright I'm checking this and Odyssey and uh let's see Mike C says uh why do you think Eric Hunt changed his tune? Well, I don't have to guess. He changed his tune because of me. Um, okay, we'll rewind. So, Eric Hunt was a Holocaust revisionist. I actually hosted a debate between him and Fritzberg. It was like three hours long. It's been yanked from the everywhere. That's something I could stream if y'all are interested because Cozy doesn't care what we say about the Holocaust. But, you know, <laughs> there was nowhere to put that. So... But he wasn't supposed to debate him. We were trying to set up a debate between David Cole or David Stein and Eric Kunt. Sorry if this is too inside baseball. David Cole's revisionist, Eric Kunt's a revisionist, but they had different revisionist positions, okay? And <clears throat> Cole places the death count around 3 million. So congratulations, David Cole. He figured out how to piss off both sides. The 6 million crowd's mad. And the like Ernst Zundel crowd is also mad. He's like, three million, no way. So anyway, Cole didn't want to do it. He was like, well, give him, you know, <clears throat> he he was just thinks Eric Hunt's schizophrenic and whatever. And uh, so I was arguing on his behalf with Eric on Skype. Like I was like, well, Cole's going to say blah, blah, blah. Cause I've read all his books. I talked to David all the time. I was like, he's going to talk about the Cole her report and he's going to say this. He's going to say that. And going over it with Eric hunt. And we kind of changed each other's minds. Like he brought me his direction. I brought him my direction. And so then he called off the debate with Cole because he was like, no longer believe the same things he did about Auschwitz Birkenau. Thanks to me. But I was just really, borrowing heavily arguments from David Cole and so whatever and then the coup de grace was he was making a film in response to that retarded film about Deborah Lipstadt the hell was it called they're talking about the holes that has the guy that played the rat in Harry Potter played David Irving y'all know what I'm talking about what's the name of it it's not defamation is it it was like it doesn't matter whatever so Germar Rudolph, who's the chemist who was thrown in jail because he got the wrong answers when he looked at, not wrong, but I mean, they were, his, they were the unacceptable answers, I'll just say. Denial, that's what the name of the movie was, yeah. So he's making a response to Denial. <clears throat> and Eric Hunt's doing all the movie stuff. And, you know, he did the Maidonic Gas Chamber hoax. He did films on Treblinka. He's done a lot of work, all of which he... He's walked away from now, but part of it was my fault, I guess, <laughs> giving him Cole's arguments and like playing devil's advocate, which, you know, if he had, I would have done the same thing for David. I would say, well, Eric's going to say this. I would play devil's advocate and been on the revision side, whatever. But so I talked to Eric and then he does all this work on the movie side of denial. And then Gamar Rudolph's like, oh, uh, I don't like it going chronologically this direction. Let's do it the other way. So it'd be like if I made a giant 9-11 film that started from the dry runs in 1999 all the way to the anthrax attack and the war in Iraq, and then someone turned to me and says, no, let's go the other way. Let's start with the war of the rock and go backwards. Well, then I'd have to redo the whole fucking thing. And 
Gamar not being a movie person doesn't understand you can't just like switch all the stuff around in the timeline it doesn't work like that and Eric was like no effing way I'm not I just finished this film there's no way I'm now you're gonna be like oh reverse it and got really pissed off at Gamar so those two had a, a personal falling out and that is what I think really pushed him over the edge he was like I'm just done I'm done with revisionism He's, you know, the guy has been banned on everything. He can't even live in the U.S. He's cut off from his family. He's paid the fucking price. And then on top of that, as soon as he walks away from it, all the Kodo people and stuff turn on him and shit on him too. Which I think is just crap. You don't know how much your life gets turned upside down from being a Holocaust revisionist or even being associated to Holocaust revisionist. I do. I know how that is. I get caught. I get labeled a denier and all this crap which I'm not and I have to pay the price anyway for even talking to these people and I'm like there should be a redemption arc whatever if someone changes their mind okay they thought this now they don't done nope nope he'll never be allowed it doesn't matter what he does or how much he shuns his previous work he will never be accepted and now he's cut off from the Kodo people too. So, which is a shame. Eric's a cool guy. He's, I consider him a friend. He, uh, you know, he's got to live abroad and he's, um, he's very good at his, his art and his film work and stuff. And, you know, they, they turned his life upside down. He grabbed the wrong guy in an elevator, you know, like it was just, that's what happens when you get red pilled too fast and so you know a lot of these people did him dirty and using his work and his arguments and he isn't giving credit and it, it doesn't benefit you at all and he's banned on everything even google wallet like crypto is the only thing he had left gets banned on the exchanges i'm also banned on the exchanges i'm like i feel for the guy i'm like that sucks and all these people man these people i don't care if it's like Dr. David Duke or the people on the National Alliance or Mike Enoch or whatever, like they've been completely depersoned because of historical opinion. That's fucked. And yet nothing happens to these 9-11 deniers, the people that act like there's no airplanes and stuff. Finally, something happened to a Sandy Hook denier. Alex Jones got sued, but he'll just move his money around, whatever. But Anyway, that's the uh, the quick answer on Eric Clint, and I, I know a lot more, but I don't know how to explain it without revealing personal shit about everybody involved, which I'm not going to do. So anyway, that's that. <laughs> Any other questions? <laughs> I don't know if they're ready for the squirrels. I've done my own work on that topic on the holo... Let's see, it's a power jet. I heard the ding. I refresh the board. Well, I guess it'll come up. Oh, there it is on screen. That's the same question. Oh no! That can you explain David Cole's argument for three million? Is that also your opinion? Well, how about I just post the interview with David Cole where he explains it himself? I mean, that's I think the last interview we did. What sucked is in the middle of that interview, my mic went out. I think what the wire like was out of the thing. I fucking hate tech shit. So 
can I explain that? Yeah, I can. It's just I'm supposed to do a 9-11 interview in like two minutes, and I just don't have the energy to explain all of David Cole's Holocaust arguments. And I feel like it's also better to get it straight from the source. Um, is that my opinion, too? Well, I, hmm, I understand his reasoning, but I have some questions because I have looked at the migrants who showed up very much alive later and Israel, uh, Yemen, Turkey, Iraq. Uh, we don't have info in the Soviet Union, so we don't know. But I'm like, if there's 2.4 million uh, Jews, European Jews, who definitely are alive on the Israel's own census, where do, did they come from? Or did they all having babies? Or a lot of people who weren't Jewish just said they were to get the benefits, or you know, a bunch of different things. I would like to know what David's reply to that is and I unfortunately I never got to ask him so that is a, a conversation that's still ongoing but definitely people were killed in the holocaust or died uh, were worked to death starved to death and or died of diseases that they wouldn't have died of if they were not starving and had compromised immune systems and hell, a labor camp and slavery is bad enough. I don't know why people seem the need to make up this ridiculous shit saying Nazis made furniture out of human body parts and, you know, you know the crap. Like, it's so dumb, Electric Floor. I mean, we made songs about it. I don't think y'all are ready for the, um, the 12 Days of Shoah, but it's a Christmas song. Y'all don't know how... Um, You don't know how edgy I have been. Anyway, what's well, something to ask David? But I can, we can do David Cole interviews after 9-11. We'll, we'll get into that if that's what y'all want. Another one came in. I've learned you have to keep refreshing. Someone named Sandy H-O-X says, please watch the Sandy Hook doc. It's extremely sus. It's also those people, the ones usually doing everything. No, it wasn't. It was Adam Lanza. He shot a bunch of kids. He did. There are no crisis actors. All those kids are dead. You're fucking stupid. Anybody with a triple digit IQ have a power chat. Yes, there are no lampshades and soap. Oh, that was the soap and lampshade was something that the OSS Department of Psych Warfare brought into Buchenwald to denazify the city of Weimar, where they marched around and made them look at human pelvis ashtrays and all this bullshit. All that is bullshit. But you don't take the Holocaust alarmist claims and then say, thus nothing happened. That's a slippery slope. Plenty of Jews and non-Jews and non-Nazi Germans were killed. The very first camp was Dachau, and it wasn't for Jews. It was for anti-Nazi Germans. And they put and they worked them. And when they got all the influx of Russian POWs from when they hit preemptively hit the communists and caught Stalin with his nuts in the wind, the Russian gangs took over a lot of the prisons and the camps and abused other prisoners because they became the largest ethnic majority. Like, I'm not getting into that right now. I'm not going to get sucked into a fucking six hour lecture about the Holocaust in World War Two. That's for another day. I'm glad y'all are interested. I know what to prepare for later, but. Yeah, you know, Veronica Clark and I, 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 there's a good interview I did with JF about it. There's, I've had David Cole on. I've had Eric Hunt on. I've had Gamar Rudolph on. I've had um, 
uh, I've had Fred on. I've had on uh, Fritzberg, you know, Loyster. Uh, you know, so you can hear it. You can hear that side of it. I try to get the alarmist side on, but I don't think Lipstadt or any of those people are going to talk to me. So, so I present it myself. But it would be better if they would come on and, and argue, but they're not going to do that. But anyone's welcome. Like, uh, if you want a revisionist or a revisionist debunker or an alarmist debunker, I will give you the platform. I will host debates. I'll do whatever. The thing is, only one side is desperate to talk. The other side is desperate to make them shut up. And that's the problem, too. Like, when you make an opinion illegal, you discredit your own conclusion. All right, folks. Because you so, just said, yeah, and even if you are right, and they're right, but even if you're, you know. Put the pause. Let's hope we can reschedule for another day. Uh, incomes, Charles. Uh, the real deal, Charles Rixey. And uh, let's see if we can get him in here let me do this yo charles can you hear me dude yep how are you sir i'm doing pretty good i uh i got a new phone i don't have skype downloaded on it yet but if you want i can download it real fast and stream because the, the camera on this thing isn't very good uh yeah sure i mean so <laughs> take your time i mean <laughs> i can do this with I can use this one too. It's fine. I don't care. Uh, I, I don't mind. Like I say, the uh, it's it's a free form Saturday morning. It seems so. You know. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I was uh, I was trying to figure out if uh, if my range of topics was going to fit in with. Uh, well, there's. I th I think that there's a link up there with look. He's a smart dude, right? I've watched. Um, he knows. He's done a lot about Epstein uh maxwell um you know whatever you think his take is on 9 11 etc but he, you know he's sort of done a lot about that and you know i'm i i'm very much with uh mark uh who's tonic with perhaps there's some sort of internal struggle that's ongoing in the u.s has been for quite some time and maybe 9-11 was part of that because you know people forget about the Amerifrax and um how you know that that wasn't some um lone jihadi who managed to get his hands on a right. couple of vials that that would that come right out of Fort Detrick and link back no, it, def it definitely looks like so I I do believe that there's a lot of intersecting points um Especially since I know that, like, I, I even stayed away from just all the ESG WEF stuff. Mm. But I know it's there because I'm hearing members of Congress are telling me about it. They know, they understand that that's real too. So mm. it, it's that, disturbing, dude. When you when you start looking yeah. into that, man, that's just these these people have a, a boa constrictor hold. Uh, on everything um oh you know you know what <laughs> just the, because this is zoom right they'll they'll limit us uh, let me let me just see if i can um get the pro uh you tell us about um you've moved 
tell people where you are and what you're hearing in think while yeah. i try and figure out zoom to get a um <laughs> well uh oh yeah let's try to download it or maybe but i guess not i'm not gonna look any better if i if i do it on that camera right now so uh um, i smell weakness rixie <laughs> vanity well, that's true I'm, I'm trying to go outside during the daylight hours occasionally and dude you've, you look like you've lost some weight um the uh well i mean i've <laughs> i've been homeless uh, basically for a month yeah i was just gonna say i hope that's just not because of four stuff <laughs> it's, it's no a... no i mean we we sold our house so and I I had a very nice house and it appreciated very well and I managed to get out literally right as as the interest rates were skyrocketing and like the price went down by a hundred grand in the three months before I sold my house. What you lost a uh, hundred thousand on your house? Oh no 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 I I, I made good money on it oh okay yeah <laughs> no one do you look so famous <laughs> the the things are about to collapse so i made it out just in time uh uh inshallah um it's good to uh good to know right so, I'm, I'm trying to buy now the um well there's a huge lag <clears throat> yeah so like I, said, I don't know if you were are you using your phone right now or no, no, I'm actually connected to the to the Wi-Fi. Oh, actually, you know what? I might be still using the phone. Oh. No, no. So I'm using the good stuff here, um, but I'm also in the basement. I mean, it, it seems decent. I'm just I just want to make sure that we don't get caught off because you know you know what, dude? I had a biology question for you. Um, sure. It came up the other day, and um, where was it? Oh, it was it was in the. Did you see that? Um, exchange on Twitter between uh, Ebright and uh, well, Rasmussen was commenting on it, but she... uh, I'm trying to remember exactly what they were. So e Ebright sort of did like a ten, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten posts. Oh yeah, of why, why, what, what evidence he thinks is sort of proof positive of the. Um, the lab origin and the, the, I, I remember I, I hadn't heard of this till um, you brought it up which is the amino acid overlap with uh, some sodium channel uh, membrane receptor no receptor or just ion channel yeah, that, I mean, that's only one of the but I was, I was just what, what paper is that from is that from the MSH <laughs> free paper is it from that one because well, literally i know you told me it but i've i've never i don't recall ever reading it in any scientific manuscript um there's there's a couple of papers to deal with it um uh, i mean it to me Whenever, uh, because what's his name, um, Jeffrey Sachs, in May when he when he did his first paper, um, he focused on the sodium channel, 
you know, at the time I said that that that's Jeffrey Sa- Jeffrey Sachs did. Yes, that was from his uh, May nineteenth and the the, the penis penis one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and he mentioned it, and I, like I don't want to like look at the list right now, but I know I've got a couple of papers that that do describe it. But to me, I've never spent a lot of time looking at it because that's the wrong side of the fear and cleavage site. The, the really big nasty stuff is the fear and cleavage site and, and what's on the opposite side, hmm. which is the SEB um, toxin stuff and the interplay with that and the HIV inserts. So to me, I saw it, I've looked at that as them trying to distract from the HIV connection. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I get what you're saying. So, but there's, there's, there's an argument to be said about the, the HIV component that uh, it's, it's not really nucleotide specific. It's, um, it's amino. It's more sort of overlapping amino acids. So there could be, you know, there's some wiggle room there. And um... I don't, I, I don't believe so, um, because they, they're already in variable. These little sequences come from the variable loops within the HIV sequence. They're, they're designed to be flexible. And the fact that their specific location on the spike of SARS-CoV-2 and the fact that the areas around them have, are, have high hydrophobicity so, like, all of those things, basically, it was it was Angus Dalglish and Berger Sorensen, their paper from 2020, where they they really they took that piece of it and, and just they didn't. Well, they, they, they were really the first molecular virologist, molecular biologist, virologist that sort of came out and said, "Hey." Um, this this doesn't look right from what I wrote. This is going back now. It's too funny. Correct. Yeah, my, I mean, my... and, but, and I I actually just like reread it today. So, and but that's why if you take what Luke Montagnier and and Jean Claude Perez did, and the Indian paper, and Berger and Sorensen, and then you combine all the later. Well, I mean, not the later, but you've you yourself and, and others have been bringing in the amyloid and prion pieces, and when you put all of that together, the case was already being made in 2020. Yes, yeah. You guys were all like, I count all of you. I put Joanna in that group. And really, what all I've tried to oh, do is uh, before I've, I I was speaking to Joanna yesterday. Um... I did mention uh, the round table that you wanted to do and oh, God damn password. Just, just bear with me, but um, she, she's aware of it. I want to do it as well. I do think we need a sort of um, 
roundtable type compression event to sort of bring us up up to speed with where everything is. And I, th I just think yeah. that you've got a um, a lot to uh, a lot to add actually because you've you've been off the radar, but you've not you've not been sitting idle. I guess is the right, uh, and that's actually so. I guess. <clears throat> I, I guess this could kind of be a like a discussion that helps <clears throat> helps us figure out how best to to utilize that time because what I want to do is just kind of lay out the basic where we are now because once you see everything together it's it's it becomes stunningly obvious that what exactly we're dealing with so yes but what i really want not everybody is familiar with with all the aspects of it and so i want joanna is but like i know that um oh man can't remember his name now um but walter yeah well, i don't just... think he's really aware and I want them to kind of see what I found and how it supports everything that they've been doing. Cause really it's all I've been doing. Mm. And, um, and so I guess the first thing to say is that for all of the, you know, your, your audience members who don't know, I did recently move to DC. Like I've, I've only been here a week and I, I sold my house and I, I sold my house because I had to, because it was being foreclosed on. And the reason it was foreclosed on is because for two years, I basically went without working. And because I knew that this was important. And I don't know if you saw the stream that I did with, uh, with JC on the 4th of July. Yeah, I did. And, um, you know, great, great stream. Um, you know, Jonathan's really sort of knocking it out the park at the moment. I'm really glad that he's sort of getting up to speed on the, um, the, the protein misfolding aspect of it, because, you know, this is the, this is the long, the long-term, uh, effects basically that, um, People after COVID fatigue, right? Because I get it. People are fed up. People are fed up of hearing about goddamn SARS, lockdowns, masks, vaccines, any anything and everything that they've used to um, take over people's minds. But there's this silent, silent disease mechanism working in the background. And look, I, I got sent a report yesterday that, you know, the... the death toll in the i think it was 35 to 65 is is over twice what they would expect it to be right now just from just from the insurance data it's not it's not uh, that i didn't know this but again it was just a, a a report that was out that that day and well, that's actually that's actually one of the reasons why i wanted to get everybody together because there are so many different so much in science so much in the data has all come out recently and all of it supports what we've been talking about and this this argument that we've been building and we're really 
and and so for a little bit of background the when i started researching this the origin in february of 2021 the first thing i looked at was censorship mm-hmm. and i went i i decided i i decided to stop my, basically i i had my my mba program had been on hold for a year because two months before graduation the the lockdowns happened and i was sick at the time anyway so i, I was actually already going to take those two months off yeah that's that's something that uh if people need to um keep, keep that at the front of your, your, your mind here is that you you, you got a, a good dose on right you were um where did you say like yeah. europe right you were yeah i was i was i had a class that was business in the european union and so we're, it was basically just a way to you know fuck off and visit europe but sort of like you're getting close to graduation and you can pretend to do some cool stuff like business related and so when yeah, we were we were working with we were working with uh, an electric bike. My, my particular group was working with an electric bike company, and I actually, I actually really, really enjoyed that. But I was also right. Uh, the day that we got there was March first, twenty twenty, or the day that we had our, the day that we had our first like event, and that was at the U.S. Embassy actually. Yeah, so, so and, literally yeah, right in right in the acceleration phase, right in in Europe. Correct. Where, um, I, 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 people need to remember this 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 history. It's, it's important. Anyway, carry on, dude. Yeah. So in the minute we were getting a brief from the economics advisor for the embassy there, and keep in mind, I had like a year before I had. Like I'd previously been the Seaburn chief, so I was in charge of WMD defense preparations for the Marines guarding the embassies, and I was also very familiar with the civilian side protocols for that as well. And so, they interrupted our brief because the word had just gotten to them that the first three cases in the Czech Republic had had been announced and one of them happened to be an american citizen and i think they might have been like they, they might have been to the embassy recently or something and but apart from that back home my our university was kind of freaking out because things were people were starting to actually like pay attention to it and um you know, what? So, I, so I, I don't want to interrupt you again, right? I'm, I'm might suggest a, a switch over to Skype, and Ryan does want to jump in. So um, this WMD story, I think he can sort of um, you can relay a lot here, and I, I, I think I want to just sort of do this cross pollination type thing. Um, so, and the fact that you're in Washington will be interesting, but zoom, zoom is not sending me the, um, the code I need to, um, to do the, the full, 
the full program. I'm trying to give you money, Zoom. Bloody elf. What's going on? It won't it won't send anything to me. God damn it. Oh no 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 no. For some reason it's not coming into my but it's being forwarded to my um wait, I might might have the problem solved. Please um uh carry on with the uh history there and I I think this is gonna be very much a history orientated and a focus on the HIV like epitopes i want to um pull, pull it in that direction and all right that's that going yeah so this 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 um please please continue charles as i'm trying desperately to uh, okay um I, I think we can stay on zoom so just <coughs> So the, the bottom line is, is that I was in Europe and I, I ironically, I, I chosen to fl fly back through Madrid versus England because I knew that, um, the Heathrow is a giant trafficking point for flights coming from Asia. And I kind of wanted to avoid that, but I, I couldn't. I couldn't on the way there, but I could on the way back. And so I, I flew through Madrid and had a layover for the night. And but the entire time I was in Europe, everything uh, that they were doing to like hang on one second. Ryan, um I'm trying to set up Zoom Pro so we don't get cut off. Can you just give me a couple of minutes? If not, we'll switch over to Skype. Well, yeah, I didn't know it was like Go ahead. Go yeah, just, just, I was like, am I supposed to call or am I supposed to wait for a link? Yeah, just uh, just wait for a link. If not, we'll we'll do everything on Zoom. But I would I, I want you to meet our uh, literal um, former Marine WMD expert. Um, he's actually he's actually in in Washington right now. He's um, he's part of uh, the congressional hearings um, into the origins of uh, SARS. Um, and you know, I think there's some important historical points that um, we can sort of lay over each other and just um, help help build a, a bigger picture here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's on right now, and um, y'all uh, oh, y'all do your thing. Like, just call me or link me whenever, or I'll come on and talk to him too. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th like I said, I think um, you know, you you're probably going to ask. Uh, you, you're going to have different questions than I have and um he's he's the like i say he's done a brilliant job but, but up up there um with the best at the uh, international level and um there's plenty there's, there's plenty to talk about so i'll call you back in a few minutes and if i if i can't get zoom we'll all just hop over onto skype and um do it that way sound good mm -hmm. All right, cheers, bro. Okay. All right, sorry again, Charles. Uh, you, you, you're good to go, bro. Okay. Um, well, basically, everybody was running around with their, like a chicken with their head cut off, 
and there was no real there was no good quarantine there was nobody knew what they were doing and that was march 7th and i got sick on march 9th and march 8th was when the border closed with italy and it was also the day that like 1500 people got uh, confirmed in mm. madrid so it was pretty obvious what happened and this was the italian ski resorts that. right this this is where that um uh, so i mean it was in northern italy uh more so in the valley i forget the the river at the moment but um my, my family is actually originally from genoa and i've been to genoa before so but, but so everybody everybody was confused and when i got back to the states or, uh, when I, so i got sick and i wanted to go find a test and it took me three days to find a place to go do a test and i was the second person that they had tested which is also the second person in that county in that county has almost a million people in it because it's one of the three major counties of dallas which is a city of eight million people so nobody had any this is all brand new and people were very like, like when i went to the clinic they were petrified and i realized that what I was seeing wasn't normal and that they weren't prepared. And based on the speed with which it was spreading, it seemed pretty clear to me that something wasn't right. And it was at that point on March 10th that I downloaded the data for the first time from Johns Hopkins. I, I started looking into things. And ever since then, I literally have, have done nothing but work with COVID. In the first year, it was with the data. Uh, and then this second, and then starting last February of 21, I joined Drastic. And right, right at that time, I just started my classes. And I only have two left. I still only have two left in my, in my MBA. Yeah, I have, and, to, I have to ask about that, dude. Can, can you just take those credits and just finish that? I mean, you've, you've done this uh, body of work now, and um, you're, you have to keep compiling more references. I mean, you, you've, you've sort of got it to the right people. You've handed the ball off. Well, can, you, can you just go and do this? It's... No, because because nobody else is doing it, and that's really the realization that I had. That it made me realize that I had because I I found some stuff about Fauci, and I found out that he was part of the censorship, and this was three or four months before his emails were released, and I tried to get that word out, and nobody would like I. It was nobody. I literally had one follower on Twitter. I had, I, I started my Substack so I could write the article that, that laid this out. And so, but 
but I, I dropped the classes because I knew, I just knew in my heart that this was more important. There was, no, there was nothing that I could be doing for my family that was more important than this. And when I met with the, with the congressional investigators last fall, it, that was really confirmed to me. And at that point, I decided I'm, I'm not going to stop until this is done. Now, I, I, wanted, I wanted to keep my house. And so I almost broke down in the early spring of this year. And I, I, I actually, ironically, I did, <laughs> I did get a, I did sign a contract <clears throat> to help out with some efforts. And it's a good contract, but it just came too late because my house is already in foreclosure. I didn't have enough to pay off the balance. And they did, the bank didn't want to work with me anymore because they knew they had thousands of, of cash buyers waiting and they could make they easily recoup on the loan. So there's no, no motivation for them not to foreclose on it, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. So, which, which is fine because it doesn't matter. And that's what I need people to understand is that a million Americans have died. That's <laughs> just Americans. Well, um, more that, that's, that's more than double World War Two. That doesn't that doesn't include the excess death that's categorized right now as non-COVID. And oh, no, it doesn't. Um, I, I think that number is much much higher. But I I, th I think that those non-COVID deaths are very likely part of this longer term pathologies that we well and that's that's what really sucks is that the there's a lot of lies in 2020 yes we know that okay we know that they inflated the death counts um but the problem is now that the death counts aren't inflated anymore <laughs> but now they're coming for different reasons and so everybody gets hung up on okay well all everything is lies but i don't believe that's true i believe all of the evidence points to something nasty was released they that something nasty is mostly gone now it's mostly extinct mm -mm. and so what's happening now is they're jabbing us with that something nasty to keep this going it really is as simple as that yeah it it it, it, it would appear to look that way right i can't it's it's hard for me to countenance at a biological level why you would be maintaining well going but this bivalent route still putting in the original spike protein that has um all the nasty uh epitopes that is the to me that that's the this is is uh, I think I think to, to me that's the sign that the computers intentionally like I, I can't explain it any other way. Um yeah, I'm oh maybe maybe uh, the reason I maybe have a problem is that I already have the 
the pro plan. Maybe I'm sitting here being a retard dude and <laughs> um, how many licenses do you need? One. Save and continue. Current plan. Yeah, maybe uh maybe maybe I won't get cut off. Maybe I will um you know what you know what I'll do? I'll hang this one up and log in through this account just to make sure that I'm using the right um because I've got multiple Zoom accounts in the browser and I may be using that wrong one. And then um hopefully I can um sort out the uh the streaming um component and uh do that. So yeah, then I'll I went down on Zoom too. I just downloaded Skype. Uh, and, uh, and you have Skype as well. If they, let's say if it doesn't work, we'll we'll blast over to Skype. And because um, I, like I said, I think um, the, the fact that you're speaking to real deal politicos, um, this is a this is going to be a interesting interesting conversation. So uh, let me just hang this up. Make sure I'm logged in with the right account. And we'll go from we'll go from there. So uh, I do apologise, everyone. Um, it's uh, yeah, live streaming. What can I say? Let's see, in a minute, dude. Yeah. All right, so let me do this. Let's do this. Invite. Um, let's do this. Boom. Let's do this. Right, let's try this. Boom. All right, then let's see who we get in. And if this isn't... <laughs> I think I'm being fucking charged by Zoom. So, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Do, 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 do. All right, all right, all right, I'll just catch up with the, uh, the chat whilst I'm doing this. And... Let's see. Good doggy says, "Tip of the spear, edge of the knife." I feel we are witnessing history of the ages. Um, yes, uh, I I hope so. Um, let me let me see if this is working. I'm not sure if I got that through to Charles or not. Um, do, 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 do. But um, Ryan, Ryan has the link now, and 
think Charles has the link now. And it's launched, it's launched. Right, there's Charles. Admit. Well, all right. I think we're, I think we're back, right? I'm I'm gonna. Uh, your mic, uh, yeah, mic is off. Camera off, dude. Can you hear me? Yes, uh, I can hear you. I, like I say, I hope I hope this is um, gonna gonna work, and they're not gonna. Um, and here comes uh, Ryan. So let's see if we can bring it all on. But your camera's not working, uh, Charles. Yeah, I'm about to turn it on. Ryan, uh, I don't see a mic connected for you, Ryan. Um, you need to turn your mic on. Or you, you need to set the settings in Zoom. So bottom left-hand corner. Uh, there you go. He's walking. Um, Ryan, uh, allow me to introduce to you um, Charles Rixey. Um, Charles is a well, former... I don't know. Do you ever leave the Marine Corps? I don't think so. But he's a WMD expert that's been working on COVID origins. He's now involved in congressional hearings, in literally in DC right now, um, about trying to get to the the bottom of what's what's been happening. So if I, I know you've been doing some COVID stuff, so if you if you have some questions and Charles if you want to add to your bio there um, please do and let's gentlemen let's okay. go um, well I haven't uh, I, from what I was able to see of the stream before I got on I uh, I know that you're very familiar with uh, September 11th era things and from my end, I was a WMD Marine for 15 years, and I have a master's degree in history. So, and I was an instructor for my for WMD in the Marine Corps for enlisted and officers, and so basically. <clears throat> I'm very familiar with September 11th era things, and I'm definitely aware that that really was the genesis for a lot of what we're seeing now. So as far as, I don't know how much, uh, I don't know what else uh, I really fit in with that. But the, the bottom line being that, um, so, what, what you know, a, doing for that, around nine eleven. So I, I have a question, Charles, which is I don't because Ryan's camera's gone off. I don't know. His mic seems to be active. Um, I can. I'm here. I just thought I'd save data. Oh, okay. Nobody cares about my uh, my ugly face. So <laughs> <laughs> I was enjoying the t-shirt, dude. But me too. <laughs> uh, yeah, it says uh, <laughs> yeah, make free, make speech free again. Yep. Um, so I, I had a question for you, Charles, which was, which is, in the Marine Corps, was it common knowledge that the anthrax that was used was out of Fort Detrick 
and there was a, 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 a some network that had to be responsible for that. Yes, we were aware that for Dietrich, that the the strain of anthrax was one of ours. That there were mysterious circumstances about how the scientists may or may not have acted alone. Now, obviously, in the military, we don't speculate on those things, but we were all very aware. And I was always very interested in those, all sorts of these little mysterious aspects. And so I did a lot of my own research. And so one of the things that I find interesting is that there, I know that you guys have seen the video of what's it called? Like where, where people were saying that it was Bill Gates and he was talking about um, religion, like uh, viruses that can target the part of your brain where mm -hmm. thoughts are. Mm, yeah, I imagine you guys are familiar with that. Yeah, that's that, that's the. I've seen a lot of speculation about that over the years. It's not Bill Gates. The it's not Bill Gates. The first time that I saw that video, I, mean, I, I can't really describe the circumstances exactly. What I can say is, I'll I'll, I'll just inject some neuroscience here. They were talking about something called the VMAT um, enzyme receptor on uh, that's to do with dopamine processing and the idea was that they could knock that out and in a sense drop or, or subdue someone's religious fervor right that they wouldn't want to strap on some semtex underpants and uh yeah. <laughs> go, go into the market blow themselves yeah, up basically what i can say is that uh when i saw that video i was i was not given any impression that that was not real. There's nobody questioning the, the veracity of the video mm. whenever I saw it for the first time. Oh, I, so I, 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 I think the video is real. The, issue, the, the neuroscience issue is just, can you be that selective in, in this type of, you know, because that's, again, this is gene transfection technology. You've got to get past the blood-brain barrier. I, I would say they, they were, like, that was their goal. Whether or not they were actually able to achieve it is is one thing, but they that obviously was something that they were working on. And in the Marine Corps, we don't we don't have U.S. Army, we don't have these other things. So we're mostly like mission-based advising commanders. But because I was at for, as an instructor, I was at Fort Underwood where they have all the training and where the Seaburn stuff is headquartered. I and because in our Seaborn course, we had instructors come from uh, from US Ambulance, come from Edgewood Biological Chemical Biological Center. And like we had instructors come and teach us how to make ricin, you know, with ingredients that you could buy from the grocery store. Uh, and we actually made, we didn't use castor beans, but we used a different kind of bean and like simulated it to show this is how easy it is. And then, Some real breaking bad and, shit. Well, yeah, one of the main things we were learning was how do I... 
Uh, Charles just dropped out. Ryan, do you do you what's what's your take on sort of SARS site survey or to assess the site? Charles, Charles, you you, you dropped out. Charles, you dropped out for sort of ten ten seconds. So I, I oh, no. so in in, in I, we got that you were making oh, stuff in the lab. It's okay. Um, so I wanted to ask Ryan. Um, if you had to summarize what you think has happened with SARS and its origins, etc., could you could you give like a two minute synopsis of of what you've come to well, understand? Yeah, I I can, but before that, I'll just say like about that video that went viral. They did the classic thing, the same thing they did with nine eleven, the thing they're trying to do with Epstein now. Anytime there's a a real story with real meat on it which there definitely is with COVID or the September 11th attacks because they're doing gain-of-function research on anthrax and all that out of Ames, Dugway, and, and Fort Detrick, but is they kookified it. They're like, look, this is Bill Gates. And look, Bill Gates is a piece of, you know what, but that's not him. And yeah, it's not him. Likely it was, no, it's some guy talking for Dr. Dean Hamer, I believe. And it kind of looks like Bill Gates, and they just went around and said, this is Bill Gates, and, so, and it's not, and that gets debunked, and then they throw the baby out with the bathwater. Mm. But that was a real presentation from someone yeah. else. And that, and then, right, like, that is what should have been zeroed in on, but they're like, it's not Gates, and that's it. And that's, it's sort of like press secretary when they asked her, are you moving migrants in in the middle of the night to New York, like underage children from the Mexican border? Like, it's not the middle of the night, it's the early morning. <laughs> oh, well, okay then, that's, uh, got the time wrong, so that, that, that's not the question, lady, you know, like, and it's like, well, that's not him, it's someone else. So like, yeah, but look at what they're saying. Look at the crazy stuff they're saying about the, the God gene and all this stuff. Mm. And, um, you know, they spent enormous amounts of money before this, MK Ultra and all the, you know, Sydney Godfrey and all these programs of brainwashing people, playing around with genes. You know what they figured out? The most reliable way to get somebody to do something is pay them a lot of money. That's After true. all that research, they realized, give them a hundred grand, they'll go do it. Go shoot it. I'll pay you. And that's it. Mm. Yeah. Good old blackmail and bribery is still the best way to manipulate people. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's something that I have, have to, so successful about. I, I have to reiterate. The government likes to spend money anytime it can so even though it's failed i think they got off on it i think they like finding people's brains and watching people become infantile and all that because you can break anybody if you got them isolated don't let them sleep and mess with them enough mm. they revert back to like a childhood baby mm. uh, you, it's destroying a brain is pretty easy building it up again with new is they never figured out how to do it mm. well you yeah. know you, you end up with that um split you know split personality type um disorders and you know again it's a very um it takes a lifetime to build give them lsd done mm. like if you just want to wreck a brain that's really easy to do drugs you don't need all this other stuff mm. but uh oh what were you asking about sars sorry <laughs> yeah well just um if you if you had to make a, a timeline to present people that just you know what's so the view that we take is that SARS definitely comes out of a laboratory, right? Now, whose laboratory right now I think could be up for debate, but that's that's what we're pushing for right now, and Charles is leading the the charge in Washington, right Probably now. Probably somewhere in West in West Taiwan, also known as China. 
um, yeah, I do. Like I said, I do think China's part of it. SARS, V two or COVID nineteen, whatever they want to call it. I just call it the Fauci virus. Um, yeah, it was in like the place that got busted, at least that messed up, was in Wuhan. But we know, as we have the records for it, that NIH was sending money to Echo Health, who gave it for gain of function research and at the Wuhan Institute. Mm. And that's just one that we know of. There could be other money trails, but like you see, Americans were working with the Chinese because they outlawed it in the US. So they just moved it over there and kept, and kept going mm. and then denied it. And Fauci lied under oath about it. Yeah, so this is, this is where uh, Ch Charles can really sort of land hammer blows because Charles, Tell us, tell us the Fauci emails and what you've done um, to really pin that bastard to the floor in the, in the last couple of years. It's a good, you, you'll like this, Ryan. Oh, geez, well, uh, uh, well it's kind of hard to. Uh, let's start with the, let's start with the first meeting. The first meeting where he he had Gary Anderson. Uh, Farah. Uh, okay, well, so one of the things that people don't really remember because for the first year and a half of the pandemic, Fauci was not like under a lot of suspicion. He was, people didn't like him, but very few people were actually honing in on him because we didn't learn until December of 2020 that about the first emails came out where it was showing that a group of scientists was colluding to like set a narrative. But that was the very first time any of that had come out. So yeah, there were suspicions, but people don't realize that the lab leak... <laughs> argument almost disappeared and it came very close to being like mm. when I, whenever I was first getting involved in February of 2021, the world health organization report was about to come out. And so they were, I was actually, I assumed that the world health organization report was going to end the debate. Like China was going to be given a free pass and then that would be it. And thankfully, right around that time, we started getting more suspicious email, like collusion coming out of the scientists. The State Department, Mike Pompeo came out with like five days before the inauguration and said, oh yeah, by the way, there are three sick researchers in at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And I think without those things, I think the to me, the, the entire point of that was to to force the issue because the Trump administration was afraid that the Biden administration was just going to hunt it. And well, which they so, tried I mean, to, right? Too. <laughs> they wasn't. It was, I mean, they, they, they did they try. Tried to. Yeah. And for for some reason, like to be honest, I don't know exactly what it was that caused the new Secretary of State. He's uh, worthless, but for whatever reason. He didn't have, like, I guess it was so blatantly obvious that it was probably a cover-up that 
he he did not just wipe it clean. He said, "You know what? No, I want to. We're not we're not going to accept this World Health Organization report because it's obviously well, a giant if, piece of crap." If I, if I could just sort of chime in here, that you know, this was this was at a time where we knew that the original Lancet letter had been, um, again, there was a degree of collusion organized by DAZAC out of EcoHealth. Everyone knew that, that there was huge conflicts of interest there. And DAZAC was part of that um, World Health Organization um, investigation for whatever, yeah. I wouldn't call it that. But there was, you know, there was a few of us who all through 2020 were trying to point out the the lab origin but um there, there was the foia emails by us right to know and literally you then just went through it with a fine tooth comb right and and you yeah. started to pull out all these links and started to you could piece together even though they'd redacted some, you were able to sort of, at a metadata sort of level, pick out what, what was going on, right? That's, that's a sort of yeah. Fair... And so, so really... That's my everyday. Drastic, Drastic before I got there, had, it basically saved it. Because without them uncovering evidence, and without people that kept... Without, small group of people that were like finding things and saying, oh, wait on a second. There's way more stuff here than, than we need to know. Without that, there would be no discussion. Like this, it wouldn't matter because it would, it would be over. Mm. And so I just happened to, I came at the right time where I had been researching it on my own. But then when I, but I, I found some things that had been missed in the FOIA emails, and I made the decision to literally go through every single page, which at the time was 93,000 pages. Uh, as far, it's about 130,000 total that I went through and read every non-duplicate page, which is probably about 40,000, and, and just went through like no control F, none of the crap, just literally going through it to see what I could see. And I found some references to Fauci that weren't control Fable. And it, and from that, from piecing every different pieces, I realized that he had, he had been he had been directly involved in setting this narrative in early twenty twenty. And this was Four, three or four months before his emails came out and proved it. What was what was cool to me is that I, I created a Substack just so I could do this, and I keep telling people I had one Twitter follower at the time. Now I've got fourteen thousand, and but literally all I did was for two and a half months, every single day for like six hours a day, I just went through page after page after page of FOIA document, and. At the end of that, I had learned, I'd, I'd been able to get a good feel for like the organization of all the different federal responses and the, the scientists, who they were. And 
it, it gave me a decent picture. And then I started researching the science as a member of Drastic. And between all of those things, it and the fact that I've I have a very, it's not a photographic memory, but I have a very good memory. And so well, it's, dil it's diligent. I, 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 I wouldn't have to, I, if I couldn't, uh, I hope that had OCR to, uh, enabled on those documents because the, look, there's no way that I would be able to sort of do that. And, and I heard Ryan mentioned that he does a lot of that sort of, um, I don't know. Going through foyers, yeah. I, and I, playing the, I have to play the Rosetta Stone. A lot of stuff I looked into is, might be redacted in one area, but not another. And you got to do this mix and exactly, match stuff. Exactly, yeah. That's up too. Um, and that's that's basically what I did was. But that's just, that's a full time thing to be doing, right? You've, uh, you yes. can't. You 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 must need like a room full of papers on the floor you must look like that crazy meme image right with the all the stuff on the wall yeah. and the, the... well basically what i did was i would take screenshots of anything that i thought was worthwhile and so i now have like 20 powerpoints that are just full like 50 or 100 slides a piece a couple of pictures per slide just snapshots of portions of emails or whatever from all these different things. And in fact, I I was almost done like putting a bunch of those together when the Fauci emails came out. Mm. And so the night that they came out on the 31st of May, I stayed up the entire night and through the next day, however long it took to get through the 3000 pages. And, and then I crashed for like 20 hours. But then once I, once I was wasn't comatose anymore, I I started I wrote a quick article and then I started adding that in. And so by the like fifteenth or sixteenth of June, I created I'd taken like ninety three thousand pages and condensed it down to one hundred and seventy three of the most most vital and useful things. And then you know I published after forty. And this this was when twenty twenty one. March, you said. Yeah, this is 2021. And so within two weeks of the Fauci emails coming out, I already had them, I already had the excerpts from there added in with the excerpts from all the other stuff. I put it in chronological order. I had descriptions of, of what, what was important in each section. Um, and that stuff is what got the attention of the of some of the investigators working with Congress, and they reached out to me before the Fauci emails guy came out, and they they learned from the work that I was doing about Fauci and about his collusion with the um, presidential science advisor to hide all this crap from the Trump administration. And so, ever since then, like after that. That kind of established my gravitas with, like the official side, but almost everything I've done has been pro bono, working with the internet group or the, like, you know, the Twitter group Drastic, which is just a bunch of researchers and scientists from around the world trying to figure out the origin of the pandemic, mm -hmm. and all of that. Um, I mean, ever since then, I've. I've, I kind of went from being on the periphery 
to ending up right in the middle of everything. In in Washington D.C., straight in like a lot of different ways. So uh, I don't really know how to explain it, but uh, like I. Well, we'll we'll, 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 we'll sort of extract yeah. towards that. Is it, how much does that sort of concur with your um, research, Ryan? And um, did you? Well, I actually have a question. Have you had COVID yet? Yeah, I had the Rona. Yep. Um, I got it when I went to the US. Oh, no shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do a return flight to Japan and I failed my Rona test. So I got stuck That's in the cool. US. So I flew to Florida until I uh, could pass the test and get home. It really messed up things. Mm. Yeah, I wasn't even sick, but except for a day or two, and then I still had it, though. Mm. Like, you're all going to get it. It's just the other side of it is not – I'm not worried about Rona so much as the hysterical panic that was global. It's the tyranny that's really, coming. Well, you really yeah. see how much media around the globe is dictated to by states. Like, we all just saw Zuckerberg admit, yeah, yeah the FBI told us to crush this story on the laptop. Like – the state institutions go in and tell the press, this is what you're going to cover. And they do. Mm. And if you don't, you lose access. So they comply. And it's like, you understand all corruption in the United States. Like, but you're like, why did everyone else except for Sweden, I guess, go along with this? Well, because, you know, you know they're beholden to the state governments, which are getting BS and hidden information from the United States and others and big pharma. And this is like, how does it benefit Japan? For example, if, Pfizer and Moderna and all make a bunch of money. Those aren't Japanese companies. Why would they go along with this? The mm. other one, I mean, Japan came up with ivermectin, which got suppressed. You know, like, mm. They should have been pushing the opposite direction. It's like, no, because they're lied to. And a lot of this, the other side of the, not the biological half of it, but they forced small businesses to close down. And then they had giant investment firms like BlackRock and Vanguard go buy Absolutely. them pennies on the dollar. So you further monopolize the real estate into the hands of a few by forcing people out of business. Mm. They had no employees or they just were not allowed like New York stuff. You, oh, you have to eat outside. Oh yeah. In the winter in New York, I'm sure that was really good for yeah, business. I think, you know? I, think that, <laughs> I think that the one thing that was very different to me that was most apparent is that the, the deep state was actually aligned against the sitting president which was president which is which is very different than in the past where they would have been basically all one giant swan but in this case what they did he 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 truly was an outsider and they were intent on pushing him out no. yeah and it was a way of getting rid of conservatives on it was social very media obvious that Mixed in with them, mm. yeah. yeah. I mean, anybody, anybody so anybody not supporting the state official story on COVID that opened their mouth about it anywhere Facebook, Twitter, YouTube they got banned. That's why I came and to so, Twitter. Uh, like they have yeah. well, the other reason well, because well, I because got banned on that too. I, but <laughs> well, I but to me, well, I try to be careful because to be honest, I feel like the information that. I find is important enough that 
I don't want to be completely banned off every single platform because we have to start somewhere. And to me, uh, Fauci is, if, if we can, if we can get him to be gone, then if we can expose that lie, then whatever else is going on behind the scenes, whether it's, you know, the left or whatever it is and whoever it is, we, we can't deal with that until we, we push this crap out of the way because this is being used to undermine American institutions. It's being used to infiltrate our economy and things by outside forces. And so... Are, are they outside ago, forces I, or, are they, or are, is, are they more sort of um, cancerous offshoots? It, 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 no, the thing, the thing that's behind it is, is the donor class. And the donor class around the world all benefited from the same gamut. They got to swallow up all the real estate. It's like, oh, the essential businesses were still open. They didn't close down Amazon and Walmart or any of the super wealthy people. Hmm. They just closed down the middle class. And every single government, every donor class that lived anywhere benefited from the COVID panic hmm. and went with it. Well, but, but but that's part of the reason why what I I try to explicitly stay away from intent when, when I'm look dig, digging into this, not because I can't see all these things happening, but because um, I can let somebody else fight those battles. Right, you do sure the science of it. Well, I, well, I'm not even a scientist. But I, I want to make sure that that they can't pull me away they can't ban me because i'm talking about this or i'm talking about that right. so they will. i, I want to make it i want to make it so difficult for them because i'm so sourced i'm so using their methods and their means like and thus far i've been able to to make it work and the other thing that i do is generally if i've got some some idea of how to punch the deep state in the dick, then I don't do that. I don't tell them about it when I'm going to do it. I, I tell them about it six months after I've done it because otherwise it's pointless by then. You know, there, you plant your seeds and you let it grow. You don't just wave a, a giant flag and say, Hey, or here, I'm, I'm going to screw you deep state. I'm going to come and, you know, end this, you know, go America. That's not, you can't do it that way. Well, I was banned on because Twitter before COVID existed. Well, I mean, right. I gather you're like an all-star. You're a superstar in this case, but like, <laughs> I would say, I, I, just uh, just as an offshoot, I was just I was watching the um, history lesson around Israel that you were doing. And just just I I knew about Today some of those bombings to uh, Andrew Huff, for example. And uh, so, every time I'm talking to him, you're, you're breaking up, Charles. Sorry, I can. You, you mentioned that Andrew Andrew Huff. Yeah, it's oh, not. No. It's not. It's, he's gone down. I think. But as soon as that, as soon as I mention his name, it gets fuzzy. <laughs> to say it again, <laughs> Andrew. Can I say it? Andrew Huff? Does that does that break? Yeah, it does. <laughs> Mention Andrew Huff, and so Andrew Huff is the vice president of EcoHealth, Ryan, and um, basically he 
maybe you heard about this, but he's he's turned around and um, become a whistleblower, basically saying that um, <coughs> EcoHealth were approached by the CIA when the gain-of-function research was quote-unquote prohibited in the US and they offshored it to places like Wuhan. And apparently, if, if, if this story is true, the, the CIA came, tapped up Peter Daszak, and basically said, we want you to be keeping an eye on what it is that they're doing with this technology. And Andrew, Dr. Andrew Huff has, has come out and um, very bravely tried to tell the world, tell America, this, this is what, this is what's ha happened. And he's, he's literally, you know, if there's such a thing as a targeted individual, Thank you, Pam. Yeah. Um, he, he he's he's probably it. Where you know he's he's caught he's found electronics in his um, house. Um, he's getting drones and whatnot. And um, right. uh, they're they're very much interested in what he what he has to say publicly uh, to the point where yeah he's he's being very selective now i would say in how he's how he's um approaching the the public domain but stay out of small planes <laughs> yes yes i stay out of planes period yeah <laughs> and don't get don't get one of those tesla cars either <laughs> make sure make sure you've got old-fashioned old-fashioned controls in that vehicle um so the the so i know people listening are gonna are gonna want to sort of us to cover this area right and because this is something that ryan talks about and i don't i don't think that we should shy away from these particular questions so i'll i will pose a question to you ryan which is are you aware that there's a theoretical racial selectivity to SARS exposure in, in terms well, of... I know that these neocons wrote about or fantasized about such a thing and actually were brazen enough to write that down in some of their PNAC documents. Project for New American Centuries Magnus Opus, Rebuilding America's Defenses, talk about racially specific bioweapons to kill Arabs. Well, I mean, so this this sort of so I've got a question for you, Charles, which is uh, on the WMD side in the military. Was there knowledge and discussion about Project Coast from South Africa, Israel's involvement in Project Coast? Um, no. Now, so, so what I'll say is that. Like, I, I have no doubt. Keep, keep losing. Uh, we lost you again for about five based seconds. Based on what we know from, you need you need to get you need to get a better hotspot, dude. And there was a biological component to MK Ultra as well. Is that really? Yeah. For for once, I have the good connection because you're also in Japan and the guest is in the U.S. <laughs> I've got some friends. Watch me. 
Um, yeah, just uh, I'm gonna try to turn off the video and see if that helps. Yeah, yeah. That's what but, all right, so, uh, just so me on the now, screen. The one thing that I'll cheers, gentlemen. Just just leave me hanging there. Yeah, no, I'm joking. Yeah, <laughs> I can do it, Donna. I would say that I have no doubt that that stuff has been researched. I've never. Like that was that would that would not have been anything that we would have come across in my line of work, but there is no reason to believe that technologically they weren't trying to do it, and and I have no doubt that if we're not already there, we're not that far off from being able to do that. So, mm. so I'll I'll throw this into the mix right now. So there's three publications that came out relatively early point to the K K26R mutation and it being advantageous to a subset of Jewish um, sex, which was the, the Ashkenazi. Now, does that mean all Ashkenazi? I, I don't think it means that. Um, but I, I, my own view, Charles, is that every part of this biology has to be explored if we're to, if we're to even if it leads to nowhere except a um a, a commitment to not doing this type of work right because it it, it could be a um a, a, let's say maybe a complete fluke that it panned out that way but it just doesn't look good when people start trawling through the data and they find something that would sort of indicate, like I say, a racial specificity and again a, a contentious, a contentious group that a lot of people um, are, are going to be hyper focused on anyway. And the, well, I don't know. How, what's what's your sort of thoughts on 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 that aspect of SARS? Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know who you're referring to. Uh, so the, the, the you mean the a lot of diseases are racial already. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sickle cell. So you, it's hard to tell the difference if that's just something that would have happened anyway, or if it was on purpose. It's and and again, this is the. Uh, it's it's the nuance that needs to be brought into the conversation, right? But uh, th I think that there are people that want want to, or, or they'll take it and they'll run with it. And in in this instance, I I would make the again the argument that there needs to be a reestablishment of the um, the treaties that were in place to to stop this type of work. Right, there's there's no way, no how that it should be um, funded at any institutional level, where you know, well, we see the conflicts of interest that we have right now. So let let me let me ask this question of you, Charles, which is, mm -hmm. were you aware that after the nine eleven attacks and anthrax that the U.S. Withdrew from the biological component of the treaties against chemical and biological warfare, such that they wouldn't allow inspection. And 
the part B to that question is, did you, uh, were you aware that Israel somehow escapes any scrutiny because they have this, I don't know, it, with their nuclear policy about ambiguity, but they seem to have managed to make it cover all of these WMD type um, technologies. Kevin, do you know I interviewed the guy that wrote the Biological Weapons Anti-Terrorism Act of 89, Francis Boyle? Francis Boyle, yeah. It's, yeah it's, should, it, I dig up that interview, but it, I've been banned oh. off everything. I'd have to go find it. Charles yeah. is good buddies with him. Yeah, well, yeah, I've talked to him too. Well, and like, it, he'd be a good guy to bring on your if show. If it makes well. you feel any better, um, it definitely, I, I am now connected did with him and many others and now i've also i i used to teach on you know the 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 treat involved with wmd so i'm very familiar with the bwc and we didn't really we didn't spend a lot of time on the us's <laughs> strange activities in the 9-11 era, but at least as far as that goes. But I do know that around that time, they made several decisions, one of which was to... Um, now, well, let me just step back and say this. The Biological Weapons Convention is different than the Chemical Weapons Convention in that it... or the Nuclear Weapon a test a nuclear test ban treaty and that there's no enforcement mechanism so if so so when, I, I, I just want to clarify that so um you're saying there's no enforcement mechanism on any components of those treaties correct correct now the with iraq iraq had several they were accused of several different programs but because they had also um, pressure was able to be applied on Iraq in the 90s because, you know, they had been using chemical weapons already, like openly against Iran during the Iran-Iraq War, and and they were known to be working on all these different things, and so. Oh, Rumsfeld said those are just pesticides. Right, right. Well, <laughs> so, but but the Biological Weapons Convention itself does not have an enforcement mechanism in the same way that the Chemical Weapons Convention does. And so, but what about the what about the inspection components? Because this is something that I I, I know I've read this that um, even that was, vector labs in Russia were complying with in, uh, inspections of their facilities, and I think it was up yes. So, so there's an inspection component, right? It's I get not there. Yes, but when I say there's no enforcement mechanism, there are still way. This is all. This all comes kind of underneath the United Nations, and so there are still ways to apply international legal pressure in different areas. But once again, you also have the Security Council. And so when it comes to the major players, it's very hard to get a consensus. With Iraq, yeah, you could, it, it was a little bit easier. 
But even with Syria, you saw, even with Syria, Syria used chemical weapons and we, we retaliated against them. Did they? And... Because I'm, I'm of, of the opinion that that looked very much, um, well, I don't know, you sort of false flag in a, in a desert, but... Um... Some of them, some of the attacks, there were some, there were some interesting abnormalities, but... And my rebels did it. Yeah, but I saw like, enough. It, it never made enough. any sense politically to kill Alawites when they that's Assad's own team, and it doesn't make a dime's worth of difference in the battlefield. But it's the exact red line that Obama drew that said we get more U.S. involvement. Like well, right true, after also, that, we had them on they, tape. I had the Al Qaeda operatives yeah. bragging about it and killing rabbits and showing the gas they got with Turkish labels and the rest of it. I mean, yeah, I, I remember, that was, absolutely. That was terrible. Like, and I got banned from YouTube for that. Hmm. I mean, I was, so I was still, I, I don't, well, depending on where, on which years it was, I spent eight years at the Department of State headquarters and in, in between there, I spent three years as an instructor, but uh, I was there. They used gas and the Assad's father used it in Yom Kippur. They used chemical weapons. Right. They used them there, but then I was, I was there, well, I, I think I was there and just left just in 2013, just before, just after. But there were still leftovers because Iraq didn't destroy all the chemical weapons. And in 2005, when I was there, like we found chemical weapons. Can, can they, I ask? They, can I ask what kind? Uh, well, I say we. Uh, I didn't. My unit did not. But. My MOS, like I had friends of mine who were on teams that found caches in the desert. We had some on the base that I was on, Al Assad. Like when we took over the base, they still had stores there. Um, they destroyed a bunch of it, and they buried a bunch of it. And when we found them, the Bush administration made the decision not to really publicize it. And, and, and what did you find, like VX and? Oh, well, no, they they mostly mustard gas. I mean, they, they had some nerve agents, but it was mostly mustard gas. Chlorine. Uh, cl well, chlorine. Um, chlorine is the main component in mustard gas. Well, well, I mean, that's different. But they weren't really making it by that point. So they, we're not really referring mostly to precursors. We're just talking about the actual. Um, because basically what happened was they had unmarked mortar shells, for instance. And so there were actually occasions where our, our coalition forces were hit with, with chemical agents that the insurgents didn't realize were chemical agents. They just were trying to sh shoot mortar jets because they found they, they would find stores, they, they'd be mixed in there. And so, so there are a few occasions where that happened, but mostly it was, we just, came across stuff buried in the desert. Uh, I've just got to ask Syria, a science in question. Syria, yeah. In Syria, like, they've, the Al-Qaeda and then, like, other, you know, ISIS, they would find some of these things in the desert, and they would also try to, by mistake or on purpose, fire some off, which could be, in, which could be confusing for intelligence. And then, of course, you also have the possibility that intelligence agencies would you know nudge 
or assist Assad or or some some of the other people to you know to piss off a certain group that they wanted to piss off internationally. So I don't. I'm sure that all that stuff was happening on all sides, but there was definitely stuff there. Whether or not it was all what they said it was, probably wasn't. But is it? I mean, we're never Sounds like a Bush and Wald incident. What's that again? If Bush had found WMDs, he would have told the world he found WMDs. They didn't have it. Well, they might have had some unmarked mortar shells. Really, that's not. We found that's some. Not, like, we, we found hundreds yeah. and thousands. We, we found stuff. But I'm going to have Scott Ritter back on this show. Wasn't, that. Because it wasn't enough and because it wasn't. I mean, to be honest, they use it as pretense. So I, I can think two things at the same time. One, they have the stuff, but two, we wanted to go in there anyway. So mm. I don't, I don't think, I don't look at that as. To me, it's kind of like they, yeah. They, they said they, they reconstituted their nuclear weapons program. That's definitely a lie, right? Yeah, it was not anything like they said it was. No, it's true. And so, no, it's, sorry, sorry. Yeah, to... They said we can't let the smoking gun be a mushroom cloud. They scared the hell out of everybody. Acting like they're on that secret nuclear weapons, all the while right. Israel they, they wanted, they actually had secret nuclear weapons. Because they stole from the United States. So I have to I have to ask. I've got a geek question, which I'll probably get slide. But um, I'm, I'm, I've been watching Scott Ritter's interviews as of late because he's speaking about Ukraine, and he 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 basically lays out that um. There was a a push from American I don't know, State Department. I don't know. Who, I don't know who's responsible in the non-conflict um, environment, where they would they were telling him to go to. He, he had to have a schedule that he would be fixed to as a UN inspector, and he apparently he was being told to break that schedule to try to force the hand as it were as you were saying charles to to bring in um u.s forces under the pretext of um but going after right wmds and look I, I i can remember all the saddam super gun and you know that he was <laughs> supposed to be building in 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 mountains and it was yeah, madeline albright cooked that up she's like uh we're going to get you rejected and then we'll say, Oh, they're not letting us inspect. He's like, but they are letting us inspect. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she went in there and said, look, if you don't let me in here, they're going to say, well, they didn't let me in here. And that's still a reason. Mm -hmm. And, and th th this was, this was prior to nine 11, right? This was all in the, mm -hmm. the years uh, lead, leading, leading up to it. Um, start with babies on incubators in the first invasion. We knew they had mustard gas because we, we sold it to them to use against Iran. And, you know, it was like 98 or so and a half percent cleaned up. We, they definitely had the IAEA clear them of their nuclear weapons. Nobody questions that anymore. Aluminum tubes myth from Judith Miller. That was a lie. The chemical weapons under his palaces. That was a lie. Who would sleep on top of chemical weapons, by the way? Hey, you <laughs> talked about Saddam here, man. He's, he was, yeah, uh, he, he lived on the edge. 
Yeah, he did. <laughs> Shooting crossbows his doors and shit. But they killed him. They killed his children. They had a monkey trial. His lawyers were murdered during the middle of it. There was no coverage of it. It's like they just destroyed that country and probably killed close to a million people. If you add up all the people that died from sanctions, which is over 500,000, almost 100,000 in the first Gulf War and the ongoing conflict every day. He was getting killed every day from about 2003 to 2006. Well, that, look, that, that, I, I, I remember during the 90s where, you know, we had, I was just nightly on, on, we didn't have internet or anything, and there would be reports of planes going in and, um, well, there was the no... Remember Tony Blair? They're 45 minutes away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In London, yeah. gas, gas. Yeah, and, and look... Murder David Kelly. Yes, um, I'll just throw that out. <laughs> um, I, I, I'll, I'll add this because I, I don't want to. The last person David Kelly had correspondence to was Judith Miller. Uh, yeah. No, I, I didn't. And, um, but what, what, I, what I will try and do is um, rather, rather than get caught up in the contentions, of, the historical contentions around um, Iraq. Because, um, like I say, Charles was there. I don't want to, the, you know, he did his service and, um, you know, and Charles has come out of that. And if I'm misquoting you, Charles, please, um, please correct me. But you, you said to me when we were talking one time that you, you put all that effort into supposedly f hunting for these WMDs, the, the, biologicals and uh, and uh, yeah you, you know who can forget colin powell waving around a little vial of uh white powder in the un but you, you i'm paraphrasing obviously but you said that you you know what's you know what's funny about that colin powell died of covid right yeah so yeah he's sitting there with a fake vial of anthrax talking about mythological weapons labs and then died of a virus made in the lab Mm. Yeah, uh, the irony is not lost on me. Um, but th th let me try and sort of, I, I want to focus the conversation. So, again, Charles, correct me. You, you said you spent all that time over there in that um, he, what would essentially deemed a hellish situation. And basically, you've come out to find that the the weapons that you were looking for are, are much, much closer to home. Um, is is that a fair assessment? So, yes. What I've said is that is that basically, you know, I spent fifteen years um, trying to prevent something like this from happening here. Trying to prevent the weapons that I knew that existed from like being on my doorstep, and so and. And for since I'm, I'm sure that he, I mean, he won't know, and many of the listeners won't know, the reason that I left the Marine Corps was because of PTSD. And so the thought of unnecessary death troubles me. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and to know that I left to, to be in, because I, I was, I, like, I went through a, like a three month, like residential PTSD program. And I decided during that, okay, you know what? It's probably time for me to 
go back home and be around normal people and like like i've done what i need to do here and um you know and i part of me wishes that i was still in but at the same time i mean if i had to be if i couldn't be fighting the way i was right now that'd be heartbreaking because i i got out in 2018 and but when the COVID happened and ever since then all i've seen is that everything that we tried to do to prevent that from happening i'm now watching our own government they either made it or they they provided they enabled it to be made neither of which is acceptable the, the worst part is that after that they they're they're trying to cover up even when it's so obvious that like nobody believes that this is natural they did a poll a year ago a year ago 72 percent of americans believe that it came from a lab and it's been a year that i'm i have no doubt it's probably 85 percent now well, and they're still pretending yeah so th this this is what i'm finding mind it's terrible for me that, that, that this, this debate is still going on about the lab origin when we've had Jeffrey Sachs turn around and literally blow the, um, the story on all the people that were involved. Yeah, I'll just uh, mute Ryan just for a oh. second. What uh, happened? Uh, but you've got, a, I don't know, you're like near a train station or something. I can hear hear like the speakers. Oh, I'll get away from the music. The 28% that will not say it's in a lab are doing that because Trump said it's in a lab. And they don't want to be like Trump. He's a fascist, racist, Nazi, blah, blah, blah. And like that, is the whole reason I wear a mask and everything is they think, well, if I don't wear a mask, that means I'm a Trump supporter. And in their head, the Trump supporter equals Nazi. Mm. Yep. Um, but, but again, that's this is this weaponization of the dialogue. And again, I would I would put forward the premise that this has been part of their um, modus operandi right from the beginning with respect to again which narrative are you going to push and i've i've seen the extremes which is the official narrative which charles thankfully has sort of sunk his teeth in and is not letting go of and then on the other end of the extreme you have people going around saying that viruses aren't real and yeah. all those bio warfare programs are just make-believe and yeah, I'm for the terror. Those are the same people that think every school shooting is fake. That die airplanes on 9/11. I think mm. some of them think the Earth is flat. Like that's uh, it's a kookification. I don't know if we if that's even genuine. If there really are people that naive and dumb, or if that wasn't planted on purpose. And then on social media, they turned the volume up on all that kook stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that was off on everyone else. Yeah, very, very deliberate. I think because they that it it helps obfuscate this lab origin and the the official programs that were behind it, right? They know yeah, that they can. 
it does more than obfuscate it because they'll say, "Ha, you believe in viruses? Government shill." You know <laughs> what happens? <laughs> what happens is people who are on the fence don't even want. It. They're so afraid of being labeled crazy mm. that they don't want to make their nuanced opinion on COVID or climate change or any of these issues known because right. then you're automatically, you're a virus denier, you're a, you're a weather changing denier. Like there's only as a light switch brain, we call it nothing or everything, nothing in the middle. Right. It's, it's a or B we used to call them basic bitches, but you know, there's a lot of people that in private tell me, keep going with your nine 11 research. I, I agree to everything I've heard you say. I'm like, we'll say that. And they're like, mm because they don't want to get lumped in with Alex Jones and the airplane deniers and the missile people. And, you know, they, they turn it into a circus. Same thing with Jeffrey Epstein. They're like, he's still alive and he lives in Israel. They make it a circus. And that is a weapon of obfuscation. And it just scares people. It's like guilt by association, you know? And the, 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 the bringing up Jeffrey Epstein, this is something that, again, needs to be included in this conversation. And Charles, I don't Please chime in here if you've got something to say. But we know that our science institutes have been Epsteinized. Yes. Or, 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 or actually all of it. Harvard, they MIT. They've been corrupted in many ways. So. But have you have you sort of come across anything that sort of drops in that little particular bin? Um, because I actually like I haven't, but at the same time. What we do see, but once again, I'm not, I'm not very familiar with his stuff, I don't, but I don't have to be because there's so much that's so obvious when I'm right. If you're talking about all the pandemic preparedness guru stuff that was being fed by, you know, Gates and the Welcome Trust and like, there's so much blatant public stuff that's out there the problem is that people just don't know that they, they don't realize that it's like the entire well, the, the other thing they don't realize that the, the entire narrative is built by the same group of people and they don't realize that in the early 2000s this public private partnership of biotech funding and biodefense merged with the NIH. Yes. And and the one thing you should never have done is mix defense with basic research. Stuff. Public health institutions, like the DARPA, academies. It, it like, blows my like, mind. To keep DARPA away from Fauci because it, the the military has its interesting characters, but there's you you, you don't mix you don't mix capitalism with or well not capitalism but you don't mix all this crap and give access to rich people to all of this defense stuff mm. you, you don't want to blur the lines with yeah. all of this what and, did you call it ryan don't i i said i agree lincoln sucks no i mean because that's where they start they always commercial interests always trumps national interest mm. and so when you mix commercial interests in with the national interest it's going to go for profiteering every time and that all yeah, starts with Dave Lincoln. And this is something that I like. I try to stay away from it as much as I can because I want to 
I, I want to make sure that, I mean, I gave up my house so that way, because I thought this was more important. And so what I want, you know, these deep state motherfuckers to understand and realize is that there is no more, there's no priority bigger to me than justice being done for the people that have died. I don't give a shit about anything else. And so now that is a real Marine. Want, I... take, take what you want, but I will not stop until this bullshit is done because this is not America. This is not what I fought for. This is not, this is not, I, I'm sorry, but this is not what we are. And I'm not going to allow it to, this to become who we are. I've told, I told Kevin the very first time that I was on the stream like a year ago, that I don't worry about what will happen if the world goes to shit. Like if, you know, whatever, some crazy shit happens or there. economic form takes over. I don't worry about any of that shit because I will be dead long before my constitution gets pissed on by, like, I'm just, I'm not going to let it happen. So, I mean, that's why it just so happens that my wife is from here in Northern Virginia. So we, yeah, we sold our house and it, well, cause it was out of that or get foreclosed on. Cause I had Blackwell, Blackwell come in and snatch yeah, that I mean, bitch up. So I said, I said, fine, fuck it. Because a year ago, almost exactly a year ago, I was like, I, I released the diffuse documents with the drastic. Oh yeah, this is this is some. I, I don't, before dropping that in on right. Are you familiar with the diffuse documents, Ryan? Because this this is a mind blowing um, data point. If you if you haven't heard it, no, I don't like. I can't participate in any of these Twitter groups either, since I'm banned on all that stuff. Mm. Well, no. Um... So Charles, please just uh, give give Ryan the. <laughs> okay, the... I'm listening. To, like I'm thinking, like you had to sell your house. Man, like well because well because I I st like I chose not to work. I left my last. I have two classes left for my MBA, and I've had that. I've been at that same point for two and a half years. Because I did you move to Virginia proper or is you still in Nova? Well, I mean, I'm in. I mean, I'm living right now. I'm in the basement of my in-laws' house. Um, after we sold their house, uh in august um because it was sell or get like literally we had passed one foreclosure date but they, they extended it and then we sold it before they got to the next date um, and so i made a profit thank god but but i refused to stop doing what i was doing and just get a regular job because nobody else was doing it Mm. And, and so, there, there, and there's such an important component. It's it's a linchpin right now in, yeah, in the narrative so that comes I, back. As it happens, as it make sure you give me his Substack so I can share it with everybody. Yeah, 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 man. Um, yeah. I, I'm 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 hoping that we can have more of these conversations because it's it, it, it there's so many topics to yeah go well, down. As and... it happens, I I became the recipient of I was contacted by somebody. Um, who well let, 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 let me let me just preface this real quick ryan okay. you you remember the 90 day window that biden said that they were gonna 
all the resources, all our intelligence agencies, they're all going in and they're going to get to the bottom of this. You, you, you remember that, right? Yeah, I wonder if Biden remembers that. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He, he doesn't, of course. But... All right. So, so that guy can remember nine hours ago. Yeah, it's, it's, looking, it's looking grim yeah. for him. but It's it, embarrassing, it, dude. He's just out there doing the thousand-yard stare and, and reading a teleprompter hobbles away shaking hands with invisible people so i has to come get them and show them which way to walk like the pressure like when hunter's stuff came out like that guy's got so many skeletons in his closet it is eating him yeah and, yeah yeah but so in in that in, in this context right so all all of the u.s's intelligence agencies were, were put on this job of resolving this question lab origins and this 90 right. day 90 days so that 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 was a thing and then in in that well they turned around uh, two weeks to squash the curve yeah yeah i mean sort of along that so charles <laughs> ronald reagan's quote there's nothing more permanent than a temporary government program right yeah god well Diffuse, Charles. Lay it, lay it on him. And actually, I'm, I will use this. I know this story, so I'm just going to excuse me, gentlemen, why I just take a little break, second break. Um, but, Charles, no, go for okay. it. Um, well, so last summer, as this as this 90-day intelligence thing was happening, um, I had already been made aware of the existence of a research proposal from EcoHealth Alliance to DARPA in which they were proposing to do like, which is basically explicit gain of function research to, and as part of the proposal, insert a furin cleavage site, um, do um, try to work with something called the DC sign pathway um, interferon suppression. So there's a whole group of things that you could do to, to tinker with a virus to make it more pathogenic and more infectious, etc. And it was everything that, like everything that they talked about in there were things that exist within the SARS-CoV-2 virus genome and had already and had been the major focus of all the controversy. And so basically we found where they had the intent to do exactly what you would need to do to create the virus that we have now. And it was a submitted to DARPA in 2018 and DARPA rejected it. <clears throat> But what what's what's understood in the in the scientific world is that when you make a proposal like that, a lot of the basic science, a lot of the work has already been done. Because when you go to get the grant money, you have to be damn confident that the what you say you're gonna produce, you have a realistic possibility of producing. Or you're not gonna get grant money in the future so and and we've since then we found much further evidence in support of it but the bottom line is is that everything that they said 
they were going to do that they wanted to do and that we now see in the virus they were proposing to do in 2018 and they knew about that proposal the entire time and they didn't know that I was going to receive it and that I was going to leak it with an analysis, like breaking it down. Um, but I, the day that they released the Biden report on, I think the August 27th, I was, I was waiting for that day because I wanted to see what they were going to do because I, I already knew about this diffuse proposal and I wanted to see if they were going to address it. And of course they didn't. So what it meant was that I was watching the intelligence community lie to the American people when I knew I had the evidence to, because the the proposal came from their servers. It came from the JVIX servers. So it came from That's the intelligence community's own servers. That is just... I, my question is, why... What is their excuse to do this ever at all? Like, let's make a virus more contagious and more deadly. Med medical countermeasures, Ryan. Oh, so we can uh, then we can find a countermeasure for the thing that we made a problem in the first place. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's not the way they say it, but yes, even DARPA said, "Yeah, this isn't going to work because." Now, <laughs> but, but, so basically, what we what we knew straight off the bat is that the intelligence company or community has lied, because we spend ninety one billion dollars a year, a year for these seventeen agencies, and they didn't tell them about it, and yeah. like was, and, was Fauci at the Northwoods meeting. <laughs> I, I don't know what that is. Uh, uh, it's a reference to another crazy thing they planned on. Don't worry about it. I'm waiting for Kamala Harris to come out and tell us viruses are small. <laughs> who's, Kam who's Kamala Harris? No, oh, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, she, oh, that's what Biden said. No. <laughs> who's that? She yeah, came out and said Russia's a big country. Said that this I'm like, morning. Wow, thanks for that. I never. Yeah, he, he doesn't know. You know what was funny is I've seen people go around and say, "Who's the vice president?" Like they go, who's the president? Some people say Biden. They go, who's the vice president? First female vice president. Nowadays, they say the first woman president, which is incorrectly on earth. They say, okay. And they don't know. And women don't even know. And, and they try and bullshit. They're like, uh, I know his face, but I can't remember his name. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> There's no he. <laughs> so, um, Our country's dead, man. The, what was the name of the server again, Charles? That it was J Wicks. Say, say it again. J. J Wicks. J Wicks. J W I C S. C can you just break that down again? For yeah, me, sure. For... That's the that's the top level um, classified server. So top secret um, with various sub compartments uh, that's used. It's run by the Defense Intelligence Agency, but utilized also by the FBI and the CIA and then occasionally by other So in, well. in, in theory there should be cross-linked databases with respect to search. That is correct. That is correct. They would have it was So multiple agencies could have independently honed in on that 
particular document correct. and it was on their own servers it was it was found um and it, it had been when it was found it had been placed in that folder recently um so within the 98 day window and Oh wait! So it 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 had been moved in, so like for someone to be uh, looking for yes. it. Yes, I, I don't know who put it in the folder, but I do know that it that it was that it was placed on that system in the vicinity of not long. I think it was not long after the first set of Republican hearings, uh, like with Dr. Quay in in June of last year. So, so we, as things were heating up and people were starting to look for it, it was placed there. And I don't know by who, and I, <laughs> but I do know that much for sure. So, look, it, uh, after watching Jeffrey Sachs, um, well, it's more than a week ago now, but basically <laughs> spilling his guts to Robert Kennedy that, Again, all all the all, all all the origins network that they'd pulled together—it was all corrupt. They were all lying. They were all all trying to um, cover for each other, and literally were sort of co-authors on all, all their grants, etc. I mean, it as far as yes. I'm concerned, the lab origin debate is 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 over in that respect. But the um, I, I I'm always coming back to how much of this is sort of controlled burn that there rather than have um the cia or the fbi finding diffuse they've deliberately sort of gone down the the pathway of saying well we'll we'll leak it to charles rixey it gets out there it's minimized in its exposure Right, because it's it's only the autistic spurgs who are just honed in on, on this conversation, and I just wonder and if they do. Don't make me call my spurgwaffen. Now, so I can, what, Those guys. What I can say is that um, first of all, <clears throat> that I'm I I don't want to explain too much of the of the background. Um, just because I don't want to, um, I, I, I don't want to have any negative impact upon the, the source. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the bottom line is that they, it seems pretty clear to me that it was not known that, that we were in possession of those documents. Because when, when, the, the the documents were known about because as project veritas released in january the department of defense the the department uh, there was an ig whistleblower complaint that went up through the department of defense that inv that invoked this there this set of documents um in dealing with the vaccine mandate that the DOD was was currently or at that point at that time was still considering hadn't yet approved. 
And so that IG complaint was known to Congress. And so, well, it was known to a few, as, I'm guessing, it wasn't known to everybody, but it would have been known to a few. Yeah, but I'm just, again, what, what is the... Know, right, but what I do know is that when we were getting close to wanting to release it, when, when, when I communicated with people on Capitol Hill who verified the accuracy of the documents, when they discovered that we had them, uh, they... Hang on a minute, oh, Ryan, the people, are, people are just asking, that I've got to put you on mute a little bit. I don't know if it's, if it's your yeah, kids. Yeah, mute me. Yeah. Mute me. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Charles, please uh, go, go on. Um, well, so they were... I can say with some assurance that it was not expected that that was going to come out from... My, from our from us <clears throat> because there were <clears throat> because I learned of a news story that was being prepared by the New York Times about said proposal that hadn't come from us and so what it appears to me is that EcoHealth Alliance was trying to run interference. Like they were trying because they they knew that eventually it might come out because of this IG whistleblower complaint. And so that was in the process. And I, on my own, and this is not something that has been shared, um, I, on my own, made the decision to publish it when it was published and not publish it through a media source, but just directly with drastic because I was aware of that. And I wanted to make sure that a true unbiased analysis of what was inside of it could reach the people prior to some other prior to some disinformation BS being run by somebody that was trying to protect them. And what I feel based upon everything that's happened is that that was the right call because it blew up. They weren't prepared for it. And they did not get to set the narrative with diffuse. They didn't. Mm. As much as they tried to, they didn't. Well, we, you because, just had Fat Angie this week in that, Ebright exchange basically saying falling back on the excuse that uh, oh that project wasn't funded that's that's literally the only repost that they have at this moment that, that of course that, it is because it was what's crazy is that fat Angie and I hope that offends her but yeah, she actually did, did, did you Twitter, see this video Twitter, clip we had of her listen listen to this on her Twitter profile she I made fun of her yeah. and I called her, I made a meme called ad hominatrix. Mm, yeah. uh, and she took that word and put it into a profile description, which I think is great. Um, but, and cause if you search that term now on Twitter, you can see what people are making fun of her for having that in her, 
<laughs> profile. But anyway, but no, what people don't know about her is that most of the grants that she was working on, never as the PI, of course, but just as a scrub mm. at Columbia were DOD grants. And nobody knows this. She is DOD grant all over her past. And of course, now I'm sure that's why she's working at the BSL four in Canada. Mm. But so she is, she's absolutely connected to all of this shit. I, whatever it is, she was chosen for the cover up to help be a, a disinformation voice from the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 absolutely. And I, I, was it you that published the um, Twitter follower um, rates? That's correct. I yeah, yeah, that. yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I, I analyzed, I went to the Internet Archive and I was able to track the followers over time. And I was able to see that people like Angie Rasmussen, Trevor Bedford, Florian Kramer, um, oh gosh, what's his name? Vincent Racaniello. Mm hmm. Uh, and and some others. There's a group of virologists, all connected to all of this, who were obviously chosen to be narrative makers. They they did. You could you could track like there were media interviews that they did in New York Times and other newspapers on TV, and they've been constantly used for those activities, and. What I found was is that they all had massively, exponentially growing follower numbers. Hmm. So, like uh, Trevor Bedford had fourteen thousand in early twenty twenty, and then in a span of six weeks, he went to like three hundred thousand. And I went back and checked. That's actually he gained more followers per day and per week and per month for a couple of months than Joe Rogan who at the same time had 7.5 million followers. So we're talking about, he, he was doing, he was growing at Rogan-esque pace and he's right. a random bioinformatics dude known by nobody, total nerd. I mean, it, it's, and Angie Rasmussen was another one. And they were all, they were even all verified by Twitter within like a one week span. Like, it was so fake and so constructed. Well, in 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 the context and of so, Fauci's daughter working at, at Twitter, right? That's that's oh, not I, a, like I didn't even learn about that till recently. But but yeah, I mean, all of this. There's the level of corruption and the level of narrative control and the level of censorship that has taken place. That was obviously from the beginning official or uh, let me rephrase that it was obviously you know certain intelligence communities that were tied to wuhan via these connections like a certain unnamed person <laughs> will you know mm. has already given deposition about mm. like there was it was so like when i as i look back it is so clear and the scale of it is so massive mm. that it's overwhelming. And the fact that Fauci sits at the nexus of that and has been protected, because I've even heard from people on Capitol Hill that anybody that tried to start digging into Fauci would get 
like if they were members of staffs of, of congressmen, for example, like they'd be reassigned or fired very quickly. Mm. I mean, I, I and I don't want to say specifics, but I know that their members of Congress are being hounded in ways differently, but but certainly, obviously, by the same forces as uh, Sir Sir Andrew Huff. Like it's mm. what is happening right now is disturbing, and it. it it's terrifying. Like to be honest, it's terrifying to me. And if, if we don't stop it now, who knows? Like, yeah, yeah, it, that, that, it, it, it can only get so much worse. And when I hear officials saying things, then they're concerned for themselves. That is horrifying. Yes, and um, I'm, yeah. I, again, I, I have these concerns as well. I really, I really think we're in a very, very precarious situation because, um, you know, I, I, again, I don't want to shoot off on another complex topic, but um, as as we're seeing the fallout around Ukraine right now, and we're seeing that these that there are definitive and concrete links between the same groups who are involved with the, the SARS cover-up being um, intimately involved in the, um, well, again, I, 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 did you see the clip from um, Ditra where they're, where they're basically trying to do counter-narrative as to what the um, what the bio labs were in Ukraine, and uh, have you seen that clip? No, I haven't. Oh, dude, if some because if so Ditra is so, I mean, I have, I have friends. I don't remember if it's Ditra or Barta or someone, but like my mentor from like my the man who's made like, taught me more about leadership than anybody I know. I I think my work at Barta maybe I don't know. Like there are good people, they work at these institutions, um, but there are bad things with within these institutions. Yeah. Um. And, let me let me just. Uh. I just want to try uh, sound check with. Yeah. Hi, Ryan. Yeah, I got to bounce. I got another nine eleven interview to do. So, but I appreciate <laughs> it. This has been very interesting, and I'm going to listen to the rest of it later. But okay, so I got to go. Um. Yeah. yeah take it easy, Brian. Hopefully, we can sort of do a um more. An another one um that dive down these oh, uh, rabbit, rabbit holes um but cheers dude this stuff's fascinating we don't have a free press like no. just, no, we... everything that was just said like we don't have a free press uh, uh, see you then all right thank you uh all right charles uh please um carry on like i say i'm i'm dragging ukraine into this um discussion and again it 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 bothers me immensely that we're seeing the same characters the metabiota the uh, usa the um the predict programs all of it seems horribly tainted and um it we we either grab a hold of the situation now or again i think that we're looking at a very very 
dark um, future. I guess for you know how, how long that stretches out, I don't know. But um, if you if you had to give a probability of something being done effectively, yeah, what what would you give it at right now? I um. I uh, well, I didn't quite catch like the, the last couple of seconds of what you said, but I, I know that ninety nine percent of our country is not evil, mm. uh, even though thirty percent of it might be stupid. Um, the, they're 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 not evil just because they disagree with, you know, normal sane things like gender or whatever. But <clears throat> but I, I you know I, the, the, those aspects I think are part of the assault on on people's minds. That it, they it may- are. I, I definitely think I don't know if you've ever heard of the God. I forget what it's called. There's like some seventies the document that was found in a printer or something at one point. I forget what it was called. I, I first saw it from Joanna. Uh, the Unabomber Manifesto. No, no, no. That, <laughs> although that is, that was very prescient as well, but I forget what it's called, but basically it was something to the effect of being like undermining society to, and to take it over by distracting it and mm-hmm. pretty, pretty much everything we're seeing now. Yeah, well, it's Yuri Bezmenov um, descriptions of how to how to sub, uh, subvert a country, basically. And... Yeah, basically, I forget what was the document itself was called, but basically, like a, a how-to guide or a description of how they were going to do it or whatever. Hmm. And I don't know if that document was real, but what's happening now is is obviously real. Hmm. It's incredibly and... effective. I mean, it is, and. At the same time, what I've you know, <clears throat> my life has changed for the better by being able to see in Iraq that even though there was a whole controversy over why we were there and everything, at the same time, there on the ground we did make a positive difference. We did help them aspire. We helped them gain freedom. The Iraqis that I met were grateful, and and I know yeah, that, those those are the human itself. stories on the ground, right? And right. Uh, America itself still like the values that we have are values that the world appreciates, mm-hmm. and they may not always agree with all of them, but they understand that we're that we are important mm. when we are doing what we're supposed to do. It's, it's important for us to be there rather than China or Russia or somebody else. Yeah. And, and what, well, it's, it's, me, it's about, it's about the, the, the point of establishing equality under, under the law. Right. I, I think that's right. what it boils down to. And there's this, the, the problem that's arisen is this idea of giving corporations the same standing as human beings. That's that's where I see the fundamental disconnect, and it, it's. I would say it's 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 less about corporations and more just about 
the fact that there is a class of people that, and there's always been, a, you know, the class like this, but there's a class of, of they, I mean, I guess you call them technocrats now, mm. but the wealthy industrialist people and in and the intelligentsia and they've kind of merged together and they don't represent the best interests of humanity no. and the fact that our deep state has become the fact that our bureaucracy is is more beholden to whatever agenda that they're on and not to the president or Congress or the people is, I mean, it's horrifying. It's disgusting. It's wrong. And the fact that the Democrats are protecting that, I mean, the Republicans have too, but like to a horrific degree at this current moment, the Democrats are, they've decided that they're willing to accept Fauci and his idiocy and his evil in order to in order to maintain power yeah. is so beyond the pale it, it, because we're talking about you know killing JFK but then but, but, but that was a person we're talking about millions of people mm. and it doesn't matter so let, let's say that it was China and not us Fauci's response to the, this virus yeah, was it's to, a criminally negligent. Was to enable it. Was to enable it to spread, and to jab us with the things that were the worst. And he knew this. Yeah. And and the fact that myself and well, the fact that anybody, the fact that me or anybody else that I've encountered has had to be the ones to fight this fight is a pathetic, just... Oh, it's a terrible indictment, dude. Re really. It's an indictment of our entire system. Yeah. But at the same time, Amer like the vast majority of our country had nothing to do with this. Sure, half of the country went along with it because they wanted to screw the other team. Mm. And that was wrong. No, but the, 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 the really time, sick part, Charles, is that many ones. many people just had to go along with it because they had no choice, or they didn't have a choice. Yes, yeah, absolutely. That, that that's the that's the really um, galling and part. It has to stop. It has to stop mm. because, as as I've told you, and as you've told me, and as everybody knows, America, as flawed as we are, we're the best hope that humanity has. And the fact that we haven't lived up to that recently, or for recent decades, uh, I can't change that. Mm. What I can change is what I'm going to do about it. And that's the problem, is that we've been led by people who weren't leaders and who were willing to let this stuff happen because they had no courage, they had no vision, and they didn't care enough about humanity. What have we seen more than anything is that everybody should have their eyes open that these technocrats, they do not care about humanity. Mm. If they're willing to, to 
give the middle finger to farmers in Canada and, and in the Netherlands and, mm. and all these, and in Sri Lanka, if they're willing to let millions of people die and then let millions of people freeze this winter. Mm. On, on, on the premise that it, it, it's going to have some good at some indeterminate time point in the future for an indeterminate amount of people. It, exactly. This is asinine. This is this is this is no longer international politics. This is international. It's the suicide of the West. Is yeah. the only way that you can look at it, and the only reason there, there's no way that that is simple. You don't make decisions that are that terrible on so consistently around the West without it being on purpose. And so I don't care what the purpose is. Like I care, but at the same time I don't because it has to be defeated at all costs. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, because anybody, any, anybody, any representative in Congress who is willing or who has not been willing to stand up and call this out for what it is. Um, if, if they're not willing in our darkest days to be willing to stand up and defend the people that they represent, then they shouldn't represent us on any day mm. ever. And it's, it's the same, look, in my opinion, it's the same with the people that we've given privilege to in, in the institutes that were, I make the argument that are supposed to be there as, as a sort of safety net as it were, to stop the worst predations of this mix Absolutely. of uh, the corporate with, uh, um, I can't remember if it was you or Ryan that said it, that just this uh, allowing corporations access to these technologies and these uh, infrastructures that, that, you know, something as, you know, I'm not saying it's not, um, you need a military, right? It's to, to, it's human nature, right? But yes. to, to start mixing the corporate world in to the point where it's not just missile technology anymore. It's it's this fundamental reality of biology, right? You, you're you're getting down to the you know even even a nuclear weapon it's it, it's a it's a contained system that requires a very specialized infrastructure to maintain it over uh the course of its lifetime the, yes. the biology is is inherently unpredictable and i would argue non-containable once you start messing with it and this is this is where we get to this really really dark aspect of, of this biology which is um why why are they putting the the epitopes of concern that we have into these shots it it doesn't make it doesn't make sense to me and the only the only conclusions that i can come to are a bad ones at this point right why why put in why put in the fear and cleavage side why put in the um you know that whatever you want to argue about the hiv homology it's still there the homology is still there with these um that the neurotoxin the cholinergic 
aspects, the the amyloidogenic components, all of those all of those things are are known quantities in in the field that experts should should know about and, and should be able to point to and say that there was a problem pretty much like i was doing right from the beginning we knew we knew that that i knew that there would be issues around these these peptides and proteins and I, again i i'm not see i'm not seeing incompetence here i'm seeing malfeasance and a, a whole a whole bunch more and yeah again i'm i'm sort of brought down to the, the the question of how how touch and go is it right now that they would they would do anything to cover up that that malfeasance right and this is this is why i, think, I uh, well, i'll I, let you answer the first bit and then i'll get to my my next hobby horse but um yeah. yes um so obviously that's the main thrust of, of what I've been researching because what happened is I was I was digging into the censorship and then once the diffuse documents came out like around that same time the 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 moderna insert piece became I became aware of it although it didn't it wasn't published for another six months <clears throat> and actually JC has recently talked to um, one of the authors of that paper yeah I mean that's that came out of Pittsburgh right uh, yes well it, that was one of the authors hmm. it was Adam Brevsky <clears throat> out of Pittsburgh who's a cancer researcher uh, the, the person I believe who originally first discovered it was uh, a guy named Mbati, who is, he's actually an optometrist from Oregon, I believe. And he happens to have the claim to fame of he was the world's youngest medical doctor. He, he was completely done with everything at 17. <laughs> and what's that uh yeah. tv series from the 80s what was what was that called uh, doogie hauser yeah doogie hauser, that's right yeah. in, in the mid 90s he literally became doogie hauser and uh and so he the dude is brilliant and apparently he was the first person to recognize to to, to tie it to this moderna sequence <clears throat> And I don't know. Exactly so, to, how... to, to, to just to break that down for people who who are not um, familiar with the literature, basically, basically, this nineteen nucleotide sequence is a, is a reverse transcription of a patented cell line from Moderna that um, is part of a um, cancer research line, and the gene yes. itself is. Um, well, I want to say it's upregulated in in these these cancer models, and um, you know you, you could, and this is something that they admitted to, right? That the Moderna people were on national right. TV. They, they haven't denied it mm. because I think now 
that is an incredibly complex um, thing that, to be honest, me and JC, we didn't really fully understand because the way it, it's super high tech and the way that they would actually do it, like the full description of it, is, is far more complex than they could put into this paper. But uh, suffice it to say that sufficiently technically capable people would have been able to use it as a backdoor way to insert this particular sequence in a way that would um, make it Give us, give us the the furin cleavage sequence and its its flanking sequences. Right, right. That, that, that... It basically make it fit in place mm. because it's very fragile. The sequence, as it's designed, is very fragile, mm. and it has to be done like in one. The QTNS just before has to be there in advance for this stuff to work and. So, so we don't know exactly like which route they took because it could have taken several routes. But the bottom line is, is they, that... they could turn around and just say it was a recombination event in a, in a cell line. That look, it may it may have been great for culturing that cell line. That how did that cell line get contaminated with this? And that's the part where, like, because that wouldn't just happen. Mm. It would have had to come from. That's actually a worse argument for them because. But I think that's what they'll fall fall back on. That that's that that's the only well, the good thing. The good thing is that they it's going to be difficult for them to plead ignorance. It's going to be difficult for them to say that this is a vaccine, for instance, mm. or that this, that the intent was vaccine. Because what they did, and this is the, the reason why you haven't seen me for for three months or yeah, we missed you, bro. <laughs> right. So other than having to move and be homeless and, and everything else. The reason why I've been so quiet is because I have literally been reading and researching this specific set of issues nonstop. Mm. And so every time I find a piece of evidence now, I'm going and finding lots of corroboration so that way it can be undeniable. And in the case of this right here, what we had is they're going. What they're going to say is that, well, well, this must have been a vaccine. Mm -hmm. Whatever happened to it, whether it was LAV or whatever, they're not going to be able to do that because one of the things I did was I went through. Now it's about forty studies. Right, when I went, I went through the entire study, I looked at. Okay, was it? for HIV or for flu or for MERS or for SARS, mm. did they keep the furin cleavage site? Did they do this and did they do that? Well, so, so one, of the, one, of the, one of the things that yeah. I, I could Im imagine in the scientific meetings that they would, they would have around this type of technology is if they were looking for sort of um, cancer type therapies where you want to be able to you've got a metastasized cancer that's hitting a lot of organs and you want to be able to put in your agent that's going to target those cells in as many organs as possible right that that would that would 
make a that could be a technical reason as to why you would sort of see that type of um homology and sequence there that's that that's the only reason that i could think that they would say we will keep this as part of the project line and the iteration that you would do as you as you refined your um your protein product um a anything right. else is just well let's say it's not vaccine it's not um it's not uh well i don't know i guess you could argue that there's some obscure research reason that they would do it but again the only the only medical reason that i could think that they they were doing that was that they wanted something with wide tissue tropism to target um metastasized tumors right so you could give right. like like an iv injection and you can say okay it's going to cover 90% of these these tumors M maybe maybe right and that's and that makes sense from a cancer perspective hmm. but there is no reason for them there's no reason to keep that cell tropism for a vaccine because hmm. in a vaccine all you're trying to do is is you're trying to to get to the mucosal layer or you're trying to flag the immune system hmm. to respond to this protein you don't need the the virus you don't need the pathogen to be in every single cell tissue for mm -hmm. that to happen mm -hmm. and, and even if even if they try to come up with that that's not how our immune system works as jc would <laughs> yeah it, it, it's sort of how <laughs> have a fewer cleavage site mm. it like at all Mm. But, and look, um, it shouldn't be lost on people that one of the biggest reasons for non-COVID excess deaths right now, and this, and this, again, ethical skeptic, should, all credit needs to be whoever that guy is. Um, he needs uh, when this is done, he needs awards as well. And well, I know who he is actually. So oh, you do. Um, <laughs> I, I um I've I've talked to him a lot in the last few months. Mm. And he's doing he's doing God's work from oh God, yeah. Yeah. And he's definitely doing it for the right reasons. And he he's so he's definitely one of the good guys. And yeah, I'm I, I, I'm cheered. I, I, I hope to work with him someday at at this because because mm. he his basically what he's doing is, is what I'm doing. But in the in the data space, mm. where he's he's just calling through the data and pointing out the he's showing that this is happening, which then is great because it's the same stuff that you have been saying was going to happen, and it's the same stuff that I've been saying and that I've been proving that they were targeting to censor. Mm. So all the pieces are coming together now. To the show, they were censoring it. We know what they were censoring. We know why they were censoring it. We know the implications and the collateral damage that has been caused because of it. Mm. And so I put a bunch of that stuff together, and he's putting data that just absolutely confirms it. My my own health agencies are are lying 
on a massive scale about the data to cover up massive murder of Americans mm. because of the cancer and the amyloid and all these other things coming from these well, vaccines. It's, it's worldwide. That's the thing. It's uh, uh, worldwide too, but yeah. yeah. Um, the and the my concern. Th this, this is what I, I have concerns about right now, is that that the that data is going to become so damning, right? That uh, as we've seen that they've held stuff back to I don't know, just just to sort of I guess try and get distance between events. Trying to trigger, trying to trying to draw it out, mm. kick the can to prevent the damage from hitting before the election. Mm. And right my, my, my concern is that they'll just start spoofing the data. We won't get reliable uh, data anymore. We're, 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 de we're dependent on these institutes that we know are fundamentally flawed and corrupt right now. And what, you don't, you don't think they're above just uh, <laughs> a few keystrokes and uh, change it, changing some numbers? Just to make it, just to make it disappear. Say, so look, they—they—they're all just—they are all those conspiracies theorists. They're terrorists now. Arrest them for all the. I the... think, I think that. So here's what I think is the likely response, which is there's so much data that has always been open source and available that when they've retracted and started trying to pull the strings, it's it's obvious, and you know, people like the ethical skeptic are able to point it out. Or like with all the Twitter machinations and suppressing some people and, and raising up others. I mean, that's what I've been trying to do. That's what all of us have been trying to do is compile the evidence that shows we can say, this is exactly what you're doing, and we know why and how and everything. I don't know that they can fabricate the data like that because it's not going to prove it's not going to do anything except show that they're that they're still alive. Yeah, but it's 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 a case of just like they don't care anything anything to sort of. I, I do I do believe that, but I think what's more likely to happen is they're just kind of what we're seeing now, which is they're just going to blow up the world. Mm and try to gain control through exploiting crisis yeah just to create as much chaos as possible to wriggle out of any uh, or scrutiny uh, i think that's the only way they can what terrifies me is that i think that's the only way that they can get out of it and i think they know that mm -hmm. and i think they know that the alternative is them swinging right and so what we we just have to hope really that part of the reason one of the things that's pissed me off so much is that and that have been motivating me is that i have said since february of 2021 well actually even before that that we cannot wait until election 2022 mm -hmm. to start this because mm -hmm. it's because that's what republicans are trying to do and we can't kick the can because we don't know what's going to happen in the interim. Mm. And here we are, two months before the election. And, you know, there. We've got trench warfare in Europe. Um, they're trying to destroy, they're, they're trying to destroy economies and shit like that. Yeah. And it's become so obvious. 
that I'm actually surprised that 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 here in America there hasn't been the realizations yet. Well, again, I, 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 I had to push through because we have we have if we tear down this piece, if we poke these holes in the dam, eventually it's going to burst. And I know that Fauci is the biggest thing patching it together. Hmm. And once it gets yeah, started... Fa Fauci, but, right, but if you take a abstracted look at it, it's not one man. It's, it's, a, it's a literal spider web organization. A, a right, right. Very but critical. We need to get note. the water running. We need to get the water running and let nature take its course. Hmm. And it'll weather it down eventually and the shit will come down. Hmm. But the longer we wait, the more people are going to die of, of unnecessary things. Because, I mean, I talk to the frontline doctors all the time. I mean, they're figuring things out. They're working on ways to combat these clots, this fibro, this floating in our bodies. Mm. These, like, they're doing everything they can. And I, I believe in our innovation, innovative capability to overcome whatever horrific things they've done. Mm. But people are going to continue dying unnecessarily until and, and it, it, it. it ramps and, and up each each um new cycle of whatever whatever chaos agent that they're going to deal out onto onto the Correct. onto the table and like i say when we're in a situation where we're watching um again it blows my mind charles that we're watching trench warfare in europe in the 21st century and literally the uk this is this is how again this is my a lot of what we talk about is america and i, I i'm not american and I, right. I have little little say but when i when i hear about that the uk is training training ukrainians for for trench warfare where they were giving them a free week course and now they've extended it to a five-week course of soldiering for trench warfare. Um, look, whatever you think of Russia and Putin, um, those those acts in in this instance, when Russian Russians are getting chewed up in that type of warfare because it is so horrific. It is it is such a um, brutal way of. Um, engaging engaging an enemy i think this isn't your standoff um push a button and boom and you've got some you've got a bit of bit of war porn you can put up on on youtube yep. this, this is something completely different and and now now we've got the the uk as one of the primary cheerleaders in 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 a conflict in my mind it has the potential to spiral completely out of control europe was all, europe was already sort of teetering if you looked at the last year or so with because of mandates because of you know cost of living right if you look at places like france that the, the people were out on the streets every every weekend and that, that's because they're in, in europe it's even more obvious that it's intentional and it was horrifying to me as a historian. Um, I mean, I, it's hard for me to fathom how the same 
I, I know that you know this, but Americans don't. But just the like British people and, and French people and German people, they know what trench warfare is. Mm. Like maybe maybe they didn't do it, but their grandparents did. Oh, the tra the trauma is still there, dude. And that that traumatized mm. generations. Mm. I mean, it didn't just create demographic bumps. It traumatized generations because it was truly horrific. Mm. And the fact that, that those same people, w whether it be because they want everything to collapse or whether because they just want to hold on to their power and they think that's the way, like it can't happen like it did 100 years ago because the modern world with our media, we're not going to look at that and accept it. Mm. It's not going to happen. Well, and, and it's it's, but if you're in a situation where, where where they uh, it's shit or bust for them, right? They because if they lose, they lose, right? This isn't this isn't some bit that of terror, right? True. That this is this is existential for them, and so or because the shitty human beings that shouldn't be here anyway. Yes, this is existential because they're evil. And I agree, hundred percent. I'm uh, look. I know this is sort of off off topic, but did you did you see the? Um, you obviously know about Dugan's daughter getting blown up in in the car bomb right in in Moscow and yeah. what have you. And um, so there's a there's a website. Um, I, I can't pronounce it because of the Ukraine Mitrovitz or something like that. It's called, and it's a kill list. It's a kill list where they put people that they want with respect to targets and if they get them they'll write liquidated etc and they'll say that this person's high profile and and in the on the back end of the website you can see that it's being run off nato servers in belgium right um at, at that point yeah. to me we've we've gone beyond the normal the, the the normal constraints of warfare that but, but was supposed to be put in place because of the horrors that we had in in the 20th century from mechanized war trench yes. trench warfare mechanized war and that's that's why we ended up with things like the geneva conventions and now and now that, that there's evidence that would seem to indicate that nato was uh, uh, not only not only training up Ukrainians for you know you could argue there's a real politic stuff with that but maintaining maintaining a kill list off a server and like I say that's bad operational security to let that slip but it tells me that we're in a far far worse situation than um than, than people realize well let me, let me bring it home for you then because bring the historical perspective Hitler fought in World War One, And as a as a young gefreiter on the front lines, he was gassed. And he actually won the second highest war for valor mm -hmm. when he was a PFC, basically, in the First World War. And the immediate aftermath, he was wounded and like it burns to his face and everything. And in the aftermath of that, you know, he became radicalized because they they took the loss and, and everything. But he was, but he refused to use chemical weapons against mm. uh, against al allied troops during the Second World War because 
he had experienced it and he knew how horrific and inhumane it was. Mm. Now, it tells you something about how much he hated Jews because <laughs> he did use them against Jews. Mm. Well, look, because look, man, if... because he, because he dehumanized them. But at the same time, he refused to use them because he understood that the Geneva Conventions for that of 1925, it made, he understood what that meant. Mm. That, as illogical as it was, it was better to die by a bullet or a bomb mm. than by a bug mm. or by a gas cloud that's coming towards you. There's just something that's in, it, as inhumane as war is, that is a different level. Now, I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, and and if you were if you if you were in Hiroshima after the the bombs and you saw the the people who survived, but not for long, mm. and you saw everything destroyed and devastated, but you understood that there was a different level that we should, that we don't go we don't go beyond that level because it's wrong. That's not who. That's not even humans have a limit. And the entire purpose of all of these things was to not get to the point where anybody would be willing to use biological or chemical mm. weapons again. Mm. And instead, what happened, what's happened, and you said it right at the very beginning, I think, I'm pretty sure it was you, where in the early 2000s, the United States went, like, they very quietly kind of withdrew from some of the biodefense mm -hmm. like they wanted to carve out a space so that way they could do what they wanted to do mm. yeah and which look, helped I, I, I found that out from this. mark um his tonic life. right marcus yeah, yeah. he's done a great job mm. and there's been so many people like that who who've helped it but what they're saying is is that we we kept tiptoeing over the line and our, you know the cia was always doing it and mm. And the DOD was always doing it, but we weren't. But we were. We were actually doing some. Some of it was for defensive purposes. Mm. And at the same time, we wanted to stay ahead of the other guy. Mm. But the, when we, to me, but what's the cost of that? This is this. Well, uh, well the the cost is when when they made the unholy alliance, when they crossed over into the civilian realm because they wanted to. Stay brain current. trust it's the brain trust that they wanted this is this is what i think they 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 just pushed it in into academia threw money at it and again they, you they wanted to stay ahead but at the same time they got all these people involved who did not have uh this is gonna sound dumb because there's corrupt people everywhere but and militaries do evil things anyway but at least in the military there's a there's accountability that you can you can look to that they do things in their own way, especially in the U.S. military. Like there is still justice. Like there's politics and other stuff, but mm. but there is still a certain amount of justice. And well, we like to I like to think so. I hope so, man. And uh, because... they mixed in the woke and, and everything. And they, so all of our institutions have been under attack. Mm. But in addition to that, they decided to to merge in these two things: the civilian research and in the military and Fauci was at the center of that. Mm. And I can't think of a worse person to put in the nexus of that than him. Or so what, 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 what's your, what's your opinion on just Jeffrey Sachs? Just on Jeffrey Sachs. Yeah. And, and his, um, 
whistle blowing. I believe that he's allowed to speak because they realize that they have to do something because it, it, it's going to be completely out of their control if they, if they don't have a voice. I believe that he is, you know, a, a globalist, but at the same time, I, I believe that whatever it is that they're willing to do, he's not as willing to go to as great a length. I mean, because... after the videos that I did sort of breaking down that confession, I guess, not confession, but whistleblowing, I've, I've actually seen him sort of take up some very strong anti-war stances. And, you know, I'm, it, it made me sort of, you know, am I being too hard on um, who, who he is as an individual? Are we, am I letting sort of historical... Um, it's not grievances on my behalf, but you know, I've I, I'm old enough. I I remember the fall of um the Berlin Wall and just the chaos that engulfed Russia for m many many decades. And look, there's a a lot of people put a lot of responsibility for that on Jeffrey Sachs and the other. I don't know there's another two or three sort of four leaders who who. What was it shock therapy economic shock therapy for for right, Russia yeah. right and he was definitely he was definitely pushing things that destabilized the country worse mm. and and that's true and and he I like I'm going into it I wasn't a fan if you asked members of drastic who actually talked to Jamie Metzel because I haven't but if you do they, like they were they were trying to say hey you know i think this can actually be good mm. and yeah i i have no faith in, in anybody that comes from those institutions mm. but at the same time what he has done not necessarily with his first paper yes but when he came out on a couple of occasions and explicitly spoke and said things that had to be said mm. by someone and the fact that he was willing to say them does say something because it's more than I. Well, it's, it's look, I, expected from I, I didn't expect. I didn't expect it at all, right? You, you know, obviously, yeah. There's a paper he wrote, um, the PNAS paper, and yeah, I, I went through that. I was just like, ah, oh, it's just there was nothing. Right. There was I nothing of sub too. substance. In, in, in I told you that day that it came out. Uh, I think in a DM, I was like, hey, this looks like controlled op opposition because he's talking about Enac, but he's not talking about the HIV stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and that might even be true. But nonetheless, when it comes to digging into the biowarfare and the biodefense crap, mm -hmm. I have to give him credit because he is yeah. a lot more than I ever thought that he was going to. Yeah. And so, so suddenly, suddenly I'm sort of, oh, okay. We're, we've sort of passed a Rubicon and I'm sort of now looking around thinking well okay what what do we do now and and so the only the, the only thing that's sort of running through my mind is that um why isn't it on all the media channels right now 24/7 that should be the the major story um constantly because it it's it's so it's so encompassing and it, it well, because Jeffrey Sachs doesn't represent the he represents a a, a worldview that is afraid of losing control 
and it feels like they're going to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to tell globalist friends, hey, we've gone too far. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to, like, we're not at the place where we can do this, where people are just going to accept it. And this isn't, like, this, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's a group of them who realize that. Mm-hmm. And but whoever that group is, they're not in control of, of Biden. So mm. and they're not in control of Canada. Or, yeah. Or and like I said, to, to, to think of it as monolithic um, would be a very sort of low resolution and low dimensional understanding of what what is go, what does happen sort of behind the scenes. And, and, and yeah, right. you, you know, the he, he, for me to still see debates about lab origin after um sacks coming out the way that he does is is again it's it's now almost sort of humorous in in a way but the the question now is then what what do we do and has this been an effective method for controlled burn so that the the majority of the people just are not going to realize what's what's taken place because that the, they're, they're still thinking like a year ago that, that oh there's some lab debate and natural origin and um that that's my concern that they've they've, they've sort of boxed think, this in i think so one of the things i've done recently is i've updated some of the censorship stuff that i did in this in the spring which is a pre an update of my first set of data that i was running mm. and so the latest statistics are that including the, the PNAS plea piece from Sachs, there have been four lab-leaning papers mm. in the top six journals and their like sub-journals. Out of 197 articles that had some sort of, that discussed the origin in some capacity or things tied to the origin. There have been four, and there have been 115 zoonosis leading ones. Mm-hmm. So four to 115. So 29 to one is the ratio. And which is about the same very, as- very deliberate fourfold um, in that because they know that that's that's the official record, and, and in well, one year, two years, believe. yeah, and that's what gets cited. And so- well, yes, because the other, every other type of media, every other forum. TV, um, n- newspapers, books, mm. articles, and commentaries. Every other medium is at least a two to one or greater ratio, lab to uh, oh, interesting. Service. Interesting. In every other media category, including the journals, except for the top six. Mm. So that's. Maybe it's worth. That's the grip that Fauci's had on the system. So maybe maybe it's worth sort of trying to again re recapitulate the evidence, the new the new evidence. Go off the citation that Sachs has allowed. To, I, I don't know. Just sort of push back. My my gut instinct is that the journal <laughs> system is broken, and it's in its sort of. Well, I hope it's, it's utterly in, broken. Yeah, it's I, utterly I, I broken. hope it's in its death throes. And I, but my own sort of concern is that I don't want to be contributing any more to that system 
that than I have to to perpetuate it. I don't want to be playing that game right. of um, oh, we'll get this published in such and such, and it'll it'll be uh, I don't know, it'll change change humanity. I, I don't see that happening, and so as part of the overhaul that needs to happen is that whole system needs pulling down and you know my that's why that's why i released drastic papers or the the diffuse papers the way that i did because i saw because originally we there were people trying to connect us with a newspaper to do a story and that was cool and all but jamie messel but but when i came when i saw like the bigger picture i had to make a choice okay am i going to let this be like a controlled like i don't want to release a narrative that just happens to be on our side i want to release the truth mm. without any possible uh, what's an all brother except the evidence mm. and i took a lot of heat for that like people were pissed at me well they were pissed at us because they didn't know it was me mm. and i said it and i and i talked to several people i said i don't give a fuck what you think about how I should have done it. Because the truth of the matter is, if you had done it, we might not have done it in time, or mm. it might not have done in a way that could have been free from the concerns about bias. Mm. Because the one thing that people don't know much about drastic, the one thing they knew is that we were trying to find the truth, mm. and we had evidence. And so I had to make a very difficult decision. But at the same time, I had made a promise to the person who gave that stuff to me, that I was going to do the best that I could with it. Mm. Because he, it, it was important. Everybody knew that it was important. Oh, uh, God, it was, that, it was a game changer, bro. <laughs> like, we, like, we didn't even realize how much of a difference it was going to make. Mm. But I, I'm telling you, like, in my heart of hearts, I feel like because we did it that way, it it didn't allow the New York times or somebody else to, to set that narrative. Mm -hmm. There was, and we got good feedback in like the press. The scientists were talking in the press and they're like, Holy shit. I can't believe, wow, this is exactly mm -hmm. like what they should have said. Well, this the, is exactly why we didn't say it. The, mean, one of the reasons I wanted to ask about uh, your opinions on Jeffrey, Jeffrey Sachs was he brings up diffuse. But he doesn't. He doesn't mention um, your efforts in, in this. And... Well, he might not even know my efforts. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know him. I don't know any. And that's part of the problem. Mm. Is that when one of the things I wanted to do was to raise the profile of drastic, because I wanted people to understand that we're not a bunch of amateurs on Twitter. Mm. Most of the people in Drastic are PhDs who care about the truth and care about people dying necessarily. And we believe in justice. And so, and one of the things that pissed me off, and I told you this, and, and I won't go into all the details, one of the things that pissed me off is that we split right after that. So we basically like negated any momentum that we had. And and I, I was furious, but at the same time, and I talked to this, to, to JC in the stream on July 4th, mm. I was like, at the end of the day, I don't give a shit about all this other crap. 
I, I have never let anybody that I've worked with put like a scientific like personality disagreement. I don't even, I don't care what your personality is. Mm -hmm. I care with the truth. And if you, you just come down to your science, this is something dude, that I, I scream and rattle at the camera, right? No, no, no one gives a fuck about your personality quirks, right? You either, you either can do the science and bring the data and, and put it in a fashion that people can understand it and read it. Yeah. Or you, or, or, or you're not, you're not a scientist. You're not doing a job. You're doing something else. And well, I don't have time for a different world. I, I came from a different world. I came from a world where we had a job to do and we did it. And at the same time, I'm watching our world mm. be destroyed for whatever reason by whoever it's less important than we have to do something to stop it mm -hmm. and when i see millions of people die for reason when they don't have to have died and then i see people quarreling and quabbling over shit that doesn't matter i'm sorry i i've told many scientists i've told many people that i've worked with i don't care i this isn't about you. This has never been about you. This hasn't been about me. This is about getting justice for people who can no longer be here to speak for themselves. Because if those six million people were here right now, or if they're up in heaven, you know what they're saying? A hundred percent of them know that it's a lab leak. A hundred percent of them know that they were murdered by state actors. And they deserve justice. Yep. So th there is nothing, there is no disagreement between two scientists that is more important than all of us uniting to, to fix this. I'm down 100% on this. Like I, I, I kind of ascended, I kind of ascended almost naturally over time to the point where like I, had, I, I took over. Well, look, know, look, the, th the thing is, because I had to when you're dealing with phds and academics and they're all they're all precious snowflakes dude and they're all, you know they're all gonna find a little thing that they're gonna spurg about and cause all all sorts of eruptions you need you need a goddamn u.s marine in there just to say fucking nut up and get on with it right and um God bless you, dude, for what for what what you have done because um, yeah, you you would have just seen stupid, stupid infighting and you know that my sort of tangential brush with with them. Um, what what I was seeing, I was just like, you know, I I know it because I've worked in that environment, but I was just like, I'm I couldn't be in in that environment for something like this and have this. I don't know the the ego clashing, right? And that you either you either get on mission and do do the job that needs doing with the tools that you have, or or just get out of the way, right? Just um, you're not uh, you're not helping, and the you know there was all that bullshit around um, Dan and um the the constant back and forth with that yeah and i was just like um you gotta give it a rest man like it, if it's if it's that important people remember it in history but this spiral that was ongoing all the time um 
yeah, it was it was not a uh, it was not an effective um, unit at that point. But now, now we're well. I'm saying you you guys, I sort of um, <laughs> lone wolf the the nut <laughs> fighting over in Japan. But um, the what you guys are doing right now because you're inside the system now and you're able to press on levers and buttons that many many mere mortals can't and th this is i'm like i say i'm so glad that you're sort of doing this this part of it because like i say if you if you if you'd left it up to i say 99 of the personalities that were sort of in it you they would have got nowhere they've been too too fractious too much infighting too much um well there's there's the issue around narrative controls and who's who's who and who was doing what etc and um all of that seemed a little um contrived i i, I would argue um but um yeah that you know the, it, it comes it comes down to this and and your point about time how much time do we have to to push these buttons now right you, you you've you've sort of metaphorically got onto the beach and you um you now got to get past the barbed wire and the and the machine gun nest right that that's that's where you're at and how much time do you have before the other side can resupply or, or the attrition rate on on your side is that you you, you become ineffective and you never well you never know first of all you never know when you're in a situation in the uncertainty of war you have to you have to to learn to have the fortitude to, to keep going and one of the things that I would, especially, ironically, in WMD, because a lot of, uh, at various points in time, I'd have a platoon of Marines, and I would, if the shit hit the fan, especially with chemical stuff, I would, I might have to tell them, hey, we're going to have to go into this dirty area and figure this out, and it's nasty, and you could die. But at the same time, we have to that is our job and if and behind us are a battalion or whatever of, of people who are entrusting us that we're going to give them the advice that they need or if the commander is trusting us that if i say you have to go through this it, it's a risk but we have to go to this contaminated area they're they're relying on that and and you could make any war comparison of choice for that well, but you're in a fight, right? That, that, that that's basically what this is, right? Again, you look at look at it from the abstract level. You're in a struggle, and this it, is a fight, and that's why. And I, I, I just I just want to add this, dude, because it, it was something that just bothered the fuck out of me. Was when you're dealing with these academic types, it's literally none of them. It's the Mike Tyson. None of them have been literally punched in the face and then had to yeah. reorientate themselves. And think right. I've got a, I've got a crack on now, and still overcome what's what's in front of me, right? They're they're too they're, they're too soft, they're too soft. They're too they're too used to sitting there and 
pontificating an opinion rather rather than um getting because <laughs> it's not physical per se but the, i think the mind state has to be somewhat somewhat similar right you, you you've you've got that goal and you you're going to reach it come what may and you can't afford people going left right and 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 doing their own whatever whatever they consider their whatever hobby horse that they're they're, they're riding and I, well you what it requires uh, is an understanding of priorities and what that requires is leadership mm. and unfortunately in the world that we are in today that is the biggest failure mm. it's the reason why the first article i ever wrote was about leadership in crisis mm. because it's important and one of the things that i said was that we appear to be in a situation of crisis at a rare moment in history where, where it could be very bad mm. and we have the worst leadership that mm. i believe the west has had yeah in its yeah, existence since rome since rome dude <laughs> I, 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 I honestly believe with all my heart that whether it's greed and incompetence, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, the enemy is is the opposite of leadership. It's the opposite of of courage and integrity in civil society. Mm. It's it's wrong. It's unjust. Mm. And we saw what's what happened when there was zero leadership in science mm. at any level, because. Well, actually, let me rephrase that. There is zero good leadership because whatever Fauci is, he is a leader. Right? And Mengele, well, Mengele, I don't know, Mengele, Hitler was a leader. He was a highly effective leader. He was a, he was a terrible person and a horrific leader, but he was an effective leader because he he had a vision. He and could he move it. people. He, he could move people. He could, he could move people, and he moved just enough people mm. to for, for his evil to to take hold mm. and the problem is is that by design apparently we've we've allowed horrible leaders or just who have no who aren't leaders and we put them in positions and we've allowed them to to be swayed mm. i mean woke academics mm. in the 80s and 90s was the product of no leadership in academics mm. and it spilled over into the sciences but but the, but the sciences is, were the last to fall it's a lack of leadership mm. it's a lack of being able to, to look at people and say you know what you're right there is injustice here but there's also there's a limit <laughs> you can progress without without progressing into a giant ball of flame mm. and what they're doing now is all of this it's a, it's a crisis of leadership. And what I want people to understand is that because the last decade, the last five years in particular of my Marine Corps career, I taught leadership. Like as a side thing, I was asked. There were many times when I taught groups of people who were all higher ranking than me. Okay. I was well-respected in that capacity and dude you, you, you're articulate so you're driven 
Um, and like I say, pe people should learn from what Charles has done, which is come into a new discipline. Literally start from scratch and become a subject matter expert in a year, 18 months, right? And, you know, you could, that's a PhD, basically, what, what, what you've done. You've, and and, and you've, you're a excellent PhD um, level, right? And now, now you should now you should be in the running for like the equivalent of PI, right? Principal investigator, you're in control. You decide what what's being done, and you, you've you've done that, dude. And you've got some real world experience that the that the cosseted academics do not have. They come from again. They come from privileged backgrounds. They haven't had to. They haven't been smacked in the face, right? And had to spit out a bunch of blood. <laughs> get get to the next the next objective and like i say dude I, the clock's ticking clock's ticking right now on, on getting to that next objective and i don't know what it is like uh, my my plan right now being where i am and isolated in, in, in the way that i am is i'm i'm gonna i'm we're in a position i can get one monkey i've got enough i've got enough now commitment to get one monkey I will go and I will I will test the envelope of those dream transfection technologies not not whether they can induce an immunogenic response what happens what happens when you hit systems and and the the unthinkable happens the 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 sales brochure breaks down that's that's yeah. the only thing that I can I can see as being the um effective thing that I can do. I've gone and I've gone and done the stuff with forensically looking at them. I, d I don't think there's anything more that we can glean in terms of effectiveness of, of helping move forward, right? We test, we test this stuff and we see what abnormalities we get. And I'm pretty convinced of what I, understand from the biology that i will i will be able to recapitulate the amyloid cascades that seem to be popping up and i i, I don't have that that now is just my focus that's it i'm i'm in, fully engaged in that and to the point where uh, i'll ask your opinion about this right ideally ideally I'd want to be able to run it through a accredited institute that's known for doing and, 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 and having a research standard. We're in a situation where um, the institutes themselves, because the institute has to approve the experiment, right? And we're in a situation where it, it, things are so corrupt that they might they might just say oh we 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 can't do it we're not but they'll they'll come up with some reason as to why they don't want to um, pursue the investigation, and I'm uh, I'm at a point where well like I'll, I'll find a way to do that and I, I'm not gonna reveal <laughs> too much but I don't don't have to have the institute behind me to go and do that experiment I, I'm quite capable of of pulling that off very very quickly and if i have to that's what i'll do 
and that 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 decision will be all in the next few days and like I say my where I get really pissed off is why why me why why have I had to be able to do this where you know I'm scrabbling for resources yeah. where I know that there are people who who could do it could do it because they could do it on the download right when you're in those when you're in the institutes right and it hasn't been done that's and right it well has to, that's, that's exactly that's exactly what you know when i was talking to jc what i told him was that well if anybody above us if any well first of all i should i should have nothing to do with this i mean i like at all i told him i was i was the manager of a shoe store while i was going to school i was working full-time dude i I, I, was, I, I was in supermarkets yeah i was selling I was wine going, dude, going so. full-time working full-time got a nice big house got a brand new baby like congratulations that's that's the type well, of wins we I need like, i don't now because she's she's three years old now but that's, in 2019, still that's where i was and and so I, sh I should not be here i should not be talking to you you're, you're a neuroscientist who, who's carving with monkey brains this like i was so far removed from that that like like i, I would never have been this is this this shouldn't be happening right now because the truth is there should have been people at the in, at these institutions at these places who did the work yeah, who stepped, were doing should, the should have stepped right into that breach man and this is this is why the fact, the fact that he lost his job the fact that he lost his job for saying what was true mm. was, was not his fault it was the fault of the person above him yeah because there were people all above him there are eighteen thousand employees at the nih and not one of them has come forward. Mm. Not one of them. Yep. And what does that tell you? That tells you that there is no leadership. Because I don't care if Fauci controls $4 billion a year. $4 billion is nothing. $4 billion is nothing. If you have integrity, $4 billion is nothing. Because I'll be honest with you. I knew... I, <laughs> I haven't told this to my wife, but uh, I knew, I knew in January hmm. of this year that I wasn't going to be able to keep that house. Hmm. I just knew it because I knew that, that it wasn't going to be resolved. It's not like this, the pandemic was going to be over. Hmm. The odds were pretty good that I wasn't going to find a job where I could keep doing this. Hmm. And I refused to quit. But I, I had to make that conscious decision because I knew that it was worth it. Because yeah. I saw, I saw what, like what was coming, and I could not allow, I could not look in the mirror and say to my ch or to to my children a decade from now or two decades from now when the world is all fucked up mm. that i gave up that i saw this coming and i could have done something mm. I, I couldn't and so i knew that the house that i had 
sacrificed for. I knew that it didn't matter. I knew that the degree that I was two classes away from, and four credit hours is all I need for my MBA. And that's all I've needed since the pandemic began. But I just knew, I knew that if I didn't do it, I couldn't trust that there was somebody else that was going to do it. Mm. I, I don't know. Well, so you know the answer to, to that question it. now. There isn't, there's, there's no one. And this is, You're this right. is, this You're is right, what. <laughs> people, everybody I knew was telling me, this isn't your responsibility. Like, <laughs> everybody I was saying, how can you, like, how can you walk away from everything that you've done? And the fact is that, you know, when, when a million people are dying and none of them, not a single one had died, mm. I, you shouldn't be asking me that. You should be asking all of the people at all these institutions in the government, all of whom could have done what we've done and mm. didn't. Yeah. So, no, I, I don't regret what I've done. Now, do, do I miss my house? Yes, because I bought that house because it was ridiculously huge. I'd earned it. I'd sacrificed for it. Should I have had to give up that house? No. Yeah, and look, this I did is because I was willing to do it because it was the right thing to do. Hmm. And the only way that that anybody, that a scientist, the only way that that a politician, the only way that anybody in our society is going to know what the real priorities in life are, is if they see hmm. people who are willing to do it. Hmm. Yeah, and so nobody ever wants that to be found. Well, people dream about it, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll be the one that does that. But when when it's time for the rubber to meet the road, no, most most people will fold. And, you know, I you see it in all sorts of circumstances. And um, there's it takes a it takes a select. Well, it, take, it just like I say, it just takes a particular mindset of I'm I'm gonna do do this, and it, I don't I don't care that the no you care the cost, but you 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 you're trying to balance it all, and you're still you're still gonna um, go for it, and you know maybe all the plates come crashing down, um, but like you say, at least at least you can look back, and I can look back, and I can say I I can say to my kids, I, I tried if if, if we. If, if we go down the darkest of dark avenues, which we're looking at right now, right, the the, the torch don't work anymore, and there's a whole bunch of different different side alleys that we've got. We could be, be potentially going down. Um, I, I want to say that I was fishing around for batteries at least, <laughs> but so we could we could at least uh, make it make a better a better choice. And like I said. The monkey experiment, right? So once once everything is in place, right? So you, you've got an animal, and you've got the the drugs that you need to do to get 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 your data. It's literally you can have it done 
in a in a few weeks, right? Depending on how often you want to expose the the subject to the 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 drug of interest. And you know, we we live in an age now where you can get real time imaging of amyloid spread. And again, the 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 lack the lack of people doing it, dude, it's just to me I knew it was rotten. Right. I I already knew that. It's just lick spittles. Lick spittles, spineless wankers just wanting to um claw out claw out their next year's grants and get another day closer to their pensions. And and, and well in, in the academic space, it's the ego ego boosting hunt of the their network that that, that their speciality is. And you, you, you can see everyone has got a glimpse into what those networks look like with the with the virologists who who are narrative maintaining for one of a better expression it's right now. Truly it's truly disgusting. Mm. But what they've done is lied, created an entire bulk of literature that is false and they know it. Have they, have they responded to you? Have they responded to you just sort of, you know, with your data points where you've shown them you you're plotting it wrong? Have they responded to any of that? No. In the very very beginning, when I was a nobody and they didn't know I was part of Drastic, I, I did actually engage with Christian Anderson. I engaged with uh, uh, with Angie Rasmussen with. A couple of others, and I, and very quickly, I mean, I, I would, I, I mean, I would be linking to papers and, and just asking, okay, I'm a non-scientist, but at the same time, this seems to me like this is what this is, and I'm generally, I want your opinion, and I want to know like why you, that you don't feel like this is this way, and the, the conversations would never last very long. And within, <laughs> within two weeks, imagine my shock. And I never once, never once was I like, like I could have been incredibly disrespectful. I could have been very sarcastic. And I really wasn't because, because I wanted, because I wanted to interact with them. I wanted them to understand that they're genuine people that, that just want to know the truth. And they, even back then, it, it's it's already... fu it's funny how you have you, you you've got this inverse um perspective right because i i sort of came from it with i don't want to speak to academics right because i know how they are and you you're going to get into a um a back and forth about um minutia right that the uh, irrelevant in in the scheme the bigger scheme of things and my my approach was i wanted to speak to non non-scientists people people who are get, who who are getting gaslit by the by these experts and tried and tried to say that um not all scientists are like those you know, they're, they're literal sharp dressing con men or like con persons so is that is that the the correct way of shit bags. That's what I would say. But um, the I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You need you need 
uh, a different sort of talent stack and for each each component and you hope that they sort of interface and mesh together to to make something effective and like i say your your ability to um maintain the maintain a respectful dialogue by doing actually the correct academic thing right you you're doing what is supposed to be done or, or what the rule set was supposed to be and me personally i know that they're just lying <laughs> Lying rotten scoundrels. So I'd I, I'd fine. I'd rather just sort of go that go the other way, and then when I need to, I need to. I can then, you know, we can have we we can have a dialogue about um, references and data and and d do that kind of stuff. Um, you know, there's there's a. I don't I don't want to I keep pulling. Out. <laughs> I was never in the military. <laughs> Right, but I don't know why there's, there's, there's just good metaphors all the time. And I, I remember reading some article about um, mod, the, the modern posture for the U.S. was taking that the the dimension of the soldier had to you had to have multiple dimensions because one minute you could be dealing with the public and trying to maintain a sort of um, public face. So you know you, you're dealing with I don't know. I imagine when you're in Iraq, you just had hordes of kids coming for candies and shit like that, right? And 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 then you've got to be able to pivot very very quickly should should things change on the ground the next street over, and you know that that requires a it's not just one person. There's a there's a unit that works together to be to be doing and pivoting all the time to. Um, adapt to each of each of the situations and the problems that uh, emerge in in the in, in the problem solving environment that is I guess soldiery but anything science whatever and you know I, I think for some reason right mm. now we're very very lucky that there's this meshing of people it's a pity that everyone's so geographically distant and we're not in we're not in one department somewhere where you, you know you see you can see people in chat at tea break and that sort of thing that that's that's the real pity but um considering the resources that we're having to work with um yeah i'm so i'm written a pride dude to feel that if, if i've helped nudge a needle in a particular in, in a direction then yeah it was worth it, I guess. Well, I mean, that's really when you've been in leadership positions that where there was actual need for leadership and actual you you have to you have to grow and and earn your place and but then once you get there you 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 have a responsibility to 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 pass that down and i was incredibly fortunate that i had a couple of just incredible people in my life that showed me what it meant to be a good person and to be a, a good leader and to take responsibility for things and so I know 
that people people gravitate towards that but at the same time it also it carries with it a burden because people will look at you and they will follow like they will do what you do if you're a parent as i know you are if every parent out there your children will become whatever you are or whatever you show to them <laughs> sit in front of pc grilling at a camera People do what people see. It's the most basic concept of parenting. It's also the most basic concept of leadership. Mm. And so you can't, there's a guy named John Maxwell, and one of his sayings is that you can't be a travel agent as a leader. You can't take somewhere if you haven't already been there yourself. So if, if you grow up in a system where there's no integrity and no leadership and no courage and sacrifice, and that can be in sciences or anything. It doesn't have to be in a war. If you grow up in a situation where there is not that, then you will, you will eventually have what we see now, which is a bunch of weak. Um, I mean, I wanted to be an intellectual when I was 15. I, I, that's actually when I started taking college classes. Um, like I, I, I thought that's what I was going to be. And I did not, my, my family had a bunch of had three generations of Marines in it, but I did not grow up in that world. I had zero interest in it. And, uh, and I, I was, I was smart. And so I, I was doing my, I was driven and I was smart and I wanted to be in that space. <laughs> And then September 11th happened whenever I was during my actual freshman year of college. I was actually a sophomore, but I, it happened. And then when the war in Iraq broke out, that is when I joined. And so I, I was actually a senior, I was about to start my senior year of college when I joined the Marine Corps. And so I've, I've, I've been very consistent about getting to the cusp of something and then thinking it's something else is important. <laughs> yeah, life gets that's, in the way, that's, dude. That's not new to me. <laughs> that's not new to me, but mm. but in this case, I, uh, you know, I, I'd done a lot of things in my career, and I, I was, and and I felt like I'd made a difference, and I loved mentoring young people, and and then I popped in the civilian world, and I was trying to figure out what I was going to do, and. And to be honest, I didn't think that I was ever going to be in that position. I, I was in a different. Yeah, but I, you were I probably just thinking corporate, right? I was going to be a consultant. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was doing stra strategy and management. And so that's all I was going to do. And then this happened. And very quickly, it just became obvious. This is wrong. And I at first I was just trying to like, educate people who were nervous in the very beginning. But, but then I got to a point where I realized that I wanted, I wanted to help. I, I wanted to help get the word out. And then, yeah, I mean, it came to a point where 
I, I realized that this was too important. And it, it's been heartbreaking to see all of these other institutions that have failed. But at the same time, I've been able to meet a lot of really incredible people. I've, I've been able to see people who sacrificed like with JC or with you. I, I told JC and I'd, I'd say to you too, that what you did when the pandemic happened is you saw something that was wrong. And so you stood up and you tried to fix it, which is all you, like that's, that's, that's what our society needs. We need people who are willing to stand up and say what needs to be said and do the things that need to be done. And look, I don't agree with you on everything. That we don't have the same exact world. No, I mean, but, but at the same time, boring fucking but world. <laughs> right. But at the same time, I have never let anything get in the way of what is the priority. I don't care. I don't care if you're one of the dudes that we used to watch in the UAVs in Afghanistan that was fucking sheep. I don't care. <laughs> I, mean, I know. I know that you're not. But what I'm saying, I know those videos. I've what seen are you those. willing to do when things that really matter? What are you willing to do mm. to stand up and do what's right? Mm. And yeah, if and it, 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 it's, so, like all this other stuff that we, like everything that I've been through, I, I thank God that I've had, I had a lot of success in the Marine Corps. I even, I also had some big mistakes that I made, which actually makes me feel good that I'm not a perfect person because if they go back and, you know, if the deep state tries to destroy me, fuck it, go ahead and mm. do whatever you want to fucking do mm. because you can destroy my life. You can tear down my family, destroy my credibility. I don't care. Mm. I don't care because I'm not going to stop until justice is served. I'm just not going to do it. Mm. And I think we we have to have people who are willing to have that, who are willing to go through that. Mm. And we also have, I, what, what people aren't going to understand is that when I say something like, I knew that I was going to have to give up my house, I knew it and I accepted it. Because I knew that if I was ever in a position to where other people could see what I was doing, I wanted them to see that there are people who are willing to sacrifice. Because, because it's true. Now, here's the reality. When I started 18 months ago, and even today, like you could ask me today, I have no idea how much further I'm going to go into what into all of this. Oh, dude, I I, 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 I can no tell idea. you, it's going right to right to the end, right to right, the end. I, but I don't know if anybody outside a small group of people is ever going to know who I am. And the truth is, well, that's not, that's not what matters. What matters is, do we stop the evil? What matters is for the people who do know me, are, are they being strengthened for the fight or are they being burned out? 
And I want, I want, like, I just want to make a difference to as far as I can Which make. You, you've done, dude. I'm like I say, I don't, I've, I don't have to keep right. track no, of. No, uh... I don't go to it into with like I, I, I don't have expectations because if I did, I would have already exceeded them. Which is good, and I'm happy for that. Well, no, the, the expectation, Charles, is that you're going to get that chokehold around these bastards and just <laughs> be whispering in their ear. Okay, got you now. <laughs> you're right. done. Look, look, if I have to become president to fix this pile of shit, I will. Hmm. I don't think it's going to happen, but but it doesn't uh, matter. You, you, you're I want better my off out. To grow up in a world, I want my family to grow up in a world where they don't have to worry about biological weapons being used mm. against them. Yeah. That's what I want. Is that, and that, that's not too much to ask. I honestly believe that we can make it to the singularity mm. without just without needing a technocracy to do it for us, mm. without losing everything about us that makes us human. Mm. Yeah. I believe that, that we can still have morals and ethics and principles mm. and technology all at the same well, time. There, there, is, there is no singularity without those. Sorry. Um there's there's no singularity that I want to be a part of. Yeah, <laughs> uh, unless unless you've got the um, that framework in place, that bedrock, right? Then it, it, my advice would be step off that particular train, <laughs> even yeah. even if you're China, not at the platform. China cannot China cannot be the leader mm. of humanity morally moving mm. forward. They cannot be. Mm. And, now, and that's we, the, what is currently at the top of us here in the U.S. cannot be either. But well, look, I, I, I've been toying with this idea, right? That there's a degree of normalcy here in the East, right? That for me is points to the fact, points to them wanting to break the US, the West, right? Because, because it, it, it's a more difficult beast to control from, from the technocratic level. Right, where where yeah. they want, you know, essentially infinite control down to the you know the bits of plastic that make up whatever device, right? That they can track it and and see where it, see where it goes and can modify everything, including your behavior and use of it, etc. Um, there are too there are too many wild cards that come from the Western. Western way of thinking, the the sort of putting the putting the individual as sovereign, right? That that that's what we've come to understand as our um, moral and ethical framework, right? That the, the individual is is the key. You can't. It's it's very difficult to sort of come come with a central planning type of ethics that you're going to make everyone adhere to, which is basically what China does. Right, and they, they, they've got a system of punishments that they will dish out um, to, again, literally infinite in in terms of what they're prepared to do. Um, all of it needs um, beating back into uh, whatever cave or rock it crawled out from, and um, yeah, the the leadership issue, and again, the time. The time frame, dude. I don't. I, I don't know how. Is it weeks, months? I, I don't know if um, we're t we're just a bit too 
slow and uh, they're they're a bit too organized and ahead of us well i one thing i'll say is that uh obviously the people doing this are ginormous pieces of shit who suck like i i don't believe in any way shape or form that they're capable like i i need to see the day of they lean on they lean on this this belief in in their superiority Mm. intellectually Mm. or technologically and that's all well and good but the truth is is if they were really good and effective with other humans they would already have won a long time ago but they're not they suck Mm. they their their ideas are dumb and have failed over and over again Mm. they haven't been able to convince people and the internet really really opened people's eyes and has terrified them and they realize that they have a limited window of time Mm. to gain control before they can before they can't get to a place where they have control Mm. and so i don't care because at the end of the day they still have to stop us in the real world Mm. not in the metaverse or whatever stupid bullshit that they come up with yeah like i say but people people are just too hooked on internet reality but see what you need to understand is that yes the technology is great and distracting and it it it's a great way of, of keeping the masses down but when when the people knock on your door the world becomes real at some point mm-hmm. and we're not at the point where they can just where they can just they if they have the ability to just take over completely they would mm-hmm. but they don't mm-hmm. and what they need to understand is that it doesn't take very many people standing up for them to fail. Yeah, they're, they're petrified of the numbers. It, right it really it. doesn't. It doesn't, it's not going to take 8 million of me. Hmm. It's not going to take 50 million people being brave. Hmm. In fact, the, the way humanity works is that we don't even, like, we just need some good leadership hmm. because people will follow it's 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 magnetic and these technocrats they suck because they're not good people they don't understand people they think they can beat them by 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 cheating and nepotism cheating and nepotism and it's it's having and they can't they they can't do it and and the good the reason like i said like i said at the very beginning of this i i don't know how much time we have left i don't know what it will take to beat them. I don't know what it will cost. Obviously, I'm willing to give whatever it takes and I want other people to join, but but I've already made that choice. And at the end of the day, whatever the amount of time is, is irrelevant because I know in my heart that I'm doing everything that I can do. And I'm, I'm doing it the right way. I'm being aggressive but I'm not giving them a chance. I'm not giving them something where they can say, like, they can't pull me down with some woke bullshit. I don't give a fuck. Mm. What the fuck? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You killed a million people. You, you have killed millions of people. Mm. 
I don't care if I, mean, I can't even think of something that I could have done that could lead to results like that. Man. <laughs> I know. What they did. I know, man. Just literally, yeah. like I, if like I, I don't agree with you on everything. I have the same beliefs in you as everything. Okay, hmm. but you haven't killed millions of people, nah. and you're against the people that do. Mm. That's all that I care about. Yeah. You don't have to prove anything else to me. Mm. Jicky didn't have to prove anything else to me. Mm. Okay, like it yeah, God, God, God bless Jicky's out there, man. Like, I... yeah, I mean, he's he's batshit crazy, and he is paranoid sometimes, and <laughs> and he gets bitchy and whiny sometimes. But he's smart, and he and he and he's fighting for the good cause. Yeah, yeah. And I will defend him against others. Mm. I will not put up with shit from him. And I think that's why I've been able to work with him quite well because he knows that I know that and we treat each other with respect. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I, I'm not a genius in genomics, mm. but you know, he, he accepts me for who I am and I don't, and I don't let him, you know, we have, we have understandings mm. and that's what we need. We need, we just need to work together because yeah, and this this is a we point know, that I try to people who are killing millions of people. That's the only thing that matters. And this this is something that I've really tried to sort of hammer home, because it's it's sort of re, it's all sort of converging, and the the idea that people's peccadilloes become the defining factor for their progression in in these important important positions important. Right. Um, structures. Um, it's it's a pathological state. What 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 the it needs to be the inverse of that, which is how effective is that unit, and does it does it consistently get results that move us move us forward? And um, again, if that, if, if you know, dude, I I was I never wanted to be on the. <laughs> see one of those fairy little bastards again for uh for doing science i've I'd, I'd had enough right i had a gut full of it right i i'm, I'm sure you can uh sympathize yeah, with I can right um but i'm I, i'm i'll do it and i'm I, I will and as much as i can show people i i, I will do that right because again with i don't trust anything anymore with respect to most of the science that's coming out right now, I don't, like I, said, I don't know about physics or chemistry and what have you, but the the biology and the neuroscience and the the what we're having to deal with right now, it's just completely imploded. There's nothing. There's nothing there except you know, it's like the rotten log. You can just keep poking your finger through, and you've you've got a, a handful there trying to tell you that it's mahogany it's quality quality mahogany uh, by made by craftsmen over generations um and you know that's not the case so i, I yeah, that, that's why i stick to um I, I stick to the fact that humanity has already figured out some some good ideas when it comes to interacting with each other um civil society works i believe in that i believe in natural law i believe in god uh, i believe in uh, i mean i met my wife at a church Bravo. so I, I mean 
But what I believe more than anything is that all people have value. Mm. Now, that doesn't mean that all people are smart and that we should coddle them in all their stupid ideas. Mm. But all humans have worth. Mm. And every human on Earth has more worth than any piece of non-human technology mm. or any animal or any stupid idea that allows some people to rape others and make it okay. Mm. I mean, we have some basic parts of humanity that have guided yeah, we, we, we got that. Years. We've got some of those ethics down, right? We've, we've well, had it for we generations. Don't, we, don't need to re, we don't need to rewrite these books. Yeah. And mm. anybody who thinks that we don't need those things mm. is an idiot. Mm. There's, we have not outgrown our humanity. As much as we are trying to, we are never going, well, we, it, there's no humanity that's going to look like I want to live in. Mm. We, we can we can progress. We can move into space and do all these things. But I have no desire to, to have it be some woke, stupid bullshit. Mm. Like, Controlled by like QR the last, code. The last, like, we had an American president in JFK, who was not a perfect person, who was a Democrat. How dare he? How dare he, yes. <laughs> and if you listen to his inaugural speech, I I, Is it, I, I, I always get confused. Is it him that's talking about military industrial complex or was it? No, that, well, that was actually, that was actually the farewell address of Eisenhower like that's a week earlier. But, right. but I mean, those were actual men who mm. did things, mm. who overcame challenges. And in in his in his speech when, when he became president, he was the he was the youngest ever person elected to the office. He was 43, I think, 42. And here he was, and in his inaugural speech, he said, Ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. He was telling that to a bunch of people who had survived the depression and fought in a world war like he, like he had, mm. but maybe more senior. He was for, he was a the youngest president ever, and he was telling a bunch of people who survived the depression, it's Nuh-uh. it's time for you to stand up and, and work harder, because he wanted he wanted to challenge them to do more. And imagine like imagine saying that today, where. We can't even tell our children. Well, I'm not saying about. I'm not saying me, but I'm saying like, a, like general, if yeah. I was a teacher, I, I have friends who are teachers, and they tell me you know stuff to do. Like, we can't even challenge kids in the classroom without hurting their feelings. So, and here JFK was telling people, yeah, I don't care that you ate shoe leather when you were 15. I don't care if you know four of your family members died from smallpox or polio. or whatever the fuck else. Well, I guess I uh, probably shouldn't say that because I don't want to talk about the one good thing the vaccines have done. <laughs> but just, we'll give them that bit. Is, he, the next year, like after that, the next year, he told people, we're going to go to the moon. Like I'm about to spend a whole bunch of freaking money in that amount in those days. I'm going to spend an assload of money and we're going to put people on a giant bomb, mm. shoot it into space, and we're going to try to hit the moon. 
And the, and the first couple of times they did it, like they blew up crap. And when they went to the moon, they had, if I remember correctly, the computing power of all of the devices on that entire ship was something like a, it was measured in kilobytes. Yeah. And I don't know if it actually exceeded one megabyte. Mm. Yeah, it was all. Uh... So it, was, it was like today's microwave. Yeah. In terms of in terms of technology. I know. And we made it to the moon, and we stepped on the fucking moon. Mm. Well, there may be people who disagree with you there, Charles, but uh, I, I'm uh, I, I think we did right. I'm I'm of the opinion. Okay, like, well, okay, well, okay. If we actually landed on the moon, whatever. You know. Did they did they did they stage a bunch of photos to make it look really nice? I don't care. They were really well staged. Okay, the composition was great. We used to actually have goals, ambitions, and dreams. We used to mm. want to. We used to realize that it was good to challenge ourselves. Mm. That, that life didn't have to be perfect all the time. Mm. And now, our our leaders are trying to tell us to to not dream mm. big, to not care about each other, to not. To not sacrifice. But worse than that, it's to give over agency to them, right? So that, that right. they have, because, they have right? the... because they've earned it. Because they've earned it. Because they've shown us that in their wisdom and awesomeness that mm -hmm. they've figured it out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this should be a big fucking example of they haven't got it figured out. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. Because and... if a marine, if a marine enlisted dude can has to be the one. To prove that a bunch of scientists lied to humanity, that's because that's saying that they figured all the shit out. That's 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 honesty and integrity, and that's a universal, right? So it, right, it, but it, if, it, but if they if they haven't figured out a way to win hmm. without having somebody like me being able to prove them wrong hmm. and expose them, hmm. they failed. They failed at every single manageable way, and the only reason that they haven't been whatever's going to happen to them by the, by the crowd that finally gets them is because they have, they have literally pissed all over the constitution and set it on fire. Mm -hmm. It's the only reason it's not because they won with ideas. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's, it's just cheating alive, and nepotism. I, I will be dead. So I don't have to worry because I will be dead before they win. So and, and th th there's, yeah, th there's something, there's something, um, satisfying in in people seeing this in real time this i, I don't know that the it, the it, collapse it, of well no there's, there's a there's a there's a sort of assumption within like i'll use academia as an example of of a nod and a wink to certain groups that oh you've been you've been anointed and inducted to be going right. into dis, dis, despite um your obvious incompetences in a whole bunch of um areas because yeah. because we we deem it useful and to to see that system failing so spectacularly right now for me there's a i have to, i i gives me a chuckle Charles, let's say with all the black pills, that gives me a little. When we look back, when we look back at this, assuming we're all alive, because look, they're going to be desperate. Who knows what they're going to do mm. as they reach and grab the last things they can? Because mm. nobody wants to lose their power and authority. And every time th there's a revolution of truth and honesty, uh, a lot of a lot of people that were 
that were uh, abusing the flock, mm. uh, they get strung up. Mm. Now, I, I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't care. What I care about is that we give the people the truth because the dead people deserve it. And with the truth, we will be able to make the decisions that they were not capable of making things. Mm. So I, I think yeah, it's, it's just that you, you get to the, there's this moral ethical conundrum though, that, uh, what, what, how, how long do we allow it to, um, fester, I guess, before, before more, I don't know. Aggressive is not well, the right word. That's but, a good, that's a good question. And what I would say is that as a, as a leader, you come to, you, you come to, you learn this sense of if you're good at it or any good at it, you gain some intuition about, well, sometimes you just know, okay, this is a point at which I need to do something because I need it. And it, typically it's pretty obvious, you know, and, and for me in this, I, I, I came to a point where I knew. It was going to cost me this, but this is what I had to do. And this is what I was supposed to be doing. And, you know, I, when there's, when there's actual decent human beings in, in different parts of society, we figure it out and the bulk of society makes it through. The problem is that in our political and institutions and stuff, there's not a lot of that. And so we're going to have to get that back. But here's what I know. I have two choices. I can either give up and say, screw it because, and just be nihilistic about what's going to happen. Mm. But guess what? That, that's how we get to a place where Peter Daszak has. Is, is that your computer or my computer making? Um, I, um, mine isn't doing anything in particular. Well, oh, we I don't recognize that. Sorry. We don't need Fauci. We don't need Fauci. We don't need Dasher. We don't need all these. We need actual, real people of integrity. We don't need. We don't need people in every position. We just need a a a, a critical mass, of sanity, and we can. The world can come back to, a decent place. Hmm. Yeah. And they're, they're they're doing everything they like. They've obviously decided that they got to go all in because yeah the, the chips are in that's a, this 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 so they're, they're go, at this point they are going all in mm -mm -mm. and so this so, again this is um you know i've i've been a strong component of just sort of non-compliance and um and i guess I, I suppose it depends where you are right because if you're if you're in the midwest and there's three miles between you and your nearest neighbor you don't have to do much beyond stick to principles. It's it's different if you're I, I don't know, in Ukraine or or you're, you're bordering Ukraine, right? There's the, 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 I guess people need to understand there are going to be points of hot friction where it really, really you know, you, you you still need the same leadership. You still need to be. Uh, the integrity, but the dynamics change again. This is this 
concept of being able to pivot and you you need the you need the intel sources and you need you need the people to be able to say to you okay you, you you've done that bit all right now now you've got now now you need to be doing this this and this and we're like i say i don't know the full picture that's going on behind the scenes in in the states right now but i mean i would hope that in i mean we're, we're september dude <laughs> that's that's what 30 30 40 days for your your midterms yeah november 8th <clears throat> and what i can say is that i mean you know if, you, if you'd asked me last year where i would be and what i would be doing i, I wouldn't have said <laughs> you know in my in my in-laws basement here in northern virginia but Dude, we all have to go back. We all have to go back to mum and dad at some point. I mean, I, and, I mean, yeah, you have to have that lesson. The truth is, is that I've been blessed because I've been, I've been put into situations where I can continue to make a difference. And so there's 40 days left or whatever it is. Mm. And all I can say is that I'm going to do everything in my power to ensure that, that the right things happen. Mm. And that's, I, I don't have control over, is the world going to, you know, be sane again or is it not? I, I don't know. What I, mean, I do that, know is that I, I can sit here at, I can sit here in my basement, my new basement and, and feel sorry for myself. Or I can sit here and tell the people, well, we can't, we can't solve the problem. But and, the, 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 you're, but you're, you're is, solving is this problem it, and you're, you're right, next to Washington. Is, is that I'm guaranteed to not solve the problem if I don't live, get off my ass and do something. Mm. Mm. So, so if that's what they want. Can they I, can, can I, can I, I, you don't have to answer this question, but, um, have you heard from any of your military colleagues that are still there <laughs> that they're, there's more, I don't know, ready status right now with respect to moving towards Ukraine and what would what would be very obvious escalation. Have you no, heard? I've not heard. I'm not hearing of escalation of stuff okay. in that. And that's that's they, encouraging. I don't believe. I think that the whoever is is controlling biden i think they understand that th there's only so much you can gain from ukraine even if even if your entire purpose is to waste resources and speed up the decline mm -hmm. into hell or whatever there's only so much utility in ukraine because if because they don't have complete control of everything here and they realize they know that what should happen is there should be a reckoning in this election because they know that yes yeah, so, and, and then then we just get to the other the the other ethical and moral hazard here which is what if those systems are, are so broken right that you, you can't trust this data because the, the, i've got this i've got this dread dude that you know the the data that ethical skeptic has been able to get a hold of is just they they start pulling it in and, and just deliberately 
messing with it such that there's there's yeah just more chaos more chaos more i don't think i don't believe that they could okay so first of all they would not they wouldn't have come to this place by choice because what we would come to is a place where it's becoming increasingly obvious that something is wrong yeah and we don't have to know exactly what's wrong to understand that something is wrong and they can't they can't stop that and i think it's bad enough and there's enough people that are awake to it that they're not going to be able to they're not going to be able to disrupt it in a way that's going to be beneficial for them so i don't believe that they'll be able to do that mm. what the only real options they have are to minimize that the truth getting out that's it mm. everything else is they can only do so much uh, but they've been very very effective at censorship yeah incredible yeah and i i, I just wonder how much of that is because the, there was a critical mass reached in technology and uh, and there was some calculation yes. made on some absolutely and they said now is the time now 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 we now we go and um I, I, they were already surveilling everything and so i think and they they've always been testing different systems and they've they've been trying to always test their limits and, and see how far they could go but it's it's been so obvious to me for so long that this was being directed by the government the, the censorship was so pervasive right and coordinated and just <laughs> and it's, because it's not just it's one thing for for google to be full of lefties or whatever who want to you know control the narrative but only with only the combination of the intelligence services and the big data could they have reached a point where they're so good at the consensus mm -hmm. and they're so able to silence things on so many different platforms because one of the things that I did was I've, I've gone back and figured out, remember how I kind of looked, you may not have seen it, but I, I, I broke down the, the narrative waves that have come yeah, 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 yeah. in the pandemic. Yeah. And so this, this latest Warobi piece mm. is, is the seventh wave of that. And what I found is that this time they went all out. So in previous waves, they'd have six or seven articles, like they'd have an article come out and they'd have six or seven pieces over the course of like a week that was in support of it in all the major newspapers and whatnot. This time they had within 48 hours, there were 21 articles. So they had news articles, all major newspapers. And this time a lot of them were written by different people so that way it wouldn't be uh, Hiltzik at LA Times or mm -hmm. Carl Zimmer at New York Times or John Cohen at Science. They branched out same publications, but they tried to use different names to you know, make mm -hmm. it seem like it wasn't. Oh, dude, it's, it's got to the point in the science journals where these woke editorials, they're coming in um, anonymous. They're not putting author names to them. Right, right. Yeah, that's... The editorial board or whatever. Well, here's what I, I found. So within, within I was three or four days, I forget, 
They had 29 newspaper articles, commentaries, uh, for, for two articles that were tied to the same thing, the Hornet Market thing. They had 29 printed articles mm. in support of that coming out within a few days. Mm. And so we're talking basically four, I think it was four out of five, or maybe three out of five of the proximal origin authors mm. who were all on these papers. I think it was four out of five, if you include Warobi. They had their, they wrote op-eds or that they coordinated with their universities. So their university newspapers came out with op-eds, like praising their work and, and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the press release. I, I, found, four, I found four podcasts. Mm. I found a couple of TV interviews. Like I found all the things that they were doing mm. that made it so obvious that it was just... And, and again, again, there's this plea. I, I mean, I, I had it sort of lined up for a stream to do um, in, in the sort of coming days. But where we had Hotez in one of those waves saying, oh, we need we need protection oh, yeah. uh, uh, for uh, the scientists. I, I gave him his own. I gave him his own like special color and, and like put him like to the side. Puke, puke green <laughs> just actually it was, yellow. Brown. It, was close. it was like a, it was like a putrid yellow yeah and but basically what i did was is i went through and found and i mean i found like 17 or 18 articles by him <laughs> over the space of three years where he's doing the same anti-science anti-science mm -mm -mm. you know Vaccines are amaze balls. Mm. He, he, he in in some I think it was Military Times or something. He had this article where he was saying that that it's like God, what did you say? So, something heinous about how like veterans are killing themselves by not getting their vaccines. Or, like, it was it was terrible. He said that. I, no, I had to go back because to be honest, it's funnier. Like whatever it was he said was was. But the point is, he's basically calling people who didn't get the shots, like, you were fucking stupid, you're an insult to humanity, etc. You deserve to die. And, uh, hang on, dude. I've, I've got... Nobody knows. Just like with Rasmussen, nobody knows that for the last decade, he has been working on MERS vaccines. Nobody knows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and that's I, exactly I, what he's doing. And, you know... Um, Somehow he manages to finagle his way into Joe Rogan's podcast, and um... oh my god, that fucking troll! He, he manages. <laughs> people are, are nominating him for the Nobel Prize because because he came up with a a, a vaccine system that is easily reproducible, mm. super cheap, that he wasn't going to patent. Mm. Well, congratulations! Yes, you decided that you were going to take this bioweapon spike. Mm. They make it easier for for poor countries to pass them out to all their people, mm. so that way they can be affected by the shit just like we are. Good job, congratulations. Mm. You have no conscience, and all of you are evil. But yes, we should we should reward you because because you're willing to call Republicans Nazis mm. as you're actively supporting the censorship of them. Um, I, hang on, I'm trying to. Just locate a message that someone's asking me to um, 
find. Uh, you, you know, you know what I will do. Hang on, I just got. Hey, dude. Simon. Yo. I can't hear you, bro. You, you need to get Streamlabs states working right now. I hear as incoming. The Streamlabs should be working, dude. Uh, sorry. Uh, okay. Um, you sure? Okay. Let me. Let I'm me. Sure the light's coming through. Sorry to interrupt, by the way. Uh, it's on. Let me just check. As I'm told, someone wants to send a donor through. That's all. Um, yeah. Let me just see if it. It. It should. It was working yesterday. I haven't changed anything. Um, I just realized what time it is. Uh, what time is it? It's, uh... I don't know. I mean, it's, it's almost to my time, which was I think at 5 a.m. your time. I don't remember. No, nah, it's mid-afternoon. Um, is it really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like... Yeah, I'll leave it to it, mate. Yeah. Oh, it's... Okay, I... I see. It's... So it's yeah. not working. Uh, all right. So hang on. I've got to just mess with some uh, some stuff here. Just check this. Go away. Go away. Um, so, how was the move generally? Just make make chit chat whilst I'm uh, doing this. Was it easier than? I I guess there was the emotional um, component, but uh, my, my wife is pretty pissed <laughs> that we were, you know, we've been in that nice house. But I mean, she's glad to be back and with you know, rather parents. Um, and. But it sucked because I mean we had a lot of you know, full house and we had to pack it up and and thankfully like I had just started uh, <clears throat> getting paid so that, that was nice. But, but yeah, um, just for those that are um, listening and trying, uh, you can see my OBS right. Um, there's there's the Streamlabs stuff. I'm hitting the um, alerts in Streamlabs, and it's not um, it's, it's not working. Let me just. I, I'm very sorry. Let me just try something here. Continue with YouTube. Um, but yeah, you, you made mention that there was sort of movement afoot in. The, the sort of political space. Um, oh, okay. um, you might need to be more specific. Uh, well, I, I, I don't know. I don't know um, what I can and can't um, uh, say. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I guess <clears throat> I'm trying to. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to be careful. I mean, basically, there's there's people fighting, and we're trying to, you know, trying to make shit happen. Mm. So, is it? I is mean, it? I, <clears throat> um, God damn it! I might I might have had uh, might have they might have just pulled my um, stream lab. Cause, I don't know what that means. I don't know. What uh, yeah, it's it's um it's a an account just for people to send a do a donor and a message on <clears throat> on screen and. Oh, that's cute. Um. 
Let me let me do this. Do this and um, supposedly it's a major one, so it may be maybe it's monkey work related. Um, if it is, I definitely want to. Um, uh, I see. Oh. I, I want to make sure that the right people get accredited. Um, Well, to be honest, I should probably go to sleep. Um, but, like, I've, I've been wanting to just kind of catch up with you and and just lay out, like, well, basically, we just need to get people together so that way I can, I can make sure that everybody that's been going down these, these rabbit holes understands where we are mm. because yes we, we we need a so we need a sort of aggregation yeah. stream and, and um and i, th I think that will be very beneficial and just mm. i i think it'll be good so mm. um all right because uh, i, 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 I want to sort of juggle this sort of tech stuff dude it's great great to see you man and uh always always a pleasure to um yeah talk. dude Skype me outside of streaming hours. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I, if I, I, I need oh. to. I need to get back into the swing of things. Yeah. Because uh, I've just been. Everything's been crazy. So. Yes. Yeah. I think so. All right. So let me. Um, you also. You're right. You're smelling weakness. Your bladder's. Uh, Screaming, screaming at me as well. I've got tech issues, body issues. Well, yeah, I mean, like, like I'm not going to bed yet. I, I have more work to do, so okay. I got, I got to get off the, the horn so I can um, get, keep get, putting get. some stuff together. But, um, please, but no, I, please, please do. Um, but it's good because I, I need to get back in the swing of things and and get into a rhythm again because everything's just been crazy the last two months or so. so. Um, all right. Salute to you, sir. Um, be strong. Keep going, bro. <laughs> we need you. Well, I, I will. And um, keep doing what you do. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to the the lab work that hopefully you're gonna be able to do. And hopefully we don't need it because hopefully we solve the world's problems before then. But no, nah, I, I, I got a feeling we're gonna need it, dude. Yeah, I, I do too. But mm. I think, like, like I feel in my heart that that we're turning the tide mm. and so right now is just going to be a really critical time yeah like i say if, and, I, if, I, if I can get it in now in the next yeah. few weeks um you know this is something that you can go around and shove in people's faces and say there there there's the, oh, the absolutely. and it's and, and the other thing that i want to do is one of the reasons why i want to get everybody more connected is that I want to make sure that people understand that, that if I, whoever I'm able to get in front of and talk to, I want them to understand who has been doing this, mm. who has been fighting and who has not been fighting because I, I mean, I want them to understand who the good guys are and who the not good guys are because yeah, and there's, a, there's a lot people of deserve to be, people deserve to be recognized as hey 
they were doing what needed to be done. And as a, as a historian or just as, just as like, I feel really strongly about making sure that Alina Chan or Richard Ebright are not the people that get, you know, mm. all the accolades and all the awareness because they are not the people who've sacrificed mm. in this. They're just not. No. And that's and... a big burden for me is to make sure that the truth is, is out there for... Well, I'd, I'll, I'll leave it on, thi on this with those people, right? They have gone out of their way out of their way to make to steer people away from the uh, military component of this work and and that is a, yep. incorrigible for me in, in this instance and i i think that they've been paid handsomely to do it matt ridley is matt ridley is um the british establishment right he's yeah, I, mean, a, well, I mean he's <laughs> he's an earl or something so yeah 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 by count yeah. So it's not like he's, this isn't, he, he's not sacrificing as much as others. And, no. and so, yes. So the, I want to make sure that people understand that what the trenches look like and who's been fighting for them and who's been not fighting for them. Hmm. And no matter what, I, I will not allow, I, I will not allow all of that to suppress you know joanna or jc or you the, the people who have actually done what needed to be done this entire time those are the people that deserve that and so that's one of the things i'm gonna make sure but i'm i'm all for that then dude <laughs> now grant i don't know what that's gonna mean but you know but I, the, the, that's just how I feel. So, anyway, so yeah, I'll go now. But I'll, that, I'll, that's I'll, one I'll, of the I'll, many reasons why I want to get them all together. So we'll definitely we'll figure something out and make it work. Awesome. All right, I'm gonna hang up. I'm just gonna, uh, folks, bear with me. I will. Um, all right. Deal with deal with this this nonsense. Charles, take it easy, bro. And. All right. Have a good night, man. Yeah, you too, bro. Right. Bye. Bye. All right. So I have to um, <laughs> just uh, play a meme roll for a minute because uh, I need to. I need. I need. I need to th figure out what's what's going on here and. Um, bam. Let's do that. I'll be back in a second, folks. You have a map that is ripped. It's a jalta diya hi. Diye ko jala sakta. Why do we all come here? So there is a map that is ripped. We can light our map on that map. Motion, motion. Wait, wait. I should be prepared.
Over moral bio enhancement, folks. All right, I'm trying to work out uh, Streamlabs. Uh, why it's broken right now, I don't know. I'm trying to do my best. Just bear with me. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, okay, you can say, Neil, I sent the message via Streamlabs that Neil is listening. Um, you have to, for Neil, tell everyone you have an important call. It's, okay, I've got, I've got to take a call, folks. Um, I'm going to, um, I'm going to hang this up and, um, we're moving forward and, uh, we'll get the, we'll get the, We'll get the science done um thank you for listening um hopefully i'll be able to hook up a bit more with ryan um it was a bit chaotic and uh, just good good to see charles as well um thank you everyone uh, for listening i've got a got to make uh important call so um take care folks i'll see you in the next one uh god bless we'll do that outro Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do, I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that little line, I would be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these papers. I will fucking kill each fucking pepper. I swear. It's not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they actually playing with. Fuck these peppers. No fucking vaccine or MRA or MFT fucking world man. Wait, 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 wait. I just want, I've, I've got to get instructions uh, right now. Um, I've been, I'm being told that we're, we're funded to go for this, these studies. Okay. And, um, and you have to, for Neil, tell everyone you have an important call and looks like you're funded, but do it on the air. Neil says, call him. I, I will call him right now. Um, wait, wait one second. I've got to, uh. I've got to just do this. Let's see if I can get a calm dog's pick up. Boop, 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 boop. Do this, do this, do this. And um, that's it. it's good news, folks. We, we will we'll get answers. Do this, do this, do this. And, um, I can hear myself. Let me turn this off. How are you? Hey, um, I'm not with our friend though, but uh, you want to call him? Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure if I, he wants me to call him on air or. Um... No, I just wanted to see you happy. But let me, let me. Uh, he said, give him 20 minutes so you guys can go over all the details. Uh, sure. Um, well, I, say, I just I... wanted to see you happy on air. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm. Uh, you have no idea how how ecstatic I am. Well, I don't see your lovely face. You're not smiling oh, on screen. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> I've, I've broken everything. All the all the, the computer needs resetting. I don't know. I don't know why oh, yeah. the, the alerts of it just does it sometimes. You have to you have to uh, give it a break. Um, and it, it had to do a lot today. But uh, yes. Um, and am I? Can I say his name? Uh, yeah, Neil. Yeah, yeah Neil. So Neil. Um, uh, God bless you, sir. And um, because of this, yeah, uh, very um, interesting.
very, very interesting and a rudite uh, young man. Um, we are we we are go, folks. We are go, and like I say, I think um, we can um, have. A... No, baby cannot. Um, like out straw. Sorry. I think uh, I think we can hear. Uh... Sorry, oh, it works still. Yeah, I was going to say, some, so, some medical information again. <laughs> You'll have HIPAA laws after you. Shut up. <laughs> Just... I'll be, uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm happy for you. Uh, yes, I'm, um, and like I said, that's, that's two people. Two people have stepped forward right now to, to say that we, we are go. Go, go, go. And um, that means that I've, I, I, I'm not sure what that means with like streaming schedule because now I've got to, I've got to come back to my old job basically. And the. <laughs> that sucks, your old job. Um, yes and no. Look, I, was, I said to Charles, you know, I'd, I'd had a gutful of th that type of work. Um, but because of the, the issues that we were talking about you know the the how everything was rotten there was no you just saw yeah just spineless lick spittles in positions that they shouldn't be um just profiteering and feeding at the trough and and not giving not giving two two shits basically about the consequences and um that that was uh, always heartbreaking for me. So, um, in this in this instance, I'm um, yeah, man. I'm I'm not sure what to do. It, it's uh, I'm touched, man. Yeah, I, I've um, cause this to it, change the world, my friend. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, this is more than um, like the the normal grant procedures if you get granted this is some this is something personal where someone someone's literally turned around and and said yeah that's i'm, I'm believing in what you're doing and um and I, I know you know i'm very blessed with the the audience that we do have that um we can uh there's many of you um that that do that and but in this instance, to be able to suddenly lay down these these level of resources, um, that's uh, yeah, we just got main engine burn. We were, we had all the sparklers and what have you, the pre ignition going. Now now the main engines uh, have been lit, and uh, yeah, it's, it's very cool. Neil, I'm going to call you right now. I'm going to end the stream, and uh, we'll um, uh, shoot the. Um, Shoot the proverbial monkey. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I'll just... Uh, Have a good night, Kev. I'm yeah. going to get back to my patients. I just wanted to give you a little happy. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Carmen, you... Uh, you uh, look, I'm still going to do your water experiments. I've got my sterilized Petri dishes here. <laughs> and <Awesome>. the water. <laughs> I'll do it. Okay, All right. thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Right. Um, let me. Uh, I'm gonna hit the outro again, and then. Um, yeah, I've got I've got to take care of uh, business. So uh, yeah, bye bye, folks.
Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do. I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that little line, I would be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these gaffers. I will fucking kill each fucking gaffer. I swear. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they actually say. Fuck these gaffers. No fucking vaccine or MRA or ever throws me my fucking world man. Never. I will fucking die. Fucking fighting for my fucking views and my fucking forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers! Hold them, alright? This guy. Check 35,000. Make sure they make their screws. Boom. Fuck these gaffers!